Hey guys, before we get started, this episode of Beer and Other Shit, the podcast is brought to you by High Season Co., a social media agency with over a decade of marketing experience who are crafting the way brands are perceived online. These guys aren't just marketers, they're liquid enthusiasts, craft beer nerds, hip-hop heads, and Gary Vee disciples. So is your social media looking tired? Are you having trouble getting to your customers? High Season can make it happen. Check them out, highseasonco.com. That's highseasonco.com. Now let's drink some beers. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Y'all a brewheads? Yeah, we brewheads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C-Certified Brewhead, and welcome to episode 152 of Beer and Others, the podcast this evening. We are coming to you live and direct from Montreal, Quebec, once again. And we're doing something a little different tonight. Uh, if you've been following, listening, watching over the last couple of years or few years, we have pretty much exclusively focused on brewers and uh, owners and just people in the brewing industry. Tonight, I get to hang with uh, a mate who is basically doing what we're doing here. So this is Matt McGacky from Vox and Hops, and also, thank you for joining me, brother. Thank the you. The lead yeah. vocalist of Cryptopsy, a, can I say legendary? Yeah, some, pe- some people band. believe that it's legendary. Yeah. I, I have been informed by a reliable third party that it, that you are, so... Thank you for uh, hanging up, bro. Yeah, it was, it's my honor. It's my honor to be uh, on a Beer and Other Shit podcast. <laughs> and we yeah. recently did uh, Vox and Hops at uh, Pub Brewski. That's correct. That's correct. Coming yeah. out soon. I guess this is going to come out next week, so in about a week's time. I'm hoping so to get then, it out soon. I got a whole bunch of content from Heavy Montreal that I got to dig through first. Yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you out shortly thereafter. In, it, in, its, in its good time. Yes. I, hey, nothing better than stacking content because uh, it gets stressful. It's better to have more than less. I have luckily never been in the situation where I had to run. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We we actually used to do um, every two weeks. And then it got to the point where we were six to eight months ahead. And people were hollering at us pretty heavy to do podcasts. And we were like, 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 give me, honestly, there's no point. Because by the time I do this, every single thing that you're telling me is going to (laughs) change. So I was like, we'll talk later. And it got, that's when we were like, let's do weeklies. And the only thing is that because actually you're probably going to come up with the same problem. Potent, hopefully you won't, but because it's interview based, there's you have to rely on time sensitive, time sensitive availability. Yeah. Where you are, can you get there? Like you, you talk to, and we'll get into the type of people that you're talking to, which are primarily music people for now, and that might change. Um, we're talking to brewers and, and breweries, and then once you've sort of you know done the more I'm getting to critical mass in Montreal and we don't have a car so then to get to the other places is, mm-hmm. a, is a logistical issue it's a, it's a whole entire thing but we'll get to that so we have a bunch of fire beers tonight from I guess mostly from basically Vermont and Montreal it seems seems oh and one of the secret from the Den- Denver Denver specifically yep. yeah that's right it is too so we're going to start with a Vermont crispy boy because we're going to ease our way into it so this is a Green State Lager from Zero Gravity in uh, Burlington. Have you been out there? I have not. I have not done the, the beer mecca Vermont trip yet. You haven't done it yet? Oh, no, no. Being uh, a touring artist, when I come home, you are my wife likes anywhere. me to, to <laughs> stay home with the kids yeah. and to hang out in Montreal. And I honestly, I'm still getting shivers when I hear airplanes flying because yeah, I have like, so many flights when I just did my Asian tour ugh. that I just don't want to go anywhere. That's Dude, fun. I... I relate in a slightly different way, I guess, but it's the, the same concept. It's there's only so much travel one can uh, one can do, and there's nothing better than being home. Yeah, and it's hard on the body, and it's hard on the mind, and yeah. it's just nice to be in your own little bubble sometimes. But I absolutely want to go hit up all the Vermont uh, 
You definitely need yeah, to. You yeah. lose your shit. Once you get like a solid break and you've sort of recovered from that uh, shock of the planes and stuff, hopefully you and the missus can just jump in a whip. It's two hours. Yeah. Stay a couple yeah. nights and like, it's, it's incredible. It's amazing. So this is a one, what is it? 4.9. Uh, this is their flagship lager. It's a beauty, mate. Get in here. Like the colors. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful, right? Really nice. Like a dark, uh, like a light, uh, yeah, it's really haze nice. sort of color. Almost green, sort of. Yeah, like. you're right. Wow. Adds a little bit of chill haze in there. It smells uh, very European. Very European, right? Checky. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Interesting one about this. Tiff notices. It says it's called Green State Lager, but then it says VT Pilsner. Yeah. So I know the lager family, and then it's a Pilsner, but I'm not sure if it's a, if it's aimed, is it a replication of a Hellas Lager or a Czech style Pilsner? Uh, it's what not very checky. I, I would go more with the Hellas. More the Hellas? I must admit I don't have the palate to notice as much. Czech well, are, are tend to be a bit more skunky. Mm. Would be from from my, the size, probably. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So it's nice and nice and bitter, crisp. I like it. Yeah. Okay, so a crisp, easy drinking Pilsner beer. Noble hops and Pilsner malt. So now it's saying it's a Pilsner. Okay. So who even knows? The, 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 the brewer, I hope. The brewer. <laughs> I got to interview him. We went and visited him. They're, uh, they're super dope. I, uh, you're going to love him. So anyway, uh, let's get into your beer history, how you got into beer, and then we'll get yes. into the various uh, things that you do. Um, I just mentioned on my episode that's coming out, I guess it's going to be last week at this point, my first, first memory of beer mm-hmm. was walking home from school in the middle of winter or like early spring, and I was still wearing mittens. I was young. And I picked up this beer bottle that was on the ground outside of a Dairy Queen. And right. A little bit. Of, it was probably a shitty beer. And it spilled on my mitten and it just smelled It smelled so bad. Because <laughs> my dad never drank. I never had it around me. Right. So he's that, that was like that. my first smell of beer. And then move on many years. I never drank. I started drinking late in high school. I had this, it was a lucky lager at a house party yeah. when it was garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the most of the round? That was no, like it's a, gone. It was gone. Yeah. They were warm. Yeah. It was one of those nights, you yeah, know, yeah, the early, yeah. early drinking nights. And then, you know, I would have beer as a tool to get me drunk, as teenagers tend to do. Right, it's like you're not uh, discerning. Yeah, and then playing in Montreal in bars, I started drinking a little bit more different things, getting into, if I wanted to get crazy, I would drink a uni brew. Right. Because it was, a, the, cool. the artwork sort of brought me towards it because the, you know, it was like sort of metal and cool. Definitely is kind of metal, yeah. And uh, the high percentage was very appealing <laughs> like when you don't have that. too much money. <laughs> my, 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 my jam was a uh, Trois Pistoles and I still, yeah. I still think it's a solid so beer. What, yeah. what style is that again? Oh, I don't know. It's, it's a dark, would you, would you, is it a Belgian? Double? Definitely. I don't know, but it's, it's like 9% hmm. and it was always a mistake if I bought two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had <laughs> fun and then the second, by the end of the second like, one I was because you're just not used to it. Yes. Like, even now, we'd probably... Yeah. <laughs> two back-to-back 9%. Yeah. It's like, oof. Uh, I could probably handle it. Yeah, you could probably handle it. But you'd be just better to share it. Anyway. And then I started playing in Montreal, drinking uh, Boreal's Blonde was like my go-to beer when I would start playing in okay. different at Foofs and stuff like that with my nice. first Montreal metal band, Three Mile Screen. Is that like the... Um, like the the Montreal metal venue, would you say? Or Foofs? Not? Absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah. the CBGB's of... Montreal of Quebec right you know Nirvana there's always this thing that Nirvana played there did they really? yeah right before Nevermind came out they played it for yeah yeah Jesus. on that stage I'm sure not sure not much has changed <laughs> and then I slowly but surely the, the, there's a, a 12 pack that changed my beer life okay. was I would go to I just moved out with my wife my then girlfriend now wife and I would like to drink beer 
I'd go and pick up a 12 pack. It was thirteen ninety nine for 12 beers. Mm-hmm. And for her Diamond. to not complain too much, there was like an apricot beer. And it was the San Juan's mixed pack, which had the Griffins, the two Griffins, the, the, the red griffin the oh, and it was the, the pale ale and then the pale ale from Saint Abuelos yep. that like soapy it's terrible. hoppy taste it's, it's, that's what changed everything <laughs> I guess at the time compared yeah. to the shitty yeah. macro lagers <laughs> yeah. compared to Molson X yeah. right yeah. and then I just kept getting into that and then it moved on to uh, Le Castal's Yakima IPA nice. that was, was a, the absolute like pinnacle turning point when oh, I really yeah. just started diving into everything that's Quebec uh craft beer there was a simple amount that had a i think it transformed into their black ipa but it, they had this omnius or something i can't remember what it was called and i was like what is this this is completely different right. and then catherine from the castel because i used to just buy all once i discovered yakima and i loved it i just like straight all, whatever they put out i would buy right and they put out this imperial russian stout oh okay catherine yeah it was amazing. I think it was aged in bourbon barrels or rum barrels. I can't remember the one that I had. And it just, that was Out of control. even more. And they stopped making it. <laughs> you guys get it back. Yeah, good job. <laughs> okay. And then just more and more, just being nerdier and nerdier and following like groups such as Capsule BI. Yeah. Really just sort of, I'm like a fly on the wall in Capsule right. BI. I never yeah, say so. anything, write anything, <laughs> but I watch. Like, all right, what's going on? Yeah. Not so much these days because I'm sort of more involved. Different, but, different game. Yeah. So it was just, just baby steps and learning stuff and yeah okay and then that led you like what made you do the podcast the podcast came from last year i was at home with my then two-year-old daughter i took a sabbatical from my day job which is working in a daycare which is very anti-metal (laughs) anti-metal and the complete opposite of being a death metal singer but it happens to be who i am my yin and the yang right you need you need the me and my balance yeah so we don't watch tv with my kids even to this day smart and no, I you should do that with your kids. Absolutely, your kids will be screen much time too. smarter. No, no screen time. Yeah, not at all, right? Okay, <laughs> they read books. Yeah, audio books. So I started listening to podcasts because the days right. in the winter would get long, and I discovered podcasts such as Jamie Jaster's show, uh, off camera with Sam Rogan, no, off camera Sam Jones, sorry, Sam Jones. and yeah. then uh, the X Men because I know the guy, the guy that puts it on. So I started checking all that out, and I got into the rabbit hole of discovering. And then on my wife's birthday dinner, we were just like brainstorming. I was like, I could do this. I could do a podcast. And right. I was like, what do I love? I love beer. Right. <laughs> Craft beer. And I love, you know, metal and talking to people and making connections. So that's really where it just grew from. Nice. When yeah. was that? Last year? That was March of last year. Or okay. May of last year. And when did you execute? I started putting things together and I started doing my first interviews at the beginning of August last year. So one year ago today. Nice. Yeah. Well done, man. Yeah. Um, I guess the name was it. Did it come pretty organically, or was it? Uh, the name came that night that with night my wife. Yeah. Like, right. I guess yeah. it makes sense, right? There was something with my hair at first. It was Vox and Locks and <laughs> Locks and Hops because I have really long hair, but but <laughs> Vox like, and Hops stuck. <laughs> I love it. Which, if you're watching, this is the tea. This yeah. is the. Uh, if you're on the yeah. podcast, you get this bad boy. Craig's an alumni, so yeah, I'm right. All my alumni uh, get a shirt. Like cool. Yeah. Now yeah. I feel pressure, bro. You should I do like 150. I have to print up a bunch of stuff. Just make it cheap. Right, yeah, just real give them a sticker. <laughs> yeah, sticker's not a bad tip. Write that down. Sticker, not a bad idea. I like that a lot, man. Um, no, it's really sick, and it's cool that uh, I mean, we only connected a couple months ago, I guess. Um, but it's cool because I don't get to meet. I can't even think off the top of my head another beer podcaster. Really, I don't know too many. 
Actually, I can think of a couple, but not in, not in around here, not even in Toronto. Like, there's a, there's a few people doing it, but it's like it's. I, I enjoyed that you are doing it from a metal and uh, beer perspective, and we're doing it came essentially from a sort of hip hop and beer perspective. So it's kind of like opposite, but not really. Like it's just from slightly different perspectives, and it's cool because we we're just talking earlier. There's not a lot of representation of either of our. I guess hip hop is a culture. Would you call it metal kind? Of, it is a culture. Oh, it's right? an absolute culture. Yeah. So like, there's neat, not a ton of there. Certainly, is some specific places that focus on it, but for either of us, there's not a ton of representation. But there certainly must be a bunch of uh, metalheads or hip hop heads that are drinking beer that might not have a home where they feel like they can they can talk, like, have someone who understands, speaks their language, their slang, the whatever, and understands the culture to talk to them about beer and then on top of that there's other people in the culture i'm sure you probably come across this a lot where there's because you're interviewing people in bands uh, like maybe a lot of them don't even know about craft beer that's correct and you're yeah. like hey man come down for a talk they don't care they're just doing press essentially for them and you're like hey this is craft beer like, and then you can talk about the beer they might not have thought about the intricacies of it does that is that accurate there's uh, a whole bunch of people that i i get like a num- number of things like i i'm I prefer interviewing people that like craft beer. I feel like I have a better go right. at it, right. an easier conversation, especially if I don't know the backstory of the person that I'm interviewing, Right. which I should, but it tends to happen sometimes that you come unprepared and yeah. you just count on your Part charming wit, <laughs> your charming wit and conversational uh, skills, exactly. just figure it out. And then there's the, the you know, so I, I appreciate it when they, they do know craft beer, but it does happen that people don't like craft beer and I try to show them something that is good, that is something that's easy for them to drink. I'll right. try to pick like a... Like some sort of a blonde or Something that's of... just smooth and not like a big heavy stout or a sour. Not everyone Don't likes the sours yeah. right away. It takes time to develop your palate on the sour scale. Yeah, definitely. But what I like really is like getting like metal fans that are writing me that's like, dude, I'm drinking craft beer because of you now. And I get like a bunch of those a week. Which really? is like these metal heads that like are coming in because I'm interviewing metal people or because I'm a metal person and they're interested in, in what I have to say. Right. And they're, they've fallen down the rabbit hole of being a craft beer head. So. Nice. So I always apologize. I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry for your liver. I'm sorry tell, for your bank account. Wife, <laughs> tell your wife that you almost had a house. Almost. It's not happening now. See, that's even cooler that using that platform as the a musician side of it to actually get people into beer. I mean, that's super mm-hmm. dope. Um, do you, like... I'm just trying to think how they, so they would say be fans of the band I'm trying to think how, how either they're that fans of the people that I'm, inter- that so I'm interviewing so follow them and like oh they search their name and they'll be like oh they're in Vox and Hub what the hell is Vox and Hub yeah. and then they'll be like oh shit he's talking to this guy about beer oh this guy he's in this band oh wow yeah. and then you have instant credibility to the metalheads that's correct is that accurate okay and then they're like alright well there's two people who I fuck with and they're drinking good beer so let me let me try one out yeah oh. and, and, and craft beer is much more available now Particularly if you're, I guess the people that you're referring to are kind of all across the world, or are they? I got all across the world. Because you guys do tour everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So that's because I was going to say in the States, it's like, I dare you to go somewhere and not find good beer. Yeah. Like it's actually. (laughs) It's really fun on tour. Yeah, yeah, right? (laughs) And we were talking when we were doing Vox and Hus, um, I think it's extra cool that you are able to. I don't know if how do you finesse like you basically get fans who come to the shows and they bring you beer and they get stoked because they get to meet you guys and come backstage probably or something right uh, I have a, a driver I gotta give a big shout out it's Donnie yeah. Hill shout, shout out, out to Donnie. you it was your idea yeah he hit what me up say? before the tour and he said have you ever thought of uh, asking fans to bring you craft beer because he knew that I had the podcast and he was I was like just being nice from an offering to bring him beer and he's like have you ever thought 
get them to bring you beer. Get them to bring you beer, and then you give them guest lists, and there's no, like, obligation to hanging out, because I can't say... Oh, the venue, your time. The venue, my time. Some of my members are not as conversational as me. Right. So <laughs> so I always tend to try to hang out with them. I don't promise that I'll drink a beer with them. Right. It happens sometimes. But uh, it was crazy. Some nights were, like in Denver in particular, I had cases of beer. That's sick. Which is very cool. Yeah. How, particularly in a place like that as well. Yeah. Um, did you get to go to the... Like, when you toured, did you get to go to breweries? I, the it? previous tour I did... <clears throat> Before I started the podcast and I was like really getting into craft beer, I mapped out in every city a brewery that I could walk to. From the venue? From the hotel. venue. Yeah, the venue. <laughs> so we were in a tour bus in that one. So right. Hotel. Oh, okay, yeah. so you just go to the so venue. So I would like, right, show the check. venue. We don't even have the soundtrack because we weren't having the So I had all day oh. to do nothing. I would do like my workout and then I would walk and drink some beer. That's Someday amazing. other members would join me. Most of the time it would be by myself. And That's sick. Yeah. So you kind of got to explore a little bit. But now I want to do what you guys are doing when you go around and interview interview some brewers. Man, it's the way to go. But now I do interviews with people normally because I interview the whole touring package most of the time. Right. That's how I get so much content. I'm on tour with like four or five bands. I get four or five interviews right there. Right. Easily. Oh, one yeah. person per band? Or yeah. Would you get sometimes the whole band I or one no no I I would do no you I like doing the, the beer person. I would like to have the beer person or the yeah. most famous one. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Hey, man. It's a, or it's, them both. Yeah. Or, or both. Because it's two different conversations. In that that's case. very true. Yeah. And it's it's all about clicks you know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, right? And that's who people want to hear talk, so it is what it is. And they know that. I'm sure the bassist is like, cool, bro. I'm <laughs> getting my money on that to shit. Bassists um, are cool. Bassists are cool as hell. Yeah. But like, not, they're rarely the ones that are going to get talked. So I feel like bassists get fronted on the most. They do, they do. But in metal, bassists are, are superstars just as much really? as Really? Oh, yeah, because you yeah. got to to keep up with the rest of the players. they got to be you there. you got to be messing around. Yeah, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to my bassist, Ali Pienaard, Vox and Hops yeah. alumni. Ah, uh-uh. you know, yeah. I see the whole band yeah. on? I have had everyone except for my drummer, which is a... <laughs> it's You're coming up, Flo. I'm going to get you. <laughs> um, I guess we should talk about the band stuff, at least just touch on it so people know what's up. So from what I understand from the wiki, you've been around since the 80s. The band has been around since the 80s. And you are a part of an, this, a new generation, generation yeah. of, the, of the band. So Cryptopsy formed in the late 80s, really sort of took off in the early 90s. They released uh, an EP that got some vibes up here in Canada. And then they released their first album, Blast We Made Flesh. And we I had, love that. Yeah, this is crazy. So Blast We Made Flesh, our cult album, which is what makes us legendary, yep. is None So Vile. Okay. Which had, um, those, that era had Lord Worm on vocals, who's a iconic front man. Yep. Mm-hmm. He was a character. He had a, an amazing deranged voice. Okay. Crazy, deranged, crazy like lyrics. Just, yeah. just totally disgusting. Like. <laughs> And nonsensical, but no, that's like poetic, disgusting, okay. vile lyrics. And he's that's actually a, a, a craft beer, yeah, early craft beer. Have you had anyone? I have plans. I have plans. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Gotta get the legend in. And uh, <clears throat> then he left the band, okay. Lord Worm. So then they brought in this new dude from Boston, Mike DeSalvo, and they did two albums with him, but it was like a different iteration of the band. And the band, None So Vile was like their pinnacle record. Everyone loved it. And they made something completely different. Right. They went more extreme, more technical, time signature switches. Time signature, signature. switches. Like, like Dillinger type stuff? Yes, like but, but, but you could say, <clears throat> Whereas like, I don't want to say it there, but, but Dillinger probably listened to that era of Cryptopsy. Okay. I don't know that for sure, but, but it would make sense to me. Based on the yeah. when they came yeah. out, when the, okay. So they dropped two, and then Lord Worm came back. Okay. And then I came in. 
Okay, so how many yeah. singers total? I need three. Four. There's Four. A, an in-between guy that just did a live album, Martin Lacroix, Vox okay. and Hops alumni. Shout out to you, brother. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so then how many albums have you done with them? I have done two full lengths, two EPs, three, EP, three EPs. Yeah. Okay. Are you the longest serving? or is that... I am the longest serving Crypto right. singer in one dose. In one dose, yeah. right, because you didn't yeah. even come back. How long we are been? actually the longest <clears throat> running lineup now of the band because oh, we've nice. been stable since 2000 and. Twelve, I want to say. And that's yeah. Seven years, okay. Which is a long, a long time for that's a death metal band. Really? No, I joined in two thousand seven, but like the lineup, like the bassist, the guitarist. Oh, everyone's been the same. Yeah. So it's, it's a complicated right. story, yeah. as death metal bands tend to be. Really? Eh? You know, there's not much money in death metal. It's a rigorous touring schedules, and it's it's hard to to, to yeah. keep everyone in. People have families. We get older as the band gets older. You got you need to be dedicated and right. have a stick to itism. Yeah. Right. Interesting, and that's that's why it's those reasons of why it's uh harder to i guess because there's more characters like there's more people to sort of deal with and that's really all like all it is that's yeah we're like a family now you know we love and hate each other and <laughs> so it's, it's perfect we drink beer together and okay yeah, yeah. that's amazing um i've always been f- okay so i was like always been a music dude i used to like like hard rock in the early 90s or playing guitar since i was a kid but i stopped because i discovered hip-hop and then i was like fuck this like I don't need to thing. play guitar. Yeah, and then I, did, I really, man, I would have been really good by now. I <laughs> so I had this resurgence in two thousand. I was in two thousand nine. I bought a guitar again. I started getting into indie rock and stuff, and then I started listening to metal. And one of my rap friends, I was like, man, I love the guitar, but I hate the vocals. And he was like, he was like, man, like people say, because I'm like, it's fucking screaming, bro. And he's like, people say rap is just talking, and it's not. Because mm-hmm. he's right, and he's like, right. I'm like, yeah, you're right. And so he's like, nah. So I really like started to listen. And I started to really appreciate it. So I'm, and the art form, I found a video when I was looking at, before the other podcast and looking up some of your stuff. And there was this uh, woman who was doing this video on metal singers and she's analyzing the, and it had all these crazy names for the various vocal yeah, terms yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, vocal fry or... It was yeah. nuts, bro. Yeah. Like, oh, I had no idea. There's actually a video shoot that someone just analyzed me. That, no, there's no channel. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Mar- Mar- Mary Zimmer, shout out yeah. to, to Voice Hacks. Yeah, yeah but that was yeah. one. Yeah. So she was explaining and how complex everything is because you don't realize what goes into it because it's on. It the, sounds just like we're we're shouting like dogs, but yeah, but it's like if you try and replicate it, like you can't. I can't do it. I've tried so many times. Like it's funny <laughs> to me. I can't do it. But like it's it's it was really interesting to hear it broken down in technical musical terms. Which is something I think that maybe gets ignored in, in maybe metal because it, it's very niche. It's very niche. Yeah. And like the average person, if you're not in the game, like it's not even like you're not exposed to it at it's, all. It's, it's, it's supposed to be disturbing. Metal is not supposed to make you comfortable. Right. It's supposed to take you off guard. It's supposed to bother you. It's supposed to challenge you. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 you know, it's, and that's really what we do. Cryptopsy when we go to write a new album or something we're trying to we challenge ourselves to the top of our ability all the time right which is why Cryptopsy just continually keeps evolving which is why they when they made their pinnacle album None So Vile they came out with Whisper Supremacy which is nothing it had elements of the first one but they challenged themselves to be more had they just remained the same would they be bigger would Cryptopsy be bigger I don't mm-hmm. know but, but they decided they weren't just going to sit on their laurels and do the same thing they were going to push themselves which is right. which is what metal tends to be it's like a little bit of a a Montreal sort of like a hotbed for death metal we were just crowned a metal capital or something there's something 
all this press that we keep seeing where cryptopsy is always mentioned. I'm not paying attention. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's me, whatever. Yeah, it's like I <laughs> but it's not me. It. It's, it's Lord Worm and right. Nun So Vile that keeps being me- mentioned. Right. And, uh, you know, there's like so much competition in metal. And I'm sure it's the same in brewing mm-hmm. that, you know, you're trying to like one up yourselves, trying to, you know, oh, th- that, that band was sick. And no, oh, we're going to be just a little bit sicker. You know, he went to uh, 310 BPMs. Right. I'm going to go 320. Right. Or, you know, he, just, really he like... just screamed for like 24 seconds and, oh, I'm going to do 25. It's for like, real? It's like a challenge. It's like a challenge to be more extreme. Yeah. Interesting. While still having songs, which is what Cryptopsy. Right. Because there's a bunch of tech bands that are way more technical than Cryptopsy has become. But we still try to have catchy parts, catchy song. Like, it's a song still. Right. Especially the modern Cryptopsy era, since the Book of Suffering. Right. That's okay. That sounds like hip hop as far as people could be like, nah, if you want like super technical with the lyrics mm-hmm. and buzz, like, or like those. i being a singer, I follow stuff like rappers do those like long without breaths. You know what I mean? Like they like, they shoot at a bunch of rhymes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the Eminem has this particular For song. The double, where, double time stuff. Where he takes like one breath to do, deliver and this ridiculous really, part he has yeah. like the whole song the section has like three breaths but it's like ridiculous and impossible to it could be cut like punches yeah but it probably isn't because for someone like, like him yeah. Like, yeah for, for yeah. someone like him with Tech 9 or like exactly. Twister some yeah. of the dudes are rapping yeah. really fast exactly um, yeah because it's almost like this technical and then there's like some people like forget like the rapidly raps or just we always joke about it like so it's cool as a lyricist, like a rapper, I'm like, I look at that, I'm like, fuck, that is crazy. Like, how do they do that? But at the end of the day, it doesn't always make for a good song. It's like, just mm-hmm. how fast and how many words you can fit in mm-hmm. it doesn't make it better. It's probably, I'm sure there's equipment, people like, oh, these guys are not tech enough. Like, there needs to be more. Like, I'm no, sure no one is ever satisfied. No one's satisfied. And that's no part of music, and, right? And as I've grown, I always say I'm not going to re- read my reviews that come out yeah. when I drop new music, but I always end up doing it. This is buddy. <laughs> Oh, no, I never, I, I, I never, there, there'll be like 20 positive reviews and then that one negative one and the only one yeah. that I'll remember yeah, is the negative, is the negative one. one. Is that dumb? It's I such think a strange it's, human it's, condition. It's a human condition. Yeah. yeah. I'm just never it. satisfied. Oh, you should never be. I've always wanted to, you know, my goal was to get signed. Right. I got signed. And then it was like, I want to play on tour somewhere. I got mm-hmm. on tour. And then I wanted to play Wacken. Now I've played Wacken. What's that? It's probably the biggest metal festival in the world in Germany. Right. And I played there. Now I want to play Wacken on the big stage. You know, it's, it's, right. it's just a never satisfied thing. And with the podcast, it's becoming the same thing. Nice. I was when I finished the heavy Montreal interviews. I was like, I hope this is not my pinnacle. Right. <laughs> I don't. I think you're just yeah. scratching the surface. You only no, just begun. Yeah, so the heavy Montreal thing, then, since to, to touch on that, the so basically heavy Montreal is a music festival. Yes. Yeah, over a weekend. Yes. In Montreal. So on the island, John Drapeau, where Oceaga is. That's correct. The Eventco is the booking agency. Yeah, like the ticket master of yeah. Quebec. And they have built this site, or they build a site every year. Private ship, if you don't worry. Where they host numerous musical festivals on the same site. So they're, they're very smart in that way so that they when they get all the rentals and everything, they can keep it there and make the most amount of money off of it. Right. So they have, it starts off with a... 77, which is a punk day on the Friday, and then the Friday-Saturday is Heavy Montreal, mm. and then the next weekend is Oshiaga, which runs for three days, yes, Friday, Saturday, and then Saturday. the next weekend is Irosanik, and they oh. adapt the site to the amount of crowds, so obviously Oshiaga is 
when you have six, seven stages. Heavy had Crazy. four or five stages, I believe. Still, still nuts. And then Il Sonic probably has even smaller, but the, the site is amazing. Yeah. It's the new revamped site that they've had. Yeah. It's where it used to be, but they changed everything. The city invested a bunch of money in it. Really? Recently? Yeah, it opened this year. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's I've really, really cool. Forever. And Heavy Montreal is, uh, I've played festivals all over the world. It is really, really up there with the best, with the really? Wackens, with the Hellfests. It's right. it's really, it makes me proud to be from Montreal and to show up there and see the sick, sick catering. Uh, the stages are amazing. The sound is amazing. And uh, Yeah, it was, and I was super stoked to get my first like media pass at a festival. I'm Did so used play? to being on the opposite oh, yeah. side. <laughs> Did you play? I you played it twice. I played, played it twice. twice. This yeah. year you no, were no. first time media. First time, just I, I, I saw seriously two shows. On the first day. That was day. it, because you were just I talking. so many interviews. Yeah. <laughs> um, break down what, like, so how you did that, like what your idea was and then what you ended up doing. I really, really, when I, because no, it was a year ago now that I had the thought that, oh, I should do like, I'm going to be, Vox and Hops is happening. I was like courting my first guests at the festival. Mm -hmm. And all my first episodes, if you go back to episode like one through five, is all people that I was with at the festival. Mm -hmm. And we talk about our experience at the festival. Right. And I was like, next year, I'm going to come invited as a media. I had right. this like thing in my mind. So in order to make that happen, I took some baby steps. I interviewed one of the guys from Eventco who really enjoyed his experience. Shout out to J.F. Michaud, Box and Hops alumni. Yeah. And then he got me invited to this press party at Fofon Electric, the CBGB's in Montreal. And there he introduced me to a senior publicist from Eventco, Lisa Lee, shout out. And uh, they hooked me up with Nick Farkas, who is the, the head, one of the, one of the main dudes for Heavy Montreal for Eventco. And uh, I got to interview him. And through that, I got my press passes and it was awesome. It was awesome, and I did eighteen interviews over two days. Amazing. It was uh, it was super cool, super fun, yeah, uh, the, brutal. The, <laughs> yeah, I had a <laughs> I had eating supper on Sunday, and my wife was like, "Oh, are you with someone?" And I was like, "No, no I'm by myself." It's amazing, <laughs> and I'm not talking, and I'm not listening to anyone. <laughs> it kind of gets a lot, eh? It, it's heavy. It's hard. It's very. You're not doing anything, but it's very tiring. The like even doing we do back to back podcasts sometimes when we do the the tourism stuff and yes. we travel fuck man two podcasts in a day like this is chill because yeah. we've met we've hung we talk it's good like but when I'm going as you mentioned with before, a stranger yeah. with a stranger yeah. we're in a different place I know nothing about the scene there I know nothing about their beer because that's kind of part of the fun if I know too much it makes it a little less organic sometimes I look and get a couple things but like I've got to keep the conversation going I don't know if they're going to be chill yes like beforehand you got to feel them out a bit and all that type of stuff it's a lot of um, mental energy that goes into then the physical energy of like physical drinking which yeah. deteriorates your body I'm sure during the episode <laughs> and the talking and blah 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 so doing 18 in two days and like I mean I know yours are a lot shorter than mine but still like that's 18 10 to 30 minute episodes ish just, just little connections with people yeah yeah Jeez, man. So it's a really smart idea. So basically, you're really owning, I think I was saying before, you're really owning the metal and beer, beer market yeah, together. Market, yeah. Which is cool because you have unprecedented access for someone doing a podcast, like access to these individuals. So you're actually giving fans like a, a, a whole other side of these uh, the metal artists that they wouldn't really be able to hear because it's such like a late. And I know them so peer. well. And you know them, you yeah. mates, right? You toured yeah. with them and stuff and they're um, your peers. Babe, do you mind grabbing from the fridge? Yeah. I put them at the top. Um, the three, uh, the two Masorums and the, yeah, straight ahead. 
So the three left one, the, the pink one on the left, yeah. and the one next to it. Yeah, that'll do for now. Thank you so much. Just to have Thank them you so much. I appreciate it. everyone. Go follow Tiffany on uh, Instagram at uh, yes. Liquid X Happiness. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. So do that one second. Um, no, man. Such have a, you ever had like a situation where it's just gone wrong, like where the guys or girl, the brewers, in a bad mood and no, no, no. Do you know, okay, so what? This is what I'm thinking. That's a really what have you? That's the one's coming out this this week. That, that I, you had a. They just it was feeling it. I don't know. I think it's just their if it's an act or if it's just their they just. Assholes. I don't. I, I don't want to say that, but but they they were the the most fun interview, <laughs> and I sort of said it in the intro. So, yeah. So. Okay. The LA look. Just so you know. So I haven't. This is my sort of secret. This is the way I approach it. But I don't know if you get the same lead time as me. So when we turn up, this is probably BTS information for people too. So when we turn up to a podcast, there's kind of two ways it can go. They already know who we are, or they have no fucking clue, and someone else set it up. So sometimes I speak directly to the owner or the brewer book prior and they set it up they know who we are they're excited to have us sometimes you either go direct to them they're like oh, sure whatever or it's like a marketing person or somebody mm-hmm. else in the business who makes the decision we've got there before and people are like hey so yeah what is this sorry it's a what a podcast what's how long yeah, yeah like, <laughs> how long I've had people we've done the tourism stuff where they've been how long oh dude no I gotta go I'm like this is why I need to do it myself yeah so if it's a um a situation where they know who we are or at least a, comf- a cool prior to setting up we you know they int- introduce ourselves We're like yeah this, you know, we don't need a lot of equipment we don't bring the lights of course um and then we oh yeah you need a quiet space to sit down somewhere you know with a nice background oh yeah they yeah, come for a walk you want a beer and usually like you, i try and like you mentioned before i try and charm them a bit yeah and i always find that like i want to make them laugh if i can make them laugh beforehand and joke around then i'm able to break that barrier and they feel comfortable before we even start mm-hmm. recording so that's always my aim is to joke around that is what I did I, I just acted like they were really funny yeah there you go perfect that's what you it's actually quite yeah. challenging eh? yeah. like being on this side of, of the I mean this is easy today because I'm like you like you were asking me questions normally no one I'm sure your guests don't <laughs> ask you questions either right rarely very rarely right yeah. and I think I remember during yeah. Vox and Hops I was asking you questions you too because I can't yeah. fucking help myself yeah. and I'm sure you can't <laughs> help yourself either no that's why yeah, I was wondering right yeah. but you're also you're also a and I'm also in your, in your like I'm an artist in a very very much significantly lower level but you would have you would be on the interviewed side as well so you, you come into it you used press not trained but press friendly you know how to talk yeah yeah, most people in your position are ready to talk to press whereas this interview that I did was not was not (laughs) so like you said it could be an act metal is an interesting thing hip hop some people have that sort of thing about them where they're just like they don't care attitude Mm -hmm. and stuff like that I've never experienced that in beer because I don't know I I guess I'm thinking the disarming beforehand I don't like I don't know if you have that much time with them no not that not that and yours is a lot like simpler setup we have a longer setup period there's a visual aspect so they have to be physically presented they can't they they know if I think it could even be that because they can do what they like when no one's seeing you right maybe that's it yeah yeah but then if they see you you gotta be like oh oh, people are gonna see me like oh I'm gonna smile and shit like it's I think that yeah right you can't really swing that because people are going beer people are judgy I've got we got a beer predominantly beer um, following I would I I would assume that you have a predominantly metal following currently that's correct and the beer following is growing as you maybe start to interview brewers which you're sort of getting into you've established stuff as like metal stuff 
we did that early on. We were different comedians, fellow rapper friends, DJs, stuff like that. People that like beer, though? Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much. Yes, yes. Okay. Predominantly, because it just made it awkward, if not. It was me That's and, what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah I have a... I, he doesn't really co-host anymore. My friend Scott, who was... Uh, sort of has, you know, his life got busy. He's not really... doesn't have time for it. But it was just him and I sometimes doing the start one. Then we'd interview, like, his girl... His wife now was the uh, was a cheerleader for, like, the Toronto Raptors and stuff. So we okay. interviewed her because she's into beer. And, like, that was... You know, she's doing stuff. Any friend that we had at the time, because we didn't care. Gotta get content. Yeah. Gotta get really content, right? Really like, I don't know. We just had, like just people we knew so it was kind of like whatever and then as the breweries came on I think it merged into like I guess they saw they saw us talking about beer and they're like oh well there wasn't many podcasts in 2015 when we started so I think it started to snowball they, they got interested from yeah. there right and it wasn't an intentional thing in any shape or form um, speaking of beer you brought this glorious bad boy right here yes from my boys from yes. the Sorum, fellow metalheads yes shout out to Vince and Chapu, yeah, and the rest of the boys, uh, boys from uh, a band called Ion Dissonance from Montreal, and uh, a now defunct, hopefully coming back together, The Last Felony. Okay, The Last Felony. Man, metal bands have the funniest names. I love. You have it. to. You have to. <laughs> so, Masorum Brassatorium is that right? Brassatorium. I'm not going to ask you the Damn same it. thing. <laughs> 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 I, I wanted to ask him when I was there, but basically, there are the, the. I want to say, and we could probably both agree on this right now. Uh, they are going to be the Bar Canada of Montreal. I give them six months to 12 months tops, and they will be that level of respected. Um, they've already had, uh, what, like 100 people in line on, on Saturday just passed. That's um, correct, yeah. To buy cans yeah. at the door. I was one of them. You one? Forgot? Yeah. I know you boys. Go and yeah, from now, I know. From, from now on, I'm just going to write them the week before. Like, yeah, on like, Friday. Guys, come on, come on. Can I just come on Friday and pick up my cans? Jesus yeah. Christ. Uh, you know, that's the perks of this stuff, yeah. right? Um, so they opened, uh, I want to say, three Saturdays ago. That's correct. This weekend yeah. will be a month, I believe. Yeah. I went on the second. I think you went on the first The one first well. and the third. Yeah. With the, after we just yeah. missed each other, yeah. of course. So I went and checked it out. Um, I'd heard fantastic things. The space is gorgeous. Yeah. He, a great warehouse. Um, the the What's Homie's name? Who's the designer? I don't know. Don't know I him? Really okay, know. I wasn't sure that was I'm sure book. I know them, but... The shaved, like short dark hair. Yeah, it's good to see you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll tell you about that later, guys. Um, he was uh, like the, the design, the, the fact that the color of the, he said it was actually from the water tower, that teal or turquoise, yes, whatever yes. it is, matches the tables, the matches tables. the tap handles, matches the, the accents the, in the yeah. thing. I don't think it's on every It's not on this sucker, yeah. But the, the branding is exceptional. Um, I love the, 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 it's metal a little bit. Yeah, it's a little bit. This says metal to me. The name is weird and metal-y to me. Yeah, okay, la um, What does that mean? Okay, la means okay, hell. Ah, there you go. Yeah, la, la fire is hell. Is hell. Yeah. So one, the only criticism that people had of them and that was that I had early on, I think they're quite aware of it because I spoke to Vincent there as well, is that they, their beer is a little green and we were discussing what that meant. Which is essentially, it just tasted like um, it's either too much yeast burn or hot burn. Like it's a little bit of a okay. little, little harsh on the throat. Um, that would be because they're, they canned it too soon? Uh, or potentially. They, or but they served it at, to the public too soon? I th probably either probably served it too soon or, Vincent said, they're still dialing it in. Okay. So he's, I'm still getting used to the system. And I completely understand. I think I heard someone say or comment on Facebook that they, like, fuck, we had to open. So I think there was probably... Oh, on Instagram, yeah. Was on Instagram? Okay. So that they were, um, uh, you know, I'm sure there was a ton of money going into that thing. We were just talking about it. Um, so, of course, they want to start to see a return on their investment and get people in the door. 
even if the beer isn't quite up to scratch, it's like, to, to me, this is everything. I've been begging for this place to open, dude. Like, all of our content, I've been like, we need a bar Canada in Montreal. There's yes. a reason they can sell out every time. There's a reason why you can't get haze after a day or two, 24 to 48 hours at last in any depth and it's gone, whether it's the Boreal stuff, um, whatever, anytime there's any hype stuff. So these guys, Vincent said, and this is what I love, he said he only going to do IPAs, like Hazy IPA in New England. They're doing some sours and they're going to do some barrel aid barrel-aid stuff, stouts. And I, we asked him he's going to do a Pilsner and he said yes. Oh, so cool. that's that's it. He said no brown ales, no red ales, no none he's of that He's only going to do, he said uh, other people do that really well. Yeah. It was a respectful thing. Stick yeah. to what I to do this. Well. And I'm like, that's basically the things that I drink. So I'm like, thank you. So I there's no lactose you. in this. No lactose in this one. Lactose. No, uh, I, uh, but I, I feel like they're the type that they're going to do. I didn't ask them about lactose, but I feel like they will. I think they will. I feel like they will. So thank you so much for bringing this. Now this was from the first week. That's correct. So now it is officially almost four weeks old. Yeah. So, we'll so see. this was uh, a can that um, people were saying were a little was a little green still, um, being that it's four weeks old. I did even hear that after say um, a week, it had improved. So, and, and look, that's not even saying in any shape or form that it was, that it was bad. It was just like, it just seemed a little early because some people like their IPAs. Um, getting these eyes not too bad. I'm all about a quality, man. I, I like it. Thank you so much. I appreciate Color's it. Color is beautiful. Color is great. Milky nice haze. And, nice and haze. Yep. By the way, this is, so this is a double dry hopped uh, IPA at 6%. I'm not particularly sure what the hops are. No, I remember there's a bunch, there's three of them. I can't remember. Three? Oh, smell great. Yeah. Really tropical, yeah, yeah, really yeah. fruity. Yeah, the color is beautiful. Cheers. All right, mate. Cheers. Get in ya. Okay. So it's definitely improved. See that, like... Right in the it's, back. It's chalky. Yeah. yeah. Real chalky. This is very um, Burlington beer color. Like, okay. very much like their IPAs. I know that they made a bunch of trips down into Vermont. Oh, yeah. He said that's, that's what, what he's completely inspired by. That's why I'm so happy it's here. It makes so much sense. Babe, do you want to try this? Because you haven't tried it yet. That's good. Mm. This is... This is definitely like, I feel like it's improved a bit. I feel like they're, it's still a little bit, I guess, like acidy, stingy in the back. Yeah, but I like, man, the, it's early days. This is why, I like, think, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel like this is like, I, I told him, I thought, bro, because I already I knew him. I was like, dude, whenever you're ready to do a podcast, he's like, I'm crazy right now trying to keep up. But like, I was like, look, and I hit him up. So, like, yo, just let me know I'm here. So, I'm happy that he didn't want to do it right now because. Tiff, I was going to hit them up before I knew that it was him. And she was like, oh, just... Give them time. Yeah. Just, just see. Go see. So I went down. I had a friend who works at Dominion City, excuse me, from in Ottawa, and he came down. So I was like, dude, there's this new brewery. Like, let's go. So we went, and that's when I realized it's so everybody. And, like, ah, and I drank everything they had. And I was like, all right, this is what everyone said about them. We seemed accurate. They need a little more time. But from what I can see, the potential is insane. Is mm. Bar Canada level insane? Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm so. Th but this is fantastic. This is a great beer. Proud of the boys. Yeah, yeah man. I'm. I'm just. Yeah. I, I think it's really dope. I think it was like ballsy in a Quebec scene that is a little more traditional overall. If but everyone wants these, but no one will admit it. Yeah, and that's the thing. Why that, do you think that? Because Quebec is uh, a little sometimes stuck in their ways, and brewers have told me that. And then some of them who are frustrated with that, with the scene, some of them who are the ones that are stuck in their ways are very self-aware that they are. Look, man, we just like saisons, and well, it's like a heavy saison market. Yeah, yeah. it's my for one of my least favorite styles to yeah. be honest. So like, I don't really go out. If I'm honest, I don't go out in Montreal for beer. I, as you've seen, I bring beer from everywhere else, <laughs> um, and I would go here and I'll buy beer or whatever if mm -hmm. I need to, and that's kind of 
how I would drink because I know I can't get this. Mm-hmm. But now there's Masorum now. And unfortunately, it's only open, went from one to two days now. So that's a good sign. That's correct. But if I'm going to go out, I'd probably just wait till Friday or Saturday and go there. From it's going to open. It's going to open. Everyone should go check it out. Yeah. yeah and uh, it's just in, uh, is it Point St. Charles or is it? It's south. And, it's, uh, no, it's not. Just over the, it's Point, Point, Chil- Point, Point St. Charles. Charles. Yeah, so it's, it's south of the canal. Yes, just yeah. over the canal from, uh, like, not too far from St. Ambois, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's a little bit closer to Montreal than St. Ambois. Yes, on the opposite side. On the other side, and there's, like, a little bridge and stuff yeah. there. Um, pretty close. It wasn't too expensive in an Uber from downtown or whatever. Yeah, yeah and it's totally you walkable. You could walk from my From St. St. Henry. Or St. Henry? Yeah. Oh, that's where yeah, it is. Yeah, 18-minute walk or something from St. Henry. That's not bad. No, it's really not bad. Yeah, it'd be a little rough in the winter, then you just yeah. jump in an Uber. Yeah. In summer, mate, we've got another two month, month and a bit, probably, so... Yes. You know, it's no. I'm just so happy that that they that they came out, and then they're all super cool. Everyone's super cool, so I'm excited to see what they do. Um, <clears throat> did you when you went there on the weekend? Did you try the sour IPA? I did. Was it? How was it? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I liked that it was boozy a little bit. What was it? It was a seven percent, seven point two. Okay. And it's not too sour. It's still tropical. I, yep. I really enjoyed it, yeah. So when I was there, your boy Dom, who yeah. was your session bassist for... That's right, Dom, Dom Grimaldi. <clears throat> Shout out to Dom. Uh, he went out back and he gave us a sample of their... He said it was a dry hop sour, so I wasn't sure if it was a sour IPA or if it was that, because it kind of tasted like Jelly King, like Bellwood's Jelly King. Okay, so that's probably that one. Yeah? Did that taste it's like Jelly King? Say, say, I don't know, Jelly King. Say Magician or something is what it's called. Yeah, yeah, like a Magician yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they, they're... they're on the can, it says it's a sour IPA. Yeah, sour, but yeah. I swear, and I might be mistaken, he might have been drunk, I might have been drunk. He positioned it as a sour, sour, a dry hop, a hop sour. A hoppy sour. Yeah, yeah. which is kind of what it tasted like more to me. Yeah. But then it could have, it, it looked like I don't like really like sour IPAs. Yeah, I would probably. I'm sort of where I'm annoyed of them. Because <laughs> everyone's making them here. And yeah? I don't know. Yeah. But that's probably the Quebec thing again, yeah. that they're doing that. So I like... Coming back to that point, which is a valid question, like why why Quebec like this? I think they're very just like Ontario was very traditional English styles. When we got into beer, so we did the three sixty five days of beer in two thousand eleven. At that time, everything was like brown ales, mm-hmm. porters, amber, blonde, not even lagers, like mm-hmm. very traditional standard stuff. And it wasn't weird. And then Belgian stuff occasionally, but you really no one locally was really making it. You got Belgian, that was kind of it here from my understanding it's Belgian inspired, Belgian inspired but yeah. also then you got the Belgian beers and because of that French connection one would assume that that's the reason that, that carried through to all of what they were doing uh, and I think some sort of myopia and sort of like <clears throat> inward looking which I find brewers do and it's not intentional because it's, it's so much time involved and they're just head down working they're not traveling they're not drinking a lot of other stuff and they're just doing their shit that they plan to do and they didn't really evolve with the scene evolve with the yeah. scene exactly and then you know and then I'm telling people like I, but a lot of brewers are just like yeah I don't like that I don't like it or they've gone and like made New England and they look they're clear mm-hmm. and they're not they're like weird uh, brown yeah, yeah, yeah just like they're not not true to the style because they don't care the worst New England I ever had from Quebec was from the the Trois it was a Christmas New England IPA. What, so spiced? It was spiced. Oh, gosh. It was like brown, murky water. It was really, really bad. Oh, guys. that sucks. <laughs> I met the dude, actually, one East. He's the main head brewer yeah, there. I'm sorry, oh, no, sorry. I haven't, we haven't, I've been trying to interview him, yeah. but they have a production facility, I think, near uh, Marche Central up there. Um, 
I think they mean hit or miss with some of their extras. I think they're still figuring it out because I think they have had recipes come in from France because mm-hmm. the French chain, I guess, and they're figuring it out. They did. We we bumped into. I met him at a Mondial last year. I knew he was from the podcast. Like, oh, let me show you some stuff. I'm like, all right, cool. And they had a bunch of milkshakes. I think one of them was good. The other was that's true. Just, they did a milkshake IPA. They that. did a few of them. Like yeah. a pineapple one, and there was another one. I forgot what it was. But raspberry? It, no, it was a grapefruit. Grapefruit milkshake. Oh, no, no, maybe it was just a grapefruit IPA. Really? Yeah, that was probably sound, two years ago. Yeah, right. Yeah. I think they can nail it, but I don't think they always do. And I think there's only certain ones that have the not seasonal, just short, small batch. That's stuff. correct. Yeah, they have like each uh, circumstance, each uh, like establishment. Yeah, does their has own their own craft. The how it works. Yeah, like the house, like right. craft beer. Okay. Know. He was telling us that they're canning now at this production facility. They are doing cans. At the time, he's like, I'll get you guys up there for the interview when we start canning. And I followed up with him a few times. I think he was a little shy. Okay. Um, but yeah, they were definitely hit and miss. And I think they're sort of aware that it's like, then a lot of breweries here are just not set up for innovation. Mm. that makes sense I feel like they 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 do things but they do things in their wheelhouse and they won't really steer out of it which is good and bad I guess which is why Montreal needed a Masorum type brewery because there's just nothing here that exists and I, I still come down to like if the haze cans from out of town whether it's well, I guess if they're cans from Quebec but whatever whether it's Boreal from the North Shore or, or Gatineau from Bar Canada stuff it's selling out like that every time it says something to the taste of the market. Absolutely. And if there's a line of 100 people on the third week, I think the second week had a line. I got there in the afternoon. So I think it sold out on the Sunday, like at 10 in the no, morning or something. Uh, or no, the, no, one of them, week, no, one them saw it on the day. I, I was watching, following the stories and like sold out on the day and there was, it was they like had four cases left on yeah. Sunday. Yeah, crazy. Which is nuts, right? Yeah. But I think it just says that's where the, the tastes are going and as well, the number one tourism, I believe, for Vermont, particularly Burlington, is from Quebec. It's beer too. Oh, <laughs> um, who told us that, Ben? Um, we were there like two, three weeks ago. Someone told us they were like the top three tourism in Vermont. Uh, Vermont. Was... Uh, at the gravity. Oh, zero gravity. There Two you go. people actually told us. They told us that? Number yeah. one is skiing. Number No, number one is lift, ski lift passes. Number two is anything surrounding skiing and like lodging. Third is craft beer. Wow. So essentially, second is craft beer because those two are one of the and same. It's linked. Yeah. So... And they're all Quebecois people. I had the brewer for this next beer we're going to do from Green Empire. We interviewed them. And he was like, oh, man, like, I want to learn French. Because when we do, they do the farmer's market and they do festivals. Because when the Quebec people come and they're, like, stuttering over the English, he wants to be able to say to them, hey, no worries. This is an IPA. This is the flavors. Yeah, and yeah, if you yeah. like, you can actually take a four-pack back because but these are the limits or whatever. He, and he said that to me. This is an American saying he mm-hmm. wants to speak French because of that. And I feel like Americans are usually like, oh, fuck that. So but Vermont is different. Vermont is not <laughs> America. Vermont yeah. is basically Canada. We should just merge. We have a, I, think, I feel like just Montreal or at least Quebec and uh, Vermont should just become a <laughs> self-sustaining little entity or Be, something. A little beer creating. Oh, can you imagine? We've got all the fire food here and stuff. All the like the cheese. There's decent enough wine. Yes. Uh, maple. Ooh, farm to table stuff. Ooh, stop it. <laughs> but yeah, so there's like, it's, it's a huge thing, right? So if, if Quebec folks, I know some people that I follow online that there's this one dude specifically. Shout out to Louis Philippe. He's amazing. This dude, I thought, I, I don't know really anybody who's drank more unique beers than me. This guy's had double what I've had. And every single beer I've had, he has, he's checked into it. And there's a comment. Every beer festival, he's there. Every time, every weekend, I swear they go to a phone and they go to everything, every release, every weekend. It's the dedication. And he's not 
overweight. It's amazing. He's got, <laughs> he's a miracle human. But, <laughs> and just for the amount of stuff, like that's what they do. And he's a francophone, and I know some of his friends and stuff, and they they do it all the time. So, if they're going to Vermont and spending all that money that could have been spent locally, mm-hmm. I mean, this is hopefully going to be a part of that, and hopefully attract more brewers from Vermont. What I've been trying to do in out, and then you're gonna see this as you start to get into the beer world more with your interviews is that I'm trying to leverage my network to be like, all right, I want to be a connector. Who do you need to know? Yes. Oh, because it's men. That's benefit. what podcasting is. It's just connections. Connecting. Yeah. And, and like, if we can connect, say, brewers out there, I'm like, oh man, you need to come up and do some collabs. Please come up and do some collabs for us because we can drink it there because the laws are ridiculous. Yes. And trying to encourage uh, some sort of cross-border collabs and stuff like that, both sides of the game, to just really get it. Because I feel like they all visit, but no one's really collaborating. Yeah, I agree. Have yeah. you noticed that? Yes, like, absolutely. I just feel like there's, yeah. there's not a ton. So I feel like as time goes and as you sort of travel more and you interview people and stuff, um, I think that's something that we can contribute. We can give that back to the community as podcasters who talk to these people. That's like a, you know, a gift that we're able to provide. I think it's kind of dope. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, always keep checking make sure it's recording yes I yes right? I'm always paranoid <laughs> as hell um, mm. yeah I'm really enjoying this now it's good so it's like I feel like with, with this stuff it hits you at first this is certainly a lot more um, softer mm-hmm. than it was um, but it's like the more you drink that's it's like well, you kind of me like too but I agree with that yeah yeah, 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 yeah sure, right? it's just good like that it's definitely drinkable oh okay, I can drink uh, quite a few of them yeah. Oh, for sure. And this is only what? What was it? Sorry, six, six point five. I want to six five. Yeah. So this one's a, an IPA. When I went, they had two pale ales, two IPAs, and one of the other ones you brought was one of the new ones, which is a uh, we do that double after this, the double IPA. Yes. Um, was that one which was is sneaky? Yeah. Eight point five percent. It's uh, but you don't taste it. No. But by the end of it, you feel it. You feel it a little yeah. bit like yeah. you're splitting all these guys. Yes. It. <laughs> it's a nice uh, warm Wednesday. It's uh, yes. It's good for it. Um, yeah. No, this is super dope, man. So are you? So I guess for the aim for for the podcast, like what what do you where do you see it going? Do you want to sort of? You, you seem to. We were talking earlier. You're going to go to um, Chambly. I am. Yeah, Savar. I'm going to be there for my first time uh, at a beer fest. So I'm going to hang out with some brewers. I want to introduce myself to a bunch of brewers. Nice. I start interviewing them, and then get the like the opposite spectrum versus the are you a craft beer head nerd? Right. Like, what is your metal band? Like, do you like metal? <laughs> And then, like, uh, what if you do no metal, what is metal, the metal that you do know? And get, like, that sort of funny spin on uh, the Vox and Hops interviews. Right. And just uh, to get to know brewers, and I want to, like, get some products to share with my guests and showcase uh, some some of the great Quebec beers that we have with uh, the metal artists coming through Montreal. Right. So it's yeah. still going to be primarily a focus on the on the artists is still kind of where you see it going mostly? Yeah, yeah. I want to just interview bigger and bigger artists right. and... Uh, Hopefully through my connection with Eventco, through Heavy Montreal, I'll be able up. to start interviewing like artists, like big, big artists is what I'm looking who's for. The, who's goals for you? Who are we oh, talking? Um, anyone, you know, like Kiss came through town. And I saw that. Okay, so it doesn't have to be metal, metal. Well, just, I mean, it's, it's a big, um, you know, metal's like a, a big umbrella. If it wasn't is for like, Kiss, you know, there wouldn't have been some metal bands for sure because everyone's inspired by someone. So right. I so see like it that way. Anything like Metallica and like yeah, stuff like that. Sick, yeah, yeah. Then most of them don't drink anymore. So that. Oh, yeah. There's also that too. I, I interview people and they don't drink. Because so. they've gone so hard in their early lives. Yes. And yes. Themselves and so I've done a few oh, like wow. non-alcoholic interviews. Do you bring non-alcoholic beers? Non-alcohol beers, beers is what yeah. I mean. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah. What do you do? Like with Buck Ale? I bought Buck Ale, exactly. Nice. Yeah. 
I, are they cool with that? Because uh, some people don't five. do it. Yeah, because like some people, he had been sober for over twenty five years. So he didn't even want to risk. He was okay. No, he was okay. He drank the buck ale. Was, I had spoken didn't about he it beforehand. Point zero five. Yeah, yeah, he knows. Yeah. yeah, he's like, no, yeah, he's, he's essentially okay non-existent. Yeah. Oh, because they're worried about the taste, getting the taste for it. Is that the concern, or was it more Some people like, are just worried about the taste, and it might just spiral them out. Yeah. <laughs> I offered to do kombucha. Hey, There's like a hoppy kombucha that's out there. Oh, which, is that the V, V-I one? I think it is, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that would have fallen under my, you know, my standards of it being okay. Right. There is one that's interview at Heavy Montreal that I offered the guy a beer, and he doesn't drink. Mm-hmm. So we didn't drink one. And then another one, but then he ended up saying that he ends up cooking with beer. So I ended so up like, playing with that. Like, what is your recipes? And ah, cause you still want to, okay. So you're still trying to tie beer into the yes, interview yes. in some shape or form, yes. but then also kind of focus on his life and the music and nice. tour, tour stories. And okay. And then there was a guy that just didn't want a beer, but he happened to know like a whole bunch about craft beer from the States. Okay. And I was like, you should have drank a beer. Like, <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? Are they usually Americans, I guess, or are they kind of from That America? was uh, from Heavy Montreal there, though those people happen to be American. Yeah. Right, so they know what's yeah. up. Do you have like an ultimate, like, if you could interview someone, like who is like your number one? Well, Dave, Dave Woody was my, my number one from Municipal Waste, but I yep. just did him, so okay. I'm stoked about that. That's dope. There's, um, the sky is the limit. I just want to sit down and talk to people. It'd be cool to talk to someone like from Slipknot, from, you know, I'm a huge... Uh, Tool fan, right? If I could ever get Maynard, I know he's more into wine, but you know, yeah, he has a winery, didn't he? He does, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. I'd love to chat with him. Mike Patton would be, yeah, of course, he's the guy. Super, super cool. When Mr. Bungle's doing that reunion, yeah, I didn't get tickets, but no, it's okay. crazy. So yeah. that band does people care about that band, yeah? Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, I did, I'm so I'm just a little out of the loop. Then. And I, anyone, I, you know, Slayer would have been super cool, but they weren't doing interviews and right. Yeah. Interesting. Sky's the limit. I just want to sit down and hang and with, connect with the most they, amount of people. Just musicians who are doing it. Yeah, big musicians like, or like record execs or anyone sort of in the in, in the, the industry. Game yeah, I've done like sound man. I've done engineers. I've done uh, right. a merch guy. I've done. Okay, yeah, yeah. so that's dope. I'd love to get Cannibal Corpse too. Someone yes. from Cannibal Corpse Actually, would be sick. Yeah. Or Obituary. I know you guys. I'd love to talk one of you. They're okay. coming to Montreal soon. Make, All that, right. make that happen. Make that happen. Get get happen. Nick on the phone. I know. No, I know them. I know. I'm gonna you know already? Yeah. Um. So, in high school, I was, like, the token rap dude, and all my friends were metalheads, but they were listening to, like, the Norwegian black metal stuff, oh, like Satyricon. Yeah. yeah, 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 I played um, them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's, yeah. The, what's the other dude? There was a guy, Devin Townsend, a strappy young lad. Yeah, I love him. Um, yeah. And they were, like, they used to, and this is why I'm just curious, this is sort of, like, coming back to the earlier thing about people being funny about, like, lyrics or technical stuff, they used to, like make fun of like the silver chair guitar solos because they were like like super simple yes whereas like it's the elitist right so but then you're just telling me i mean maybe because you're not 16 but you listen from the whole spectrum from like kiss to yeah yeah, i listen to all kinds of music okay so there's no like uh um i guess i have no context for the metalheads what from the dudes i knew were like if yeah. it's not like going to punch you in the face, they're not interested. Well, maybe when I was young, I was a bit more like that. But as I've grown, it's sort of evolved and appreciated the yeah, intricacies. Yeah, you know, there's, the... there's always time for everything. And I used to ask this question on the podcast. I'm like, do you have any guilty vices? And everyone would always say the same thing. Is like, you know, I like it. I'm, there's nothing wrong with liking something. I have that question for so, so I just like stopped asking that question. And uh, it's the same thing. I listen to a lot of post rock, which is very close to like uh, movie movie soundtracks. 
which is post rock. Post rock, which okay. is like uh, Godspeed, New Black Emperor, which is from okay. Montreal. Yeah, it's probably one of the, the Godfathers of post rock. Mogwai, uh, Cigarettes. Uh, oh, Radiohead is sort of false. Oh, okay. It's not post rock, but there's moments of it that is. And huh. I like electronic music. I've yeah. really gotten to that through the synth wave movement, dark synth wave, if I can specify, like uh, G.O.S.T. Ghost, right. uh, Perturbator, Carpenter Brute. Uh, I like Ghosts, which is metal, mm -hmm. but it's very close to Kiss. Okay. And ABBA. <laughs> right. I don't which like ABBA, but Ghost is heavily inspired it, by ABBA. Okay. And I like, uh, you know, the, 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 a lot of brutal stuff, like uh, right now, what was that album? Is it now that I'm here? I can't remember it. Doesn't matter. Right. He's like, yeah. So, okay. So to clarify, this is more for me. I don't know if people already know this then. Because I'm always like, I don't know how to uh, classify. Cl classify the different bands. So I said, like, what would you call, say, like Alexis on Fire? They're like hard rock or like... They're like a screamo. Screamo. Because they've got Dallas. But, 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 Dallas then, but then they've gotten more hard rock. Probably right, later, so later in the slowing down, yeah, so yeah. earlier stuff was a bit harder. Yeah. Okay, so then we were talking about this last time. Like one of my favorite bands was uh, two of them were Born of Osiris and Pale right. Maya. Yeah. How would you? What, what would you call them? They're like uh, melodic, almost like they're, they're, there's moments of technical gent, but it's it's like just like putting a bunch of categories together nowadays. Everyone's just like so there's no stealing, ways. and it's a big melding pot. It's all metal, but it's all just being classified into different little groups. Interesting. Like right now, there's a huge like tech death scene going on in Quebec. And what's that? Mean? There's like Beyond Creation, which is from here, uh, first fragment, that are just like it's like technical, but then it's like super melodic at certain moments. No okay. clean vocals, but just like huge guitar solos. Very um, everyone is like a proficient musician at their at their instrument, and uh, you know these bands like Obscura. Uh, Beyond Creation, and these shows are huge, and people hmm. are love this thing right now more, more okay. than death metal obviously. so the classifying thing is that kind of unnecessary i think it's just it's like a nerdism it's 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 okay. a metal elitism because at, at, at the most just just putting things you have to have things into categories so that you can understand them so that right. you know what to like yeah you're right as far as what to like but it's almost like say what what's cryptopsy then what would you call that if you i'm saying this is like it depends like, on the it depends on the era the modern era would be so like modern like, tech death tech death so what but we're not even tech death really we're like modern extreme we, we, we sort of got to the point where my drummer said that we're extreme music which that's is it's extreme music yeah. like super kind of like yeah out of the norm everything's which is also like, what morbid angel says too so we're not original yeah okay so then say something like uh who's gonna say um you're not asking alexandria I know, yeah, I know the name, but I couldn't tell you. It was okay, so like that's I, more melodic. Yeah, it's super melodic because he does some clean, yeah. but then he does the guttural screams, yeah. but then he does the high screams, and then yeah. and the changes. And to me, that was like, yo, like you can do all three of that shit. Like, yeah, that's crazy. It's hard. Yeah. It's do you hard. do the? Do you ever do clean stuff? I actually am a clean trained singer. I was trained uh, to sing for Le Cirque du Soleil. No shit. Was my singing teacher's goal for me, okay. and I should have listened because. Uh, <laughs> Hey man, I'd be I'd be making more coin, <laughs> but uh, the the metal called, of course, and uh, I can still sing. And on that first Cryptopsy record, there was actually clean vocals. Okay, and uh, that was in two thousand and eight when it came out, and it was received very poorly, very <laughs> like, very you know poorly. What? More brutal, more brutal. Just stay true to the sound. Okay. And then nowadays, like there's a bunch of bands that are incorporating clean vocals in death metal bands. Right. That it's just happening all the time now. How do you feel about that? 
I, I personally love it. Like this new, the band I was trying to remember before, Shadow of Intent, just dropped yeah. probably like one of the best albums of the year last week. And there's a bunch of clean vocals in it. And I was like, I couldn't believe it. My guitarist produced it. Uh, no Christian way. Donaldson. Yeah, yeah. Because he produces bands. Right. And, uh, you know, there's Cattle Decapitation that has clean vocals, which are not clean. They're screechy old lady vocals. But there's okay. a chorus. And there's like death metal guys singing this chorus. So like, it's evolved a lot. Uh, and to be able to do all these voices is, is a lot of work uh, on your diaphragm. You gotta stay in shape. You got I can't get drunk before I play because I forget all the words. Right. I can have a few beers, but I can't be drunk on stage. I, I've learned that. Yeah. In the I hard way. Yeah. Hell no. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So, I guess like, do you want? Are you trying to maybe do more clean I, stuff? I don't think Cryptopsy will ever have clean vocals again. Not again. After okay. after the backlash that we received. And right. What if you did? Okay, this is a weird thing for that. I'm even just thinking because right, like in my genre, we do people feature on mm-hmm. each other's stuff. So if you did a feature on someone else's stuff, say and we did a song, you yes. did a, could you do a hook on a hip hop? Absolutely, yeah. Would that yeah. sound? And that you could do it. Like, I'd be fine with that. Yeah, and I could do a hook on someone else's metal song, and and it would be cool. I would be. Could cool. people do that? Yeah. People do do, do that. Sick. There's a guy, Andy Thomas, Vox and Hops alumni hey. from Black Crown Initiate, who did clean vocals on uh, Rivers of Niles. Also, Vox and Hops Who hasn't been on that? Jeez. All my friends. Yeah, yeah. It's easy for me because right. I just. He's like, I don't I, know. I, I know say, you're hey, right. dude, you're in town. You want to yeah. hang out, drink a beer, and, and like, bam, bam. We'll do a podcast? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, cool. So it's like a. There is a circle of collaboration that's happening more and more now. Okay, so it wouldn't be. I guess I'm just trying to understand the culture and how the, the interpretation. Of I think it, it's getting a bit wider. People are starting to relax a bit. Especially the, the younger generation. We sort of, we sort of the, the older purists. I like true. No, no, no. Want what they want. Gotcha. You know, it's like those people that don't, oh, yeah, I know. don't exactly. like the hazy IPAs. They yeah. want keep, keep, keep my make IPAs, IPAs clear again. Exactly. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> that makes me sick. Um, so, you, if you would you be, would your fans or fans of Cryptopsy be mad at you if you did a clean feature on someone else's song? No, no. Maybe if I did like a hip hop thing and it got out, that would maybe. But I, as long as I believe in it and I stand by it then I think that they, they can't they can't fault me right right you know what I mean interesting just trying to give it a little bit of a rinse I'm going to follow suit you know what I'm gonna, saying I'm going to follow Craig's Got expertisms I uh one expertise. criticism expertise even I like expertism it's nice <laughs> if um I've had people criticize us before when we're doing the beer mail videos because what we used to do which is dumb I used to like say I'd have a, a bunch of beers and I'd pour yes. that much in and I'd I judge it off that and then I just pour straight in yes. and people are like dude you can't do this and now I pour the full beer in a glass and I'll take the few sips and went down next one. I've seen that yeah, yeah. so it's like because people gave me shit and I was like that would play yeah what yeah. Is, what's up yeah. sometimes okay I try to listen to to what people say but sometimes you sort of have to just you know, do your own thing as well but I mean I don't you know once again I guess it's more purist so the next beer we're going to do this is Green Empire's side business IPA 7% about the same uh, ABV um, it's dripping, mate. Yeah, these guys are super dope. This was episode 150, actually. I, I find it baffling that you seem to remember the episode names. Yes. I got a little bit OCD. Yeah, so I remember some really, stuff. Really? Because I can't remember. I don't remember anything. What episodes people Do you, were. Do you know, I think why, potentially for you, my theory is we we're talking earlier and we we're like, oh, yeah, what episode is the one that we did? You're like, oh, I don't know yet because we're going to do it. And I think that's why. Okay. When I record, if you notice at the start, I'm like, welcome to episode whatever. Yes. 152 is this yes. one. But I had a thing where, like, um, Scott, my friend, was like, Smell this one. Yeah. A little less hazy than I thought. 
Because uh, when we drank them uh, with the podcast, they we had these like tiny little um, taste glasses, glasses yeah. that we were all sort of doing it. So I actually haven't even had because we've been so crazy trying to catch up with all the beer mails I had to do. I haven't even had time to enjoy the beer, so I wanted to make sure I showcased them here. So this is seven percent uh, IPA. It was a little dank, actually. I like it. Yeah, yeah this is their flagship. They said, "Cheers, hey, get in here. Cheers." I like that. Get it in you. All right. Nice, definitely. So it's more beer. balanced. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's smoother. Definitely smooth, but I like that it's completely yeah. different to the uh, L'Enfer there. It's a little bit of the 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 burn thing right at the end, mm. like the, the sip there, but a touch, right? But different. Wait, wait. This is hundred percent more. Um, definitely a dank beer. I didn't realize. Nice. Yeah, they had. Uh, we had four different different beers from them. I thought this was the key one to put mm. now. Really good. Just, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Super impressed. Um, Take notes, Quebec. Right, God damn it! Well, they get it. That's why. That's what the storm's doing. They go down to Vermont and they're doing it. Yeah, these guys. We actually, we strangely, we interviewed a um, a cider, really maker called Stowe Cider in Stowe, Vermont, which yeah. is the Alchemist. Um, they reached out. I think it was. I think it was last year, maybe twenty seventeen. I don't even know. And they were like, I was like, oh, do we do cider? Like, because we did one winery, and the winery called Rosewood in um, Niagara it was episode seventy. They are the gods, the best wine I've ever had in my entire life. They collaborate with a lot of breweries, so they send the must or the. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. They they're also a honey maker, so they send the Niagara honey and stuff. Um, so we did them. We did the cider company. They had a growler from these guys. I think before they were canning, they have a. Uh, I thought I'd bust out the high ABV. They have a hemp pale ale called uh, chill session so they had that I was like okay so I kept an eye on them and I was in Vermont when we were there I reached out to a bunch of breweries and people weren't really getting back to me and we're in a store and I saw their, their cans I was gonna hit them up but I was like oh, like I don't want to hit up 13 people at once in case someone got back to me yes. and trying to just do a couple at a time and um, I saw the cans I'm like damn these look sick I'm like straight away hit them up and then five minutes later he hit me back I'm like boom tomorrow let's do it so I was very impressed that was super cool they're about to open a tasting room um, yeah, man, you're going to love them all, dude. I have to. You're going to lose your mind. Yeah. Um, As the kids get older dope. and I can escape for longer. Yeah, right? Two, yeah. You got two kids. Two kids. Two yeah. kids? Three and one. Three. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. So it's yeah. early days. That's right. I mean, you could take them down there. No, no, I definitely can't. Yeah. But I guess it would probably be. And, and look, to be fair, a lot of Vermont is very dog and child friendly, yep. for sure. Tiff, would you agree with that? Definitely. Yeah. They're very, like, it's life. Like it's like Colorado. Yeah. Colorado. Oh, Colorado. Yeah. So happy when I see Denver. <sighs> Roll up on my tour dates. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, it's the best. It's such a... I'm glad you feel this. I'm, I'm sure as a beer dude, you must be just like... Because there's no I've way heard you San would Diego is another yeah, one. Yeah. I was about to say, San yeah. Diego is very yeah. dog. Everybody has a dog. If you don't have a dog, you're weird. <laughs> um, San Diego and the beer. Have you spent time there? With no, just, the just a gig. Yeah. Yeah, just gig a and gig. Yeah. Have you had... Pizza Port would be Pizza one. Port is great. Yeah. 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 Um, have you had that opportunity where you did the thing where you were walking distance from the venue no not yet. yet no 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 Next but I, I know the, the guitarist of uh, Cattle Decapitation uh, Bell who's a Vox and Ops alumni yeah. of course <laughs> everybody is <laughs> used to work for Pizza Port so right yeah. so he knows what's up yeah yeah Pizza Port are great I've only had a few beers from them but man you can't go wrong with San Diego mm -hmm. everything there is fire all their uh, what would be the, like the, the big meccas there would be San Diego San Diego uh, Denver Denver uh, Portland, Oregon. Yes. Uh, on the yes. on the west coast, or mean? just in general. Or in general. In the States, so yeah. though Denver, yeah, Portland, San Diego. Uh, surprisingly, LA is exceptional. Really, I only had Ooh. Angel, Angel City. Someone Angel brought City. me some, some Angel That's City. That's the I didn't even try them because they're like the. It seemed very ordinary. Yeah. From what I had. Yeah. I, I, 
I want to say I've heard them spoken well of, but I think they're like more OGs. So they're mm-hmm. just like they establish things. Mm-hmm. So they're respected. But there's like Monkish is out there. Okay. Um, things like that. Uh, Denver, where else are we thinking? Um, Massachusetts. Yeah, Boston for sure. Burlington, Vermont. Portland, yes. Maine. Yes. Uh, Portland, really, Maine too. Okay. Yeah, with everything's at Bizzle Brothers, uh, uh, Allagash for all the Belgian yes. stuff. Yes. Um, what else was there? Uh, we were just in Virginia. We did a tourism. So we work with tourism offices. Yes. We work with them. So cool. It's a dope way to be able to travel because, yes. I mean, you get essentially your travel covered for that. That's a way, our way to do it with the beer stuff. Uh, we were just in Virginia. Virginia was crazy. Richmond was out of control. Really, I could yeah. not believe. I've only ever played Richmond once. Yeah, yeah. it's dude. If you go back there, I'll I'll give you all of it. It's it's insane. I'm so impressed with Richmond. I wish we spent more time there. Everything was always a blur. That's the only problem with the tourism trips. It's like it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you guys seem to drink a lot too. I don't know if you actually finish all your beers. Everyone. Yeah. I don't know. People ask me that all the time. Like, nah, you can just drink this and pour it out. I'm like, I can't. Yeah, it's disrespectful too. One, it's disrespectful. Two, I'm very grateful. Like, I understand that I have a surplus of beer because of what we're doing here, and I'm not. uh, I don't. It is. It is is very impressive. It's out of. It's ridiculous. (laughs) That's why I'm glad you're here, so we can get through some beers. (laughs) Tiffany is very happy that you're helping us uh, knock through a bunch. But like, yeah, it's really hard. It's uh, it's hard to keep up. No, sorry, it's. I, okay, so if you go to a brewery, when you start interviewing brewers, they'll be like this. Like, we went to Casey. Are you familiar with Casey Brewery? No. Casey, no. Uh, one of the, I would argue, they do only barrels, a blendery, essentially. Ooh. He just started making his own love. He's a hip-hop dude, too, which blew my mind. All his fermenters were named after rappers, like See, Rakim cool. and q Like, in the back. In the back. Because you have to cool. name them all, and they were all rappers yeah. and produced Pete Rock or whatever. That's dope. funny. Yeah. Um, They're producers. Producers which and rappers. Which is funny. Okay. It's even better. It'd be oh. even funny if it was all producers. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you say. That's what you say. So, he was a, a dude from uh, I want to say somewhere in Ontario and his family moved to Colorado so we stayed out there we did it we kind of fit it in he was a big deal he does uh, like because it's all blended and it's all barrel aids like that world is like the lambic kind of people mm-hmm. who are like fetishize this shit um, we drank with him and I was so excited to be there and have some of his time he was say we'd, we'd drink we had like four bottles they were caught 750s so we'd drink them between the three of us bam bam pour them say so he had this much left he just throw it out, get the next bottle, wash out the glass, throw that out, and then I was like, dude, he's like, that's funny about where I came from. I'm like, that was my one where I I, I couldn't even deal watching. I was like, oh, there's absolutely (laughs) no way. I, 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 Like, I, whilst I get it, I'm not going to participate in that behavior. The only time I ever drain pour is if it's like, I just, it's under, yeah, yeah, and it's not, I don't get bad beer generally, but if it's just something that I just can't do, like a lot of the Belgian stuff, there's some stuff I've had to just like, I can't do this. Like, I'm just not like It's just it. not for you. Yeah, like, you know, clovey uh, Belgian wits or like mm-hmm. wimpy ears and stuff like that, I can't fuck with. So I'll do that. And I, like, if I'm going to be honest, I'm the ones I would probably drain for, but I'm, you're not going to catch me drain for an ACIPA if it's good or no. anything like that. So that just, is my. Just to get your review and move on. Yeah, people have told me, one of my friends, shouts to Noah from Beerers, and he is a, one of the Quebec's. I just, prominent. I just you met know, you. You met Noah? Yeah. Oh, at, shit. Because he was at that. He was yeah. telling me about you. Yes. Yeah. So Noah was like, one of my, I speak to him literally every day. He's the fucking man. Uh, you should totally have him on as well. He's I've asked a, him to. Yeah, good, good, yeah. good. I told him about it. I said, dude, trust me, man. He's the fucking dude. Um, he is... So he always tells me to do that. Because he, he's the... He gets, he gets a lot of more than, more yeah. than Way more than me, even. Like, he's like the... He told G. me he's like friends and like, go pick it up for him. 
Yeah, because he yeah. lives in the bur- like deep burb. He lives in like Hill Perot. Yeah. yeah. And he's got a, he's got kids. It's kind of like a bit of strict schedule. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have the, a lot of freedom to get out and do it. So as people pick it up for him or he, uh, um, they send it to him or whatever. So that's what he would do. If he's not into it, he just, he's like, oh, man, just take it to do you sip, review it, and throw it. I'm like, fuck, bro. I'm like, no. I like beer, so. Same. I, I, like I want to drink it. Yeah. I don't want to waste it. That's why yeah. I was sorry, because I didn't drink for nine days. I need, this is the, Last night I had a beer, first time. That's why I canceled yes. on you last week. Apologies again. Okay. Um, wanted to be on my game. But uh, it was really nice to have that break. But the whole, dude, like the whole time I'm just, just thinking of this. I'm like, yeah. every time I open the fridge, I'm like, fuck. It's just like, fuck, I got so much do you work see, to do. do you see the beers as work too? Though? Yes, that's my problem now. Yeah. It's 100% of work. Yeah. Now, it's not not pleasurable. Do you go buy beer though? No, very rarely, if I'm going to be honest. Is there very a rarely. hype on something maybe? So if I went to Masorum, the reason I didn't buy when I went was because I tried them all and then I have this much right now. So mm-hmm. I was like, if I come home with beer, Tiffany's going to hit. like, <laughs> what are you doing? I traded my friend that I gave him double what he gave me intentionally so I could just take yes. it because I had like excess um, but like I do buy beer if it's hype so say if like yeah. Bar Canada do a drop or something yes. and I'm in Montreal because I've been yes. traveling so much like I bought a bunch we're in Virginia every podcast would let us go with a bunch yes um, we're in Vermont like you know Green Empire we're super um, generous and we got some other stuff from 14th Star they gave us some shit and like whatever but I, I didn't buy anything in Vermont but I oh no I went to foam and I bought we can actually have a foam beer have you had foam? I have never had a foam but I've heard many good things I've got I've got something there hot, love to, bless you yes. love to um, share that it's beautiful but they um, fuck, we have to drink faster we're talking so much I mean um, it's because I'm making you talk no too. it's okay I know I feel like it's your <laughs> podcast why am I talking um, the problem with the 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 excess is yeah so I feel like I'm sort of like conscious if I go and buy this I'm like oh I have to Four, if you're gonna buy four, I don't want four of anything. It's a commitment. Yeah, I don't yeah. want four of anything unless I'm trading. That's when I, when I went to Masorum, I was like, oh, what's yeah. the limit? Yeah. And because I'm like, he's like, oh no, he's like, how many do you want? And I said, well, what's the limit? He said, oh, well, three. And I was like, okay, three well, four packs. Yeah, but I was thinking three cans. And oh. I was like, okay, well, give me three. Oh, he comes with three, three cans. Four, I'm like, three, four packs. You're like, oh, I'll dude, take dude. one pack, dude. Yeah, relax. Jesus yeah. Christ. Because it's like, I don't know about you, how you consume the beer, because I review everything. I drink right? a lot like, of beer. So You drink a lot. I got to be careful yeah. of whatever. Oh, you're a beast. I like drinking beer. So liking yeah. and being a beast are different things. Are you a beast? Like, I'm a, I'm a lightweight, and I'm aware of my lightweightness. I'm a lightweight, but I'll keep drinking. <laughs> no, okay. I can go for quite a bit. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So you're good. Like that. I, Some I, people have I a do. Gift. I do tour. Where you have a choice. Yeah. 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 So it's all. Yeah. Okay. I'm not. I can do what I have. Like splitting everything. I'm good. If yeah. I was drinking the what I'm about to drink now, I'd be dead. Like it's always a problem. If this I would be a standard. Yeah. yeah I mean, three is not. Oh, all the ones that we're drinking tonight. We'll see how we are at the end of this. Yeah. No, I feel yeah. like it's going to be a problem. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be pretty tired <laughs> after this. I plan to to not do much tomorrow morning. Accordingly. No, absolutely not. Um, where yeah, where did you get the, the get it in you? When did that come out? I, I know it's like... So it's an Aussie thing, yeah? So it's like I didn't make you it You should make shirts with it on the back. You did. Did you? Okay. So good. if you go to uh, uh, the, our Teespring, if you search B-A-O-S and Teespring, T-double-E yeah. spring, um, that was a good, uh, good little segment. Yes, there. of course. Yeah. Uh, and then we can talk about it. We your planned about this then. before. Yeah, right. Actually, huh? marketers, right? <laughs> um, what we did was we have this store we told that does the drop shipping. So I got our guy. So Brewheads, the shirt I gave you there, has it's on the back. We see the label Brewheads. So he is our friend in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, who has a uh, craft beer, uh, I guess, merch brand where really? he just makes he makes merch for breweries, but he has his own kind of stuff. That's so cool. I started repping him in like 2013. He was sending me stuff as uh, the artist. 
talking about beer and stuff. So I did the song called Brewheads, which is our theme song because of his company. Oh, cool. And then he came up here and we shot a video before I was on the podcast. We hit up a bunch of breweries. They were like, yeah, you can film in here. And we filmed in a bunch around Montreal. We did like um, vice versa. We did Benelux. We did a homebrew shop because I have a, a verse about um, homebrewing. Um, uh, uh, brouhaha. Bunch yes. of places. Super cool. Um, so the I asked him he, he's the only person I can sort of trust who's a beer guy who's also a designer to be able to do it and so to get it in I don't even remember how it started oh we did 10 second beer reviews 10 so second on, beer from reviews. Snapchat so okay, Tiff cool. was like yo we should use Snapchat for something what the fuck are we going to use it for she's like oh we do 10 Tiff always has all the ideas so she's like do 10 second beer reviews so you hold it here I'm like I shall 10 second beer review this is a uh, Green Empire side business IPA 7% tasty piney dank fucking get in you and that's it and that, that was it and in Australia, like, oh, get in here, man. Like, like, it was just like a saying. So I kept saying it and then it became a thing, just like the stupid open mouth thing. Like you, yes. you have the stupid beer face too. Yes. So that's why- My mind comes from a different place. Though. Yeah, it's different. We yeah. should talk about that too. So that's why that came from. So we made Get It In Your Merch. So it's not so much about BOS. There's huge, different, three different designs with Get In You and then the BOS logo on the back. Oh, cool. That's yeah. that. Tanks, tees, hoodies, sweaters, all that bullshit. You guys should get one if you don't have one. Grab that. And then the Vox and Hop stuff has been selling out. I don't even know if they can get them right now. No, they can't get them right now. They're gone. So um, what, you did two drops. I did. Back to back because of the uh, popular demand. That's right. I did. Like I had a certain number in my mind that I wanted to sell. And then that sold out in 36 hours. Crazy. So I decided to open it up a bit longer, and I ended up selling out again. So that's amazing. I was sick. I'm in the process of getting them printed. And so stuff. they're similar to this on the front without the alumni, correct? Yeah, no alumni, no hops wreath. Yep. And on the back it says "Enjoy life, metal and craft beer." Love it. Which is my get it in you. Yes, you'll get it in you. And now that that is the hazy IPA color. That's correct. Which yeah. is is, that, is it this color print or is it a little yeah. different? Yeah, no, it's this, this color, color print. Yeah, this color print. And then there's going to be I don't want to spoil like a same. No, no, there's future stuff, but I will not make that one again. That one. So that was a one-off drop. Yeah. You yeah. could get it from uh, those websites. So make sure you go follow Vox. It's on Hops big, on big cartel, big cartel. It's so a big cartel, yeah. but keep following Vox and Hops on Facebook. Facebook or, or uh, voxandhops.com. Exactly, and you'll be able to get all the details. So that's super dope. So you've been doing, and yeah, like I guess we talked about it before, like you're doing these for the That's what I'm saying about the merch, but that's why. So smart. I was disappointed. I'm disappointed by metal, by by merch. I'm sorry, I'm disappointed. Uh, Breweries doing metal merch. No, just merch in general. Yeah. I think their merch sucks. Yeah. And me being, I'm in a band, right? So So I go on tour. business. I make money selling t-shirts. Yes. And I find that the designs suck. Right. For, for breweries. They, they're, they're too small. They make these little things little, here. On the, on the brass. And then yeah. maybe something on the back. But it's it all, you know, I want a big merch print. They're not that much more expensive to make. And they look fucking look cool. super dope. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just more visibility for your brand. And I just don't understand why no, no why one does that. No one does that. I wonder if, I feel like what Tiff and I have noticed, speaking to this many breweries over time, is that breweries don't take marketing very seriously, typically speaking, not clearly not across the board, but a lot of breweries just don't really focus on it. And, and merch is secondary, or social media is secondary. I think they're just so focused on the beer. They are. And it's, it's, it comes from like, uh, you know, if particularly if it's a brewer owner, where it's like, you know, the art and science mm-hmm. there, like the business is like, all right, well, I guess I have to set up this infrastructure and I got to get permits and I got to get blah, blah, blah. And all they really care about is making the product because that's what they are. That's what they do. That's their primary business. But on top of that, the, you know, the, the merch is really what's going to sustain. It's an easy way to make money. So I think a lot of people just were like, all right, that's a logo. Cool. Put on a t-shirt. Yeah. The, the good ones say something like zero gravity there. They had a ton of t-shirts. And what I enjoyed, I remember pointing it out to Tiff while we were there, that they had this green state lager on a nice green um, 
sweater, sweatshirt. Cool. Yeah. Sweatshirt with the with the white print on there. Yeah. And I like it when breweries do their brands on a t-shirt. Like I have one, one from um, Odell Brewing in Colorado, in Fort Collins. Yes. They have, because yeah. they had a milkshake IPA t-shirt. And I was like, I want a lactose t-shirt. Yeah. Like <laughs> but lacto. I like all day. Are you team lactose? And I, a vegan too. I'm a vegan, but I cheat for beer. My man. And I drink the lactose beers. You can't Mama. have a beer podcast and not drink all the beers. Right? It makes it's, sense. Uh, you're a soldier. You're Gotta soldier make a struggle. And it doesn't bother me intestinally. Intestinally yet. Yeah, I think there's... And I know a bunch of people who just like, fuck, I'll take a lactate. Yeah. I'm good to go. <laughs> like, they're just... The lactose intolerance people? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm or friends with someone that's girlfriend just... Loves lactose spears, but she's lactose intolerant. But she did. She take the lactate. No, no. I think she just suffers through it. She's like, it's so good, but it hurts. (laughs) (laughs) I feel so sorry for them. That's like that sucks. Because there's lactose intolerant. There's lactose sensitive. I believe it's kind of like gluten. I think. So there's like so some it's people, a lie. No, no. It's all bullshit. <laughs> Sadly, that's a hot take right now. But yeah, I think breweries definitely. I think um, it's like 13% of the population has actually celiac. Yes, the actual celiac. Yeah. yeah. Versus gluten sensitivity <laughs> or gluten intolerance. I mean, I'm not sure if that's the same thing. Because it wasn't a thing years ago. I had like a friend whose brother had it and it was like, it sucked for him because he couldn't drink normal beer and he couldn't have bread or nothing. And he had Now there's a new one actually. Yeah. Speaking of lactose, really? of uh, like gluten beer. There's, yep. there's Glutenberg, obviously. Mm-hmm. And that was a new one coming that just came out. Helix. Helix. Which is, and it has a New England IPA. In gluten-free. In, gluten-free. And apparently right? they sold, no, I did not, but it sold out to... Uh, no way. At uh, Les Bons Buvards, at Marché Jean Talon, it sold out psh, immediately. So, no way. So I, I haven't had a chance to have, have it, but I'm interested in it. That's cool. Yeah, because there's a dude that I want to interview who is a gluten-free. And you want to get yeah. that for him. Yeah. Yo, I couldn't imagine, because Glutenberg, we interviewed them, their beers are the best I've ever had gluten-free. gluten-free. Like, you wouldn't they even make some interesting stuff, like the winter bottles that they make there yeah they're crazy really they're like the big them. ones yeah. yeah i really like i've them. actually still got some in the fridge my friend gave me a stout an imperial stout for mm-hmm. my birthday like two years ago so i haven't had it in a way and even when we interviewed them they gave us a uh they did like a goza fantastic and they did like an assemblage like a, a barrel really? stuff all gluten-free yeah. and it's all fire like it's so impressive and they own a schlag yeah so basically now it's a glutenberg group they own glutenberg they own Oschlag, they own uh transbrew Transbrew and they own Vox Populi. Yes. So they Vox Populi sold to them, and then the owners um, Jan and Etienne became shareholders of Glutenberg Group. Awesome. And now Etienne, the main brewer, he started a second brewery, and it's called. It's like a video game. Thing. Ping pong, and it's really That's good. That's the one. It's really good. Have you had the beer? I haven't I've had, had it. I've had. I've had. He doesn't IPA. mess around. Oh, no, it's called Pixel, and the Pixel. beer is called Ping Pong. Ping Pong like beer. I really like yeah? it. Yeah, sick. I need to try. I really, it, really enjoyed it. Okay, and the branding school, branding like, like most, like most, like I'm not yeah. surprised because oh, Ashlag, yeah, well, yeah. now see this. I don't know if it's under Ashlag anymore though, because oh, this is his okay. own separate. Brand no, it says no. It says it's brewed by. So it's still brewed at Ashlag. It says okay, smart. So what he did was like, you know what? I sold this brand, but I still want my creativity because he's a brewer at heart. Mm-hmm lovely people too so he was I guess he just started that I should interview him for that actually. you should yeah. uh, I gotta hit him up it's good that's a good idea yeah. do they have a bunch of beers or that's all he's got so I far? think they I, all that I've seen is the pixel I saw it pass on Capsule BI and then I tasted it because I saw it at an IGA right <laughs> which yeah. I love that That that's so sick Ashlag is being that. distributed yeah Transbury don't mess around yeah. with that yeah. stuff yeah yeah Ashlag do a good job with the um, uh, with the county did I did we talk about Overhop I feel like we talked about them we have because I'm touring Latin America 
And I put you in touch with Patty. And yes, stuff. yeah, it has not happened, through. but I wanted. I yeah, absolutely definitely should talk to yeah. them. Yeah. They, they also, they're some of the smartest people to me because they figured out they are through Common Good in Ontario and Toronto. Common Good is essentially an Oshlag type of brewery. Okay. In Toronto, and they they brew out of there, and then they brew out of Oshlag in Montreal. So they're basically one of the few breweries really? in two, one of the has their feet in both markets. In both markets, completely independent. Um, it's so smart. I'm so proud of them. Like they killed it and they're really big in Brazil too. So from what I understand, interesting uh, fact, um, in Brazil, contract brewing is apparently mad normal. Like here, I don't know if you've noticed yet, but it's very frowned upon Mm -hmm. by the purists and stuff. You need to have your own place. You need to make your own beer. Bricks and water. They they, they don't have it. But in Brazil, it's apparently like straight, exactly, uh, everybody does it. Yeah, but Oshlag has a bunch of great stuff that they're making. The Shelton. Yep, Shelton's the, great. Uh, Overhop. Uh, mm-hmm. popular now. Yeah. They do, um, oh, fuck, what else do they do? I think they, they distribute, uh, Transport distributes Milil. They do, I'm having a blank now. They, there's like, Matera. Yes, Matera, of course yeah, they do. Yeah. They used to do Avant Garde, but now they just They have their own place, yeah. Have you been yeah. out there? I have not yet. No. Oh, on my sick. list. It's on my huge. list. Yeah. You should definitely. Those guys are yeah. wild. Yeah, you, you, you love told them. me. Yeah. I think yeah. you were with them I, right before our interview. Right, but, oh, yeah, they were crazy, yeah. man. She was smashing glasses and yeah. shit. So that's something that crazy. I didn't understand that you shone some light on when we spoke to the brewers mm-hmm. at Brewski. Was yes, that, you had Derek and uh, Zach. Yes. Was when you have a contract with someone is you go in and you give them your recipe and you can't do anything. Correct. You can't touch it. So it is, is it like that at Oshlang? Do they have people? Correct. Yep. So say if, like say Patty, or Patricia at Overhop, she can't, even though she's not a brewer, but say if she was, she's not allowed to touch anything. The thing. So you can sit, basically what they can do is say you're the brewer and I'm the, you're doing my recipe. Like, oh yeah, so what I would normally do is that, that, that. And you're like, all right, cool. So I can sort of tell you what to do. It's very frustrating. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think it's a difficult thing. That's why it's probably not the optimal situation. It's like hiring a session guitarist for yeah, your yeah. guitar solo. Doesn't know? quite, doesn't quite <laughs> work. You're right. No, you write your guitar solo. And they, no, no, dude. No, 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 no. You're doing it wrong. And, uh, I couldn't even imagine for metal. And then you taste it and then you're like, well, I paid for this. So you have a this choice. This is what it is. Yeah. We had uh, one of our, so Echo. So yes. I, he, they talked about it publicly, but the first batch of the hazy session IPA was not hazy. Mm. And it was like, fuck, what do we do? It tasted great. It wasn't hazy enough, though. Now it's getting towards I don't know if it. I had no, that's the one I had, maybe, actually. I'm not sure. The blue can. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was definitely the Echo Haze. came out in late May, I want to say. No, then it was not. It was the May, May, or, May or June. Later batches. Yeah. So you might have had the second yeah. batch of that. I loved it. Which was yeah. more on point. I loved it. I only tried the low fills of that one, so it wasn't carbonated enough. He was like, ah, oh, like because he had it in the car, he shook mm-hmm. it up a little bit, but he was happier now but that's part of the thing and it was like it's cool because the flavor was there but the visuals and he we'd arranged the campaign where he was doing the, the influencer stuff which I should get him to get you some stuff add you to his list Please. Um, but he was getting people to talk about his beers and stuff like that um, and it was just one of those things you kind of got to roll with the punches and you're like alright well if this is what happens the brewer's like fuck man like what are you going to do you're going to dump it back I mean you can dump it if it doesn't taste good they'll dump it but just if, about appearance it's not worth them when it yeah. tasted good and it genuinely tasted great. So, Which is what Le Castal did with their New England, their recent yeah, match. They announced, what, yeah, what happened? They announced uh, shipment and then the next day they said we pulled the shipment right. because of uh, the butter taste. There, the Oh, diacetyl. That's right. So they had diacetyl in it. Okay. Yeah. See, the interesting thing about Le Castor doing that was that typically they're not that type of brewery that would do in New England. So I was but very But they've been happy. trying to do it a long time. Yeah, yeah they've been they're sending out tests. I tried they to said test they keep, that. They said they keep dumping them. Yeah, really? From what I've heard, yeah. 
Interesting. Is that what I've read on Gapson Beer? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so if that, I mean, I'm sure they're pretty accurate. Yeah. And it's interesting to me that if that's what they're doing, that is an interest. That's a, that's a. Um, so I've read like a, a batch of beer is like. Actually, no. You told me a batch of beer is how like, much money? I ten thousand dollars. Ten to twenty. Crazy. Is what I was told. Yeah. Especially the volume the size, that they're doing. The Castor would be doing probably significantly. Larger. I think they're doing like a mini. They would volume. do a pilot. I heard they do pilots first because yeah. we. I went to uh, vice versa uh, with JF from Echo, and they had it then. Like, the Castor was in New England, and it said like batch three or something. So I was like, all right, fuck it, let's try it, and it was solid. Like it wasn't like amazing but i know the castor are an exceptional brewery so i was like all right well let me try this bad boy and it was uh it was definitely solid then i saw my friends had it in the actual can i started seeing it around I'm like oh okay okay that was good but, yeah, yeah I, I guess they nailed it in the end but I, it's part of the thing they nailed it and then there was the new then they pulled it back they pulled it, yeah. so it's interesting to me that that who was such an accomplished brewery as you said they were one who really influenced your beer that's taste, right yeah. that they uh, maybe having a little trouble with. Which is sort of interesting that they, they still have the the, 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 they, that they can actually just take the, let's just lose it because we want it to be perfect. Yeah. That's what's interesting. That's cool to me because yeah. that means they are dedicated to their craft. Yeah. For sure. And, and to their, their market because when people go out and buy Le Castel, they expect it to be on They expect it to be fire. Exactly. Yeah. And it has to be because it's your branding, right? That's right. It's yeah. really important. Babe, yeah. do you mind grabbing from the fridge? Yeah. I'll take a um, pee at this Yeah, go take a pee break. Absolutely, I'll keep Once it. Once I break the going. seal, it's horrible. Oh, yeah, dude, I'm right there with you. Because I've been thinking about that myself. You're going to be by yourself now. Yeah, I'll keep I'm used to it. For the rest of the time. Yeah, the whole time. Matt's going to be in the toilet. Um, could you grab... So, on the bottom left, there's a Masorum. Is it this stuff? Well, that was actually one as well. Yeah, grab that. And then there should be a can that looked like the pink. Oh, maybe I'll put it at the top. Sorry, guys. Uh, yeah, and then the foam, I think I'm in love, which is the on the bottom, uh, yeah, thank you. That's perfect, thank you, babe. Once again, make sure you go follow Tiffany, at Liquid X Happiness. <laughs> thank you so much. My pleasure. Nice. Would you like to try, that's the uh, uh, side business from Green Empire, shout out to Green Empire, Dave and Evan, killing the game. Nice, yeah. Yeah, really, really good. These guys do some great stuff. Um, so I'm thinking, let me see what the ABVs are. The firm is 8. That's 8.5, isn't it? But that's 8.5, that sucker, yeah. I wonder if it's which way is the best way to go, though. This is weird. It's aged in tequila. Oh, do you know what? If I take a piss, can you talk about that for a sec? Yeah. I, do you know what? You're the best person. I can leave you by Perfect. yourself. I can yeah, never yeah, leave yeah. anyone by themselves. This is awesome. This is a, a present <laughs> from a, a Vox and Hops head. Uh, Brad Greyer. I hope I'm saying your name right. I've known you forever. Here's a funny story about Brad. I met Brad because uh, he comes out on whenever I'm in, on tour. He's from Kentucky, and he'll drive like anywhere. He came out to uh, Ohio, I think it was. Columbus, Ohio. And uh, he brought me out to drink some craft beers. He's always into craft beer. He likes to bring us beers, and he brought us to this place. I came back. It was, like, cold November, and he was, like, I was, like, making myself a tea because I'm a singer, death metal singer. I drink some tea sometimes before I go on stage, which is very death metal. And uh, I was, like, do you want a tea? And he's, like, sure, I'll take a tea. And I put this boiling hot <laughs> glass of tea right in front of him on the tour bus, and I reached up on top of him to... Uh, grab some honey to put into it also 
cheat on the honey as a vegan. And these bananas fall down right on top of his tea glass and burn all over him, this boiling, boiling tea, which is fresh from the kettle. And he's just pulling his pants off and he's screaming because I've just totally scalded him. And he's got like this huge red mark already, but the guy stayed, Brad stayed right to the end of the show and then showed me pictures like two, three days later because he had to go to the hospital because he had to get treated for his burns. Flash forward two years, he's still nice to me, came and he drove all the way up for my birthday here in Montreal and gave me an Avery, Avery Beret from Boulder, Colorado. This is a number 33 in our barrel age series. It's a 50% ale aged in tequila barrels, 50% aged in Cab Sov. Jesus. And it's, uh, it's going to be good, 5.4%. Wow. Yeah. So do you, do you want a sour break and then the haze and then the finish at the start, or do you want to keep going with the haze and then have sour then start? I think we should have a sour break just to, to break the... To break it up? Our mouth... Our, yeah. I like it. If not, it's going gonna, gonna to get hot fatigue. Perfect. Do I have that, that open? That's dope, eh? I think it's cool. Yeah. I'm going to write down this. Brewheads. Yes. So yeah, there. That's the... Uh, oh, let's do... Let's do these little sexy echo... Uh, these are the echo glasses. I love the glass. Nice. Sick, yeah, eh? Yeah. I could have got even more. And I, I hope you have to be too No. You don't? No, I don't mind, though. I'm impressed. I'm, uh, I'm... For some, like, yeah, I don't know why. I like washing dishes. If I, if I had a dishwasher, I don't think I'd really use it. I used to use it at my parents' house back in the day. Saved my marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Not into dishwasher. I just feel like all these beer glasses would break, wouldn't they? I definitely have broken a bunch of beer glasses. I wouldn't be surprised. But I also it? break them myself. Of course you would. They're so dangerous. What's it even called? Oh, Lank... Lunctus? There you go. Lunctus Viribus. A barrel-aged sour ale. Viribus. From Denver, Viribus. Colorado. Boulder, Colorado. Boulder. Oh, I haven't been out to Boulder yet. That's probably why. Wow. Oh, we got some more. Oh, it smells kind of like a... Um, Oud Brun type of situation. Yes, which I have actually had two this past weekend. Really? Yeah. I don't really yeah. haven't had those for the longest time. Would you say it was 5.4? 5.4. Sour, number 33, uh, barrel-aged, 50% tequila, 50% in Cab Sav. That's right, from my friend Brad Greyer, Box and Hops Head, and uh, very, very popular on Untapped as well. Yeah? Yeah. Is this your first time having it? Or you've had first time having it, yeah. Okay, It was excited? a gift for my birthday. Yeah. Are you excited? Thank yeah. you for bringing that stuff. I was waiting for the right person to share it with. Oh, you're a gentleman. You don't pull this out with anyone. Well, for... Absolutely. First, we're to take the photo with the with the beer because this yes. is one I haven't had. Do you want to grab stupid the, the face? Bottle? You know this stupid. Oh yes. And then we'll have my stupid face story. Yes. This is how we're going to do it. We look like psychopaths. I wouldn't. I wouldn't yes. serve us in a bar at all. <laughs> Funny story about that too. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but, but, cheers. Cheers. Okay. Right. Super funky. I think you're right. We need a sour break and lower yeah. ABV. Thank Ooh, fuck. Well, that's nice. That's very sour. So yeah. 50% cab sour, 50% tequila. tequila. I don't really taste tequila. No. It's like dark, kind of like opaque. Yeah. Very um, tart. Tart, tangy. Mm. Got the real full puckering sour, which yes. I I very much enjoy. I yes. love sours. This is from uh, 2016. 2016. Yeah. Okay, so it's going to be a very specific variant of yeah, it. Yeah, because he's... Uh, Brad, Brad said, sent me a picture of his cellar, and I was very impressed. Yeah? Doing yeah. messing around? Yeah. yeah. Jeez. He's got it all, like, by brewery. Yeah? yeah. Ooh. Multiple levels. And, yeah. I love that. Noah, Noah at Beerism, he's, he's just ridiculous. I have to go to Il Perot. 
Yeah, yeah. it's worth it. Honestly, it's actually crazy because he's he's sort of like a um, him and I are sort of not opposite in the way we think, but like I call all the beers he likes yawn beers, like boring, because he likes <laughs> barley wines and fucking all this other stuff, and like he doesn't he likes the haze. That's why he went to Masorum, but he doesn't love he doesn't like lactose he's on team no lactose so we have that fake beef and we just talk talk so much shit all the time so uh, we want to start a new segment I actually messaged him about it today Tiff Tiff came up with an idea yeah nice you know are you familiar with Anthony Fantano the drop needle drop maybe because he doesn't do he does some battle actually he's a a, 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 a internet music reviewer he's got like a million subs I met him me and my brother met him at South by Okay. In 2011 our first time there I know he was like kicking it with him in school now he's like everywhere it seems because um, he reviews a lot of stuff people like him or they hate him and he has this thing where he posts on Twitter called Let's Argue and he'll be like alright let okay, me know okay. some topics and um, so lactose you versus so basically Tiff was like yo why don't we do a Let's Argue thing it'd be like me and notice like a little segment because we disagree on a lot of things we agree on a bunch but we disagree on a lot and it's kind of no fun if we agree so yes. we're like alright well somebody that I disagree with let's let's yell at each other a bunch so that that's one of the pitched him today but I think he was drunk he could get back to me later. He's day drunk. Yeah. Well, he, I don't know what he was doing. He was like, he was a Harakano. I love Harakano. Yeah, it's yeah. dope. I've been trying to get Francis. I know him. I yeah. met him so many times and the motherfucker keeps evading me. I was there this weekend. Us. Yeah? I went after Masora. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you had a good Saturday. I did. Yeah, yeah you're playing around. Yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a good bunch of stuff around here. See, that, that is a good place. I actually yeah. haven't been there for the longest time. I love it. I love it. It's a, They're out of the box. Yeah. They never make anything normal. Nope. Well, I, they make a whole bunch of things that are normal, but they don't make anything that's hyped up, nothing that's trendy. Mm. They make a bunch of normal German beers. Yes. It's, yeah. Yeah. I love how they do, I love the four, eight, and 12 degree separation. Yes. With the, with I, the, with it drives me cup. mad. <laughs> Why? I don't, did we speak about this? No. Uh, during Bruce, the, the, that they, when they, you serve a stout and it's cold. It drives, oh, because it's got to be 12. It drives yeah. me mad. So I've gotten to the point where I just order it. A beer in advance, and you just like just leave you it know it's going to be cold. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I did at Bruja two yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, <laughs> they because they I guess they probably wouldn't have temperature control no, lines no, Bruja. No. I understand that it's very complicated to make that way. It would. It seems like it would be something that's yeah. kind of annoying to do. But but I it's worth it. Yeah right. Because yeah. it's there for a reason. It changes. Yeah, this. yeah it changes the, the game. The like flavor palette completely. That's what I was like. Should I bring the stout out yes, now? Please. So we we'll get yes. which one you want the other half, right? Or you want the the, um, the Mexican one? The Mexican one. Yeah, is that, is that that one? That was the other half yeah. one. Have you had other half before? I have not. Ever? I don't think so, no. Okay. But I think that they are, they're, they're associated to McKellar, right? With who? Is it McKellar? McKellar? No, that's actually, his brother is evil twin. That's what and, I'm And they hate of. each other. That's what I'm thinking. Have is that really true thing? though? Is that real? Or is it like you're saying with uh, beerism? It would actually be really funny if it yeah. is more like with us, but yeah. the shit that they're saying is way too personal. Okay. Because they're, they're twin brothers. Yes. Actual twin brothers. Even so twin. I only found it out recently. Yeah, exactly, right? So I was like, yo, you guys are fucking crazy. Yeah, I got, I got this in a trade. So basically, other half opened up in um, Rochester recently. Really? So I've got a couple mates in Rochester, and um, a friend brought this one up. Their stouts are crazy. One, Tiff and I, we're going to New York on Friday, so we're going to go to other half, as always. Um, last time I was there, I got they had a couple bottles that were twenty dollars US, which is ridiculous of stouts. They're fifteen percent stouts. They were so intense, man. Like I don't know. I think I drank them by myself. I don't think Tiff even helped me. I was trashed. You gotta be careful. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. super dangerous. So this one's nice, only seven. But uh, like I've been waiting for this because I don't know. It's been so hot. Like I haven't really wanted to drink stouts. Yeah, yeah. I, I was doing something recently and I drank stouts and I was like, yo, this is lovely. I was in Vermont with my boy. So we always get way too drunk with him which is 
kind of moving in that direction. Um, and uh, we had a few stats. I was like, yo, this is like... Because all summer, I guess you kind of avoid it. I'm, I am mean, I, no, I, I definitely still drink stouts. Yeah, you still don't know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like I love the big, the big guys? I, or I the got, oh, the big guys. I like yeah. the big heavy hitters. Yeah. But I'll start my night with like a ghost, a sour, move my way into some IPAs, hazy IPAs, and I'll always end with a stout. Every time. And then it's not stout season, so it ends up being like a pêche mortel or... Okay, which is still... Yeah. It's a 9.5. 9.5. Like, it's, 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 it's decent, and it's, you know, you can buy it, like, at a store for three fifty, three bucks. four bucks there. It's, it's I saw it in somewhere recently. It was, like, 10 or 15 bucks in the in, States. In the States, yeah. yeah. When you see them around, I'm always just like, oh. It's when you see Unibrew for that price. Too. Yeah, it's, it's like, like, dude, really? It's slim. Stop. <laughs> Relax. That always, like, trips me out when it's Unibrew. When it's UDCL, I'm like, you know what? That is worth it. Mm-hmm. Because it's one of the most exceptional beers in the country. Mm-hmm. Arguably, I think it's always top. Is it top three beer or top three stout? I can't remember. It's, it's always, solid. It always Yeah, it's like arguably the best stout in Canada. Yeah, it's always Because it's the most yeah. consistent. Like, and it's two ninety nine year round. Like, it's ridiculous how they do it. And then Jolie Pêche is just amazing. Yeah. Do you go every year? I never go, but I always end up yeah, sort of getting a, yeah. a case from someone or so something. Hooked yeah. it up. Yeah. We went to the brunch this year. They did it at um, St. Jerome. Really? So we went, oh, you same, went all the way up. Went all the way up. We Ubered up. You uh, Ubered up. Yeah. Well, we, we, we took the, the the subway to, was it? Montmorency. Yeah. And then we Ubered from there. So it was me, Tiff, and our friend Richard, who's our uh, music video director. He does yes. all our music stuff. He's the man. Red hair. Shouts to Rich. He, so we loved it. It was great. But it was fucking intense. So we got there at, it was like 11 a.m. on a Saturday. And like, we're night owls. We're not morning people. So this is already rough for the three of us. And we're not, I'm not a day drinker. Day drinking, like, is a, a ruiner for me because you just keep going because it's like you either got to keep going or like you're going to get tired of take it. a nap and you need to take a nap yeah. and then you just like ruin the night's gone so I just don't like daydream I try and avoid it if I can so this was the epitome of day drinking so we get there and there were people who were like we were like hey guys yeah so like you're super tired um, and there were people we saw there that were on their like second or third beer full pour before the brunch Okay. Like not not yeah. not Peche, to be fair. Like they were drinking morality. Or I've never actually been to the pub up in Saint Jerome. It's really Somewhere nice. It's yeah. like three times the size yeah. of the the tap room alone yes. of yeah. the other one, and then the, the the production facility is huge, it's wicked. Um, but the food was sick, and we didn't realize that during it they had a bit of a delay because it was the first time they did it, and then they brought us out like a, everything else was like two ounce pours, mm-hmm. so we had to try every single one that they had, but it was two ounces no problem and then they brought out like a full pot and I was like oh okay I thought it was the next one on the list but it was just a regular pache because it was more like hey sorry we there's a delay with the yes, food yes yes yeah. which it was fine stand no up, one cared we're chilling man. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're very very cool like I love Judith yeah. and we were just fucking trash man because by the time you had 11, I think it was 11 2 ounce pours from 11am yeah. Plus the full pour yeah. of Peche at 9.5. That bourbon and then, is just so good. The bourbon, the bourbon was the best ever. It always this is. year, I actually yeah. I got another one more pack of them because I wanted to... What was it? February or March? Fe- I think it was in it was, March. It was 23rd of March because yeah. I went to Australia yeah. and came right back. I got a second pack of it and I kept that one because I wanted to see the coconut, the mocha, and the... Cherry or raspberry? One of the two. I can't yeah. even remember. I think it was raspberry. I drank them all after Heavy Montreal. Oh, I mean, you're like, ah! Exactly. But the bourbon like, was the best. The bourbon always, was the best, but I wanted was. to see if it softened a bit. You know, we're talking about yeah. green? Yes. That, and that's, you know, which is completely fair. These guys are brand new. They're figuring out their system. These guys are 20 years old. 
and those ones were a little uh, were a little. What did I just say? Green. Green. <laughs> um, They're pretty dark. <laughs> yeah, right? I guess they didn't count anything green. Whatever whatever you call it, like that, to, to see if it young, softened the yeah. flavor. Young, I guess. Yeah. Because I had mine during the summer, like two, three weeks ago. How did they? So, it was delicious. Yeah. So it's about, it's not quite six months, but close yeah. to. Yeah. Did you have it when it came out? No. no. So right now it's that nice. Okay. Yeah. I was going to have it maybe like November. So it's probably like. Stout season. Yeah, we'll start and then just like have the pack, maybe share it with some people in one night. So we all get to try a bunch, and like the bourbon just nails it every time. So the bourbon weird. is exceptional. I didn't get a chance to taste the Jameson version either. Neither have I. I was on tour, which like tends it. to happen, yeah. right? <laughs> Do you have tours coming up? I am going to Latin America in November. Yeah. Oh, yeah. which Hello is why Paul. I want to hook up with Overhaul. Yes, yes, yes. So I could hook up with him. Playing so Brazil, but I'm not playing Rio. Playing, you play Sao Paulo, right? That's correct. Yeah. So are you have time to go to Rio, or probably not. There is a discussion, but uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I met, when we did the podcast with them, we met with, because um, I'm sure they could probably even, they'll come out. I mean, how far is it? I don't know. I don't know. I wonder how, how far, far from the drive. Yeah, how far from the Sao Paulo from Rio. It's not well, they like, must have distribution like, in Sao Paulo. Too. Oh, you better get the beer, yeah. but it was more like you want to connect. I hang out with them, yeah. So the dude, his name's, um, fuck, is that what, ah, Raffaello? Raffaello? Something like that. Um, we interviewed the two, Patricia and Tatiana, who are, uh, they're all from uh, Brazil, but they're based here. They live in Montreal. And he lives in, uh, he's the brewer, and he lives in, in Rio. He's a G. He couldn't speak a ton of English, but he's so cool. He's such a great guy, like a great dude. He, he was he up would, here? He was up here yeah. for uh, Mondial. Because funny enough, Mondial is actually, they have a Rio version yeah. of it. That's how they, they were at Mondial because they attend the Rio version. So they knew the people. This so is they before were, they were here. Before they were here. Okay. So I think that was part of the reason that they moved to Canada. Tatiana actually got, she went to school here or something, and then she stayed, and then Patricia and her husband Ricardo moved them. They have three kids, and they moved up. They actually live in Chambly, around the corner, so you'll see yeah, them yeah. at the festival. Oh, you see them at the festival? I'll go introduce myself for sure. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Like, super, the, some I'll, the I'll drive her over a line before. Yeah, yeah, give her a shout. They're some of the coolest people in beer. I love them so much. Um, but uh, ask her how far it is I'm not sure mm -hmm. if it's like a couple hour drive or maybe it's like seven I, I'm horrible with this I know Brazil is huge so, oh, so I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if they're like mad far, yeah. far apart are you just playing South Polo? sadly yes Yeah. where else are you playing? oh we're doing uh, I think it's like 12 shows in 11 countries Mexico Guatemala Panama Peru nice. Argentina Chile like all big cities like the only big cities yeah. Colombia yeah. nice yeah. have you been? Uh, Costa Rica. I have done most of it except for like uh, Guatemala, Uruguay. I think we're doing Uruguay. It's crazy. Panama, I've never done. Yeah. yeah. That's dope. Only big cities, which I'm happy about. Yeah. It just makes it probably a bit easier for infrastructure. Uh, yeah, you fly like, in and then you don't have to take like a. That's 20,000 hour bus. Which happened on the last one. Yeah. Damn you. <laughs> we landed in Bali. I was like, we're in Bali. Yeah. It's beautiful. And then we, the guy was like, I was like, how long do we have to go in this van? I had heard four hours, which I was already. Annoyed about, yeah. And he goes, five hours, ten hours later. <laughs> and then we get there and we had to step on stage. We didn't sleep. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So come off a plane into a probably a bumpy bus. Indonesia. No, no, we were like in this van. So it was a night, uh, I guess not the bus, the road. It right was it was intense. It was it was okay, but it's like you had to wait, and there's like bikers on, on the. Sounds like a typical. Scooters. Yeah, yeah. It's like Jamaica. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Brutal, brutal. Yeah. But if we stepped out on stage, there was two thousand people there. It was, so you like the energy's like. Intense. It was cool. It was cool. Yeah, yeah. 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 How um, I was like, how did you go from singing clean to 
metal scene? Like, what was this? It was Baby Steps and just influences. I stepped into... Uh, I was in this band from... I'm from Two Mountains, which is on the North Shore. That's right. Yes, yes. You didn't have to back in, no, no, no. Back in the day when I was growing up, it was Two Mountains. So now it is Dermaltan. Oh, because yes. people always do that. They go, on from Three Rivers. I'm like, that's yeah. why we're No, no, yeah. really, it was Two Mountains okay, growing cool. up. I went to Lake at Two Mountains High School. There's it. And uh, I got into, you know, it was like new metal for me, corn. I saw like Slipknot. We got the CD, like the first CD, and it came out like the week before. The, no, the week before they played Montreal, with which was their first time in Montreal, at the Spectrum, it was uh, Cold Chamber, Machine Head, and Slipknot opening the show. Okay. And they just devastated everything. Of course. And, you know, just more and more tool, getting heavier and heavier. I joined Three Mile Scream after that with my singing lessons. Still taking singing lessons at that point to protect my voice because my family always wanted me to have a singing voice even though I was getting more extreme. Of course. And then I started listening to Killswitch Engage, who I just interviewed oh, at Heavy yeah. Montreal, which was like a big nice. thing for me to shoot. Yeah, right. I was super nervous. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they were just screaming a bit more, singing a bit less. The band kept getting heavier. And then it just ended up being, I did the, I got picked up for, from, for Cryptopsy because I could sing, which is what they wanted to do. And it was horrible and nobody liked it. And then you're like, all right, all right. Okay, we're just going to scream. So I had to learn how to be a death metal singer. Hmm. And I finally feel like I'm competent now. How does, how do you learn how to do that? It's just time, practice, repetition, like anything yeah. in life. Yeah. Same as, like, yeah. you know. Hanging out with the right people, talking to the right people, practicing. So it's a full, in-depth, nuanced art form. It's, it's, as it's, far as like the various like it's ooh, like singing but it's, it's like, just you're, you're pushing it's basically a death metal vocals are very close to Gregorian uh, throat singing but Tibetan monk, monk singing yeah because cool. you're using your false chords you're not hurting yourself it's yeah yeah there's At nothing no, no no it's so impressive yeah it's like I don't I've never lost my my voice like, on tour yet you know I've got, I can like not speak after shows that's happening because you're like but I'm also doing interviews, which is something new, or I'm selling merch after shows. So, so you need to talk it's to more people. so like just the leaning over the table and like just yeah, shouting at people yeah. with people with a German dude standing next to me smoking. You know, yeah, like that's not going to help me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how could you like? Get, can you learn how to? I think do so. That? I think so. Yeah, it's just a matter of air. Like, could you teach someone how to like? I, I, I have given. Like, I have given some lessons, some like, death metal vocal lessons to people, but I was not good at making a business out of it. Right, because I was like, "Wow, you're on the right track." Just so, just, just keep fucking doing it. Just keep figuring out. That. <laughs> like, I, I can see you every week, and we can do the same thing. But you're right. just going to get better, <laughs> right? If you just practice. The best I interview a lot of vocalists on Vox and Hops is uh, a lot of people just like find their favorite song, put it on, and then scream over it. Right, and, and that's just it. see how you can yeah. match the tones. Yeah, but Does... but also accepting your voice. Okay, is there? Because you don't want to be someone else. You want to be yourself that's delivering right. a death metal performance, like a death metal vocals. Right, It's important to have your own voice. Just like, as with anything else. Yes. It's not like, it's certainly not uh, generic, like this is the sound and everyone has to sound like this because mm -hmm. that's not how it really works. Same Which is like the opposite of beer because you want it to be a certain something else. You sort of actually want to copy yes. something yep. because there's that pinnacle beer, the, the heady topper a few years ago, mm -hmm. that everyone wanted to nail that. So they wanted to be that, but everyone was just a bit askew. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's sort of how the hazy IPA sort of came about, maybe. 
that was because that was a Vermont IPA. Yeah. So Haiti was Vermont. And then I guess I that, from there, pretty much inarguably the OGs of it all. And it seems like it stemmed from Massachusetts predominantly, mm-hmm. is what my understanding. I mean, New England is a, a large region, but that's my understanding is that where the fuck is there a fly in here? Like, that's what I was wondering. I was like, like how did it even get in? We didn't even open the door. Yeah. Trash fly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate that. I makes me just want to like hunt yeah, I it. I, I feel like I get my hunt on. It's See gonna, it? It's going to land. It's going to land on the land. Like, fuck. <laughs> All right, Matt, you hold it, hold it, hold it. Um, <laughs> so I didn't even know, like my understanding, because I feel like I got into New England at the end of 2016. Um, there's a brewery in Ontario called Sawdust City. We did a collab with them. They have a beer called Juicin. And that was the first one I tried. And it was the first time you having an IPA that was like soft and not bitter and bitey. Mm-hmm. And it was creamy. I'm like, what is this? It almost felt like it wasn't like, it was weird to, to take. And I was like, okay, this is what this is all about. And then early the next year we did, uh, I got my uh, work visa because I was kind of stuck in Canada yes. for some time. Yes, yes, yes. For the immigration. When we went, Tiff and I went to uh, Vermont that that year we tried a bunch of stuff and then and then early I know I can see it. you are right it's right on top of the camera you little fuck I'm sorry oh, no it's okay I see it it's making me just want to like oh, I get it do you have that do you have that compulsion or is it just me in my house it yeah. drives me crazy it drives yeah. me nuts Tiff is like dude chill like, I'm like we eat out no. on the balcony and the kids yeah. leave the door open and the other night we had six in the house it was just did you hunt them? I, no, I couldn't find my swatter. Ooh, no, you never. But then I found sure. it. You yeah. found it? Okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't swat at all. I'm all like, I keep it raw, caveman, bro. So what I would do, because that it depends. Because in Australia we have blowflies, so they're the big ones, right? They're like, like quite okay. large. <laughs> yeah, slow, and you can get them here. So the key is my understanding. If you can like time it, is hit them out of the air, and then they'll basically fall on their ass. So if you hit them out, it knocks them into a spin and then you get them on the ground, you grab a tissue, boom, good. I don't touch them with my hands, ew, I wash the shit afterwards. It's disgusting. But like, <laughs> look at you, fuck, you just like flexing your wings at us. Showing his ass. Yeah, like I see, that. you put it away. I'll let him sit, that's okay, because you know, he's gonna, he's gonna get it afterwards, all right. It's okay, Tiff's gonna be really max. And he's like, come eat dinner, I'm like, no, kill him <laughs> Um Going work visa. Work visa, went yeah. to Vermont, tried all the proper stuff. So like, but I, my understanding is I, I always, I'm always curious as to how, at what point in the New England IPA sort of trajectory did I get mm-hmm. involved the in The arc of its life. Yeah. I feel like it's probably, I want to say if I tried it in 2016, I tr- like late 2016, I would say it's probably 2015, maybe 2014. I think I certainly was not early to the game in any shape or form. But yeah, Hedy was something that was years ago, long before that, but that was the first... Uh, overly hopped um, slightly opaque mm-hmm. um, still got the piney kind of Vermont IPA versus say in New England mm-hmm. definitely more of that piney and kind of like the darker brown versus say we're about to crack the foam that sort of a brighter yellow which everything else we've had so far has been like you know the Masorum was I'm sure the other one is as well like that brighter yellow um, and I think that sort of stemmed from there and kind of like blossomed into this thing and I'm not even sure how the hype happened and I think the hype started with if I want I would argue Trillium and Treehouse with the those are names that I've heard for sure yeah. have you had any of these I have not oh, fuck man I, I, it's not stuff I get very often okay. at all I've, I've had a, I've had a bunch of each but the Vermont cats like all our friends do they the, the, it's like because Mass is about three hours from to Burlington-ish so there's this like sort of train of beers and all my Vermont friends are the most generous people ever because it's nothing to them 
they're just like, doesn't matter where you go, you go to a random Chinese restaurant, you got fire. That's like, what you said to me. I told you that? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. that was the thing. We went to a Chinese restaurant. And, and they had a heady topper. And had heady. We couldn't believe <laughs> it. It was so amazing. It was such a great meal. Like, the food was like some of the best Chinese food. Because Chinese food is like something you grow up and it's kind of not always it's like hit or miss. Yeah. Hit or miss. Where you go. Yeah. It was exceptional. And then on top of that, just having a heady there, I better drink it from the can. And I'm like, yo, like. It was just such a beautiful thing. And I love that they make you drink it from the can. Yeah, right. Complete and it makes opposite a difference. of Belgium. Complete opposite, right? You know, because every and, beer has its glass. Yep. Yeah. And, and, it, and it should. They were the like, original OGs of selling merch. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Maybe. But maybe because they had buy the, glass. the proper glass but it's the proper <laughs> glass speaking of that are you, are you familiar with this glass no cool. but I love it Yeah, this is the alchemist glass I've never seen it anywhere except the alchemist really? if you go to the alchemist brewery in Stowe Vermont they give you this glass and you get that much sample they don't they, you can't do pours there okay. they do they have three beers on tap at any time Hetty is pretty much one of them. You, Hedy you can taste crusher. and then you go. You can taste and then you go up to the counter and you can walk around. They've got a few tables and then you can have as many samples as you like. Okay. Um, they're looking, they've got three um, back-to-back fermenters that are, are wrapped. There's a Hetty, there's a Focal, and there's a, um, what's the purple one? Um, I'm bad. Skadoosh, I believe, which is their single or multiple hopped IPA. They change the hops every time, okay. but they don't yeah, yeah. tell you what they are on the, on the, on the, uh, care, on the label. Okay. So you've got to like probably look. Oh, and they don't stamp the can. Man's are vexed at Alchemist because they don't date stamp the cans. So I'm very much for date stamping. Yes, especially with yeah. So even if you look something like this, there you go. Look at that that yeah. is canned on first of August, which and is today, perfect which for is pretty. Yeah. I must have got this one or two days after it was canned. And I was like, because I didn't try it. I'm excited for you. I haven't tried Fern Bro. This is sick. I've heard. I've heard a good thing. Yeah. Mm. Let's keep these fucking moving. But this, this is the it. Echo, you said. This is the Echo glass. This is the Echo sign there. Okay. So he decided to take these glasses. I was so happy for him when he... Um, I haven't seen anyone else use it. Except never. Him, just just Alchemist. So I was very happy uh, with JF when he, when, he, when he picked that. Let's swap these out. We'll go back to the IPAs. This is uh, not a joke tonight, bro. I, I knew it wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> no, I kind of didn't think it would be. When you said you were bringing these Mistorum and stuff, and I was like, well, I got a bunch of stuff too. And I was like, well, we're trying to want to do the Spectrum. And then I brought the extra. And then you brought the yeah. <laughs> the barrel aid stuff yeah. as well, which was great. That was actually much needed, I think. A little was, break in the haze, yeah. Yeah, like it, it does get a lot. The haze is... You got to appreciate it. Yeah, man. And it, it sort of adds up a little bit. Like, it, you know, you get a little power yeah, fatigue. Too, yeah. The ABV as well. This is eight. Um... And the next one we're going to do is 8.5. video of us sleeping. Right? Be like, <laughs> <laughs> Has that ever happened where you just can't keep going? Or that the conversation becomes so incoherent? Like in a, in a podcast? Yeah. Oh, we definitely get decide just, just to end it and continue off? Mm, not really. I usually thug it out. And okay. it just gets messy. It's so messy. <laughs> Sometimes it's being like you watch real the, messy. The drop like editing, the, I'm like, oh, it's just going <laughs> and the good thing so in the in the video part of it like Tiff only put it'd be like the first part like 20, oh, 20 okay, 25 cool. minutes yeah. so we'll seem then, cohesive yeah. we'll seem cohesive as well yes. she can <laughs> Tiff, Tiff manipulates yes <laughs> alright so this is called Think I'm In Love it's an 8% double IPA uh, I don't know what hops or anything there is but I love their labels here they're always like this yeah. and they really use the, um, the wrap around yeah, yeah. what's that called the negative space yeah, yeah. on the can it's, it's, they always have like the glass and stuff on there so nice and hazy kind of looks like the green empire actually. it does really very much yeah. um kind of smells danky i only had one can of this maybe more fruity yeah yeah more no, yeah, yeah no 
All right, brother. See, cheers. Get yeah. it in you. There you go. Could you say get it in you in like the the death metal stuff? I think that'd be sick. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We always call it, I think I was telling you in the other podcast, and you like it? I like it, yeah. Yeah, it's nice, right? I feel like if it's I'm like going to be... Yeah, definitely mango. Yeah. Tropical. Yeah. I would argue it's not my favorite of their stuff. Okay. They, like, I got the can. I didn't even try it. So we went there. And I was like, I went there specifically. There's a brewery we were just at in uh, Richmond, Vermont called Triple Crossing. And they had a collab with them there. And we were there that weekend. I was like, yo, sick. I, we have to get that. So we went for that collab. They did not can it. They had that, and we got something else, and I was like, all right, they had three cans, and foam cans are sort of notoriously hard to get hold of. Like, okay. it used to be 10 a.m. Friday. I used to get my boy, and he was going there. I'd be like, man, can you get me, like, whatever. But I think it's starting to become a little more accessible as the hype balances or whatever. So I was like, all right, give me that one, because whatever. I'll drink the other two. You don't have them. Mm-hmm. So I just picked it randomly. I didn't even get to try it. It's usually what I would do. Um, but the ones we had that's called Piano Fire with Triple Crossing that was, I would have bought cans fuck man that was so sick really good so this is more of the dank kind of vibe on that yeah definitely more of the dank which is I like I enjoy that in a um, it's good in, 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 I, I yeah. definitely drink a lot of this yeah yeah, so foam is like eight percent too. It's sneaky. Yeah, sneaky. Isn't it sneaky? Yeah. yeah, this is the oldest stuff, man. Like it's like, like creeps up on you. But I feel like foam has that um, look like the first masorum, that creamy. Mm-hmm. That's the shit when they have that. It's like, it's like yeah, that's the joints, and that's what we were drinking when we were there. So they, it's like a, they do a bit of a mix. I don't even know how you'd even differentiate between them. Why one is creamy and one is kind of more like. Is it the hops probably, they're using, or is it the? I think it's a mix of hops and yeast. Yeah. Someone asked me that today, and I was like, I think that that's my understanding, and it's the actual um, uh, molecular makeup of the yeast and how that reacts with the, mm-hmm. with the hops. Well, I think it's primarily the yeast because there's the Vermont ale yeast, and there's other certain one. Maybe like by now, foam will probably have a house yeast that they yes. Would, uh, they've, they've cultured culture. Yeah, thank you yeah. from their various batches, and have that, and they'll make sure that comes in there. So, while why some look like this, which I would describe as, would you describe that as opaque versus hazy? It's it's definitely yeah, it's pretty it's hazy, hazy yeah. but it's a little lighter than say the maybe because I'm comparing to that masorum. It's like, not I dark, can't see no, through it in yeah. any shape or form, but it's not. But like it's more milky. like that, the like light hay color. Yes, it's which definitely was like sort of close, almost to the. The green you know what? You're actually yeah. right. All the Vermont ones have been yeah. very, and even the the uh, the Green Empire was kind of more was actually lighter than this. Mm-hmm. So this is definitely hazier than the Green Empire, but not as hazy as the Masorum. So it's, I mean, look, it's whether that makes much of a difference. Yeah, it's nice. Eh? Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Foam is exceptional, bro. It's like, and it's the beautiful, the best part. Like, if you get a chance to go in uh, when it's warm, they have a patio. So basically, when in Burlington, they're on Lake Champlain. I've heard they're on the lake. Is that they're on the lake. Yeah. So, like, they're in this, like, beautiful thing with all these, like, fairy lights on the mm. patio. You can see the lake. It's not directly on it. It's maybe, like, 100 meters or so from the water. But, like, you can see it. Um, I believe that's where they have the Vermont Beer Festival. We actually haven't been yet. It's always on Tiff's birthday, which is, like, the, that third weekend of July. Mm-hmm. So, it's, like, we're always somewhere else. July babies. Yeah. Yeah. Cancer? Yeah. Yes. Cancer. Hey. The best people out here. <laughs> you guys are some good people. Yes. <laughs> I, I mess with cancer pretty heavy. You guys, you guys rock. 
Let's hear about yeah. your beer face. Where did that come from? Okay, the beer face was uh, I'm doing the selfies for the beer thing, right? The 365 the ten, we ten talked seconds. about. Uh, the, no, 10 seconds of the, the 365 days three, of beer. Exactly. So 10 seconds much later. Okay. Three, the 365 you had to take a selfie with. If you look at yes. all the other ones, I'm just doing random faces. Yes. Whatever I can come up with, I can't smile on command. So I have to like either laugh and it has to be natural yes. or, or fake laugh. Super awkward. Yeah. Or super awkward. Or, she, the tip suggests a fake laugh. Yeah, so that's actually what we do because we're content creators because of the, the business, right? Yes. I season our, our thing. So you're like, <laughs> yes. you can fake laugh yes. that shit and it, it works. It, yeah. Dude, it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. It's actually, mo if you see any pictures of us really smiling or laughing, you're on, both fake laughing all <laughs> of the time. <laughs> and imagine if it's like you're doing it in a public. Talking shit makes people laugh, which yeah. is good. Yeah. 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 So you talk shit and you sort of like someone starts fake laughing and the other person's laughing at the person fake laughing. And you, <laughs> it's beautiful. Naturally yeah, laugh, right? Yeah. So it's a thing. So I think one time I just went like, ah, or whatever, like I got a beer, like getting excited about it. And then I did that a few times. And then I think I just kept doing it. So I was like, oh, this is, I look kind of right. dumb, but it feels like easy. And I like, I feel like, uh, you You're know, you thinking. do like, yeah, I'm like, mm, you do yeah. some sort of stupid face. And I'm like, no I look face. weird. No, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I don't do that bullshit. But you know what I'm saying? Maybe I'll look fucking weird. I'm like, ah, oh, I'd have to redo you the can photo. You hold it forever. You can hold that, ah, and then it like, yeah. hurts my jaw eventually. So I kept doing it, and then now I got to the point where if, and the same as getting in you, like the stupid face and the get in you became a thing. It's absolutely part, it's a part of your brand. Part of the brand. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, and I just kept doing it, and then to the point where it, it just is what it is. So yours came from. It's an anti groupie thing. Okay. <laughs> Girls would come and see me after shows wanting to take pictures with me. The guy with the long hair with the... Yes, Ooh. yes. So so I just started making... And it, it's sort of like an adaptation now. It's, it's a bit softer than it used to be. Because <laughs> it really used to be this. Like, like, like real, like, as many changes like you can make. Like, as ugly <laughs> as I can be. Like, as ugly Which as I like can the be. the metal ethos as far as, yeah. like, the uncomfortable. So it's just sort of evolved into the open mouth, sort of. And, like, and I keep getting comments... People are like, if you don't do, you do it, ever like, do you ever close your mouth? Yeah. And beer? And I'm sure you get the same thing. Exactly yeah. the same thing. Yeah. That's actually really funny. It's really funny. Yeah. When I only realized it because when we took the, the the selfie together after the interview, I was yeah. like, we have the same. Face. Is it the same stupid face? Because yeah, yeah. I think I was doing like you were like, no, I do that shit too. All, I and do then now all every the single time. time I've seen you with the photos yeah, yeah. since I I've been like you're <laughs> heavy in my algorithm now, so yeah. I see everything you're posting. And I was Once like, we post together, it's like we're yeah, boom. It's like they they know right. Oh, after this, they're gonna fucking know. Um, it's hilarious actually yeah. and it's funny there's, there's more there's more parallels than maybe we'd even thought with sort of what we're doing mm -hmm. I think it's dope man it's cool because you know like there's not that many folks who are, like this is a lot of work even Noah always says to me and like I it's love you Noah work. he's like dude you know you don't have to do this and I'm like <laughs> he's just jealous he's just <laughs> I think he's more just like he's just like he's a chill guy right like so Cause I'm like stressing. Oh, I got to this fucking. So he's like, bro. Like he's like, oh yeah, stress over your content. Just fucking relax, bro. Just drink the fucking beers. Don't worry about it. I'm like, nah, man. Like I have to do it. So that's just me, like stressing about it. But some people are chill, and I feel like it's cool to see someone who's doing the same sort of thing, and you're putting a real ton of effort into mm. it. When like you don't have. To. It's like I don't have to do it, but like I like it, and I want to do this. And I want to do the. I get to have and same as you. We get to have. We get to have sick conversations with cool people, and then you make these connections with it's lasting with folks. connections. It's so lasting. much deeper than anything, and you don't realize all the people that I've interviewed versus just toured with. Different vibe, right? Such a connection. It's it's crazy. So yeah, you've noticed yeah. that too. And then like uh, it keeps coming back around. And since since I've been like the craft beer guy in the metal scene. Mm -hmm. There's like people like I know this brewer here. You should be in contact with him, and it's like it's nonstop. Yeah, it's nonstop. 
Yeah. And I know people Beautiful. so much better, like so right. much deeper versus just hanging out in a tour bus and he's drinking beers with them like and whatever. being silly. And sometimes it's loud and there's like one main conversation going on and everyone's just listening to that versus having an in-depth conversation with that quiet guy in the back that likes to craft beer. Right. When he actually has a whole bunch of funny shit to say. Right. So you get to, because you're asking these people questions, right? Like Yes, and, yes. And, I, I want to get deep inside who they are. Like one of my favorite questions is like, uh, the soundtracks that are used mm-hmm. and what that's great like listened to in their house and that that first beer story i love that yeah the first like, beer yeah. that's a great one and they you know, sneaking out <laughs> sneaking out from their parents house and getting caught and right i love that yeah see that's sick and you, you you're so you're noticing that in before you've even tapped into the beer world so you're very much noticing that in your your peers that's it. Yeah. You're becoming closer to these individuals, and if you see them again after you've had them on, they're like, "Hey, it's we're so, just like brothers." Like a, and then the, the potential of future musical collaborations is even higher. You know, creating either a Vox and Hops alumni band Yo. that re- you know re- re- that could be re- potentially release something. We're all over the world. It doesn't matter nowadays when you're right because you'd be like, "Hey, man, can you lay some drums for that? Can you lay some yeah. bass for that?" And I, I know I have people in my mind right away that who each member could be. So sick. Is that something you would consider? I just thought about it, but I should absolutely do that. <laughs> That's an exclusive right here. <laughs> that would be amazing yeah. because you've got Even so if it's many just people. an EP, you know, I, I can just like do. I can get half a dozen songs or something, yeah. like and just get like an all-star cast on every song. Yeah, and then you could like co-do vocals with other vocalists else. too. That'd be super cool, dude. Yeah, that's a good idea. That could be some <laughs> shit. I mean, you could probably do that right now, effectively a year in. Oh, I can absolutely. I have enough. You have enough people. For I bet sure. I have every member like, that I need. Hey man, could you do me a favor? I can only have one bassist. More <laughs> bassist. We're just shouting out bassists. You're going to be busy. You're going to be busy, Ollie. <laughs> oh, your bassist for yoga? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? It's okay. It keeps him working. Hey, but um, that's sick, bro. I've also started doing this thing where I've been asking the Vox and Hop says like what my album of the week is, mm-hmm. and asking people what they're listening to when I'm compiling it on what Vox and Hop's heads are listening to playlist. And I've only been doing it on Apple Music, Ooh, okay. but I got to get a Spotify thing going because I think most of the world actually uses Spotify versus, just because it's open versus just yeah. being an Apple thing. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to get that rolling and just have this like a mat. Like right now, I think I already have like five hours in, in oh, one music. day, one day's post. Wow. You know, so I'm going to, I'm just going to keep that going. Like what Vox and Hops heads are listening to and right. trying to create like a sense of community outside of the beer and then bringing the beer into it. That's so sick, man. Yeah. That's really smart. And that's a way to sort of carry the brand on and make it mean something more than just a podcast. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you've done something cool and tangible with the t-shirts, which I think is phenomenal. It's just such a dope idea. And it's like a minimal expense on your part. But it's sort of like, yeah, yeah man, I was in this podcast. And you see someone else, they'll be I, like, hey, yeah, I'll go to a metal show and I'll wear this shit. People will be like, oh, shit. They absolutely will. <laughs> right. But and then I saw like on Instagram, this is the guitarist of Kill Switch Engage was wearing it and I was like someone sent it to me and I'm like yes that's so cool that's so sick just so happy to see that people enjoy people it people care right yeah. because it's like you're showing interest in them and I feel like maybe some parts of the band like t- tell me if I'm wrong but say in a band situation because in the rapper like there's just really you maybe a DJ maybe that's a right. producer or that's something right. but like it's most about the vocalist I know where you're going on this right? you're right yeah. 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 the bassist probably is I know we keep saying bassist but like <laughs> the bass of the drum or the guitarist might not be might not be the guy that does the interviews but he has a whole bunch of interesting shit to say and is happy that you're interested in him yeah and that's true that's true My and, and they deserve a platform and whether that's sort of what it is what you're doing is giving the music industry an alternative uh Oh, your specific, even just it's not generally music it's very even niche which is cooler because if it was music industry it's too wide it has to be niche based 
and it has to be in the sort of like under the umbrella of sort of rock or hard rock, mm-hmm. what, whatever the spectrum may be, as we discussed. Um, and you're really giving, like you're owning it and you're, you're giving it a face, you're giving it a voice and you're letting people sort of like talk about stuff that, you know, and they're like, you know, makes people feel important who don't get, even though they are important technically, like they have they mad fans, ignored they would be the dudes on the side, yeah, by the press. Because they whatever. don't normally do the press. Right. Because normally it's one person that does the press, it's the person that's comfortable with it. That makes like sense. in my band, everyone wants my drummer because he's the OG. Right. He's been there since the beginning. It's his band, but he's so jaded and tired of doing press. So who does it? I do the press. You do it because you're the. But they don't want me some of the time. They're like, no, <laughs> never mind. It's okay. And I'm no, like, whatever. Right. I would have done it, but it's okay. Really? Yeah. Do you get? Vaccinated? I don't care. No, I don't care. You like whatever. Whatever. I'm busy with my own shit. Yeah. Right. You're like, I can go some sure. craft beer place instead yeah. of talking to you. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it's like whatever. <laughs> but it's cool that you're able to do that, like because you sort of like, and I liked it when there's like, when you have an understanding of both sides of the fence, I think there's value in that from whatever like even for our social media agency we do i hate the word influencer but we do content either to content creator campaigns with say the the, the tourism offices mm-hmm. but then for our clients we need to vet content creators or influencers that we're going to work with for the brands but we know how to do it because we're on that side of the fence and we're on that side it's the same as you you're on the stage but you're also interviewing the people as well so you're being interviewed and interviewing and i think at that um full circle type of thing and then giving you that somebody that knows both there's additional value because most people don't i think our value as the agency we know both we know you can't bullshit us because we do it absolutely like you can't and then also we learn from the good people like oh that's how you pitch it even better i'm right let's make our stuff better so when we pitch it we're more we're tighter people come to us and there's nothing you can get by us whereas like you can sit there and respond to an interview, but you could also ask very pertinent, very personal, very like charismatic interview questions. You can get people to talk on on both sides, and even if say like the journalist is awkward, you'll keep the shit going. I can I can run my own interview. You can run your own interview. So good. I don't need to do me damn near half the time, right? <laughs> no, but like when I did the cryptopsy stuff, I always end up just taking it over and talking about box and hops. Right. So that's even better. Because yeah. like, like, if I don't give a fuck, I'll be like, hey, check this out. Look, and I'm talking about, and it's valuable for the press. And my drummer has this new band called the Ultimus. You should listen to it, everyone. See, the other it. The other night, he was like, no, we were in Vietnam, and I was doing this interview thing, which I forgot to post. I apologize. I will post it. God damn it. <laughs> you and uh, I was like, do you have anything you want to pitch? And I was like, oh, oh sure, I'll pitch Vox and Hops. And then he was like, mm, and I was like, just pitch your new band. Fuck a band, bro. Just, Jesus. Just, <laughs> Be proud of what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Some people are just like, uh, are not, not, not built for it, but it's just more like chill about it. But you got to kind of be like, it's, it's 2019. Yeah, you got to push everything. If you don't put it out there, like no one's going to do it for you. So mm-hmm. you have to be like, oh, I've been right. living the whole podcast. I've been living on this motto, baby steps towards greatness. Ooh, that's a great episode. We should write that down. Can we use that for the episode? Yeah, sure. Baby yeah. steps towards greatness. That's yeah. brilliant. That's, that's really what my whole view on Vox and Hops is okay. just taking each little step and trying to appreciate it as I was mentioning before that I never really appreciated all the things that I always want more so mm-hmm. I'm trying to just appreciate this and savor it as, and it, as it grows as it grows because you came into organically because I've done nothing like marketing wise right like I, well, I, I mean you don't I did, I did one paid Facebook ad for really one episode to. yeah and I didn't see any I saw more likes on that post, but I did not see any increase in downloads. Anything so like that? I, I don't know if that's the right approach that I took there, but but I, I I 
it's just organic that I've only so I just want to appreciate every little growth like when I finished Heavy Montreal I was like I didn't I didn't want it to be the pinnacle Mm -hmm. I got Chambly coming up which is interesting switch it up a little bit yeah the different aspect but also to grow in a different way meeting new brewers making new friends hypothetically getting new products to share with my guests yeah I think that's a real smart way to go I think it kind of gives your audience both sides um sometimes it's interesting you know challenge them a little bit like you've been going for a year and you've been speaking to some of the biggest names in the metal industry so like people are going to be there for that but like that's arguably easy in the sense of like well you don't have to convince someone to listen to the episode with some of these big names but then if you're coming in you're like all right now i'm talking to these breweries and you hear me talking to these dope people drinking some beer, but like now you want to hear from the the beer side. It's kind of cool to balance that out from mm-hmm. from what you're doing. You're really like owning that more than say we are because we're not interviewing like hip hop artists or anything like that, which I'm down for if I get big enough ones. But otherwise, it's kind of like the the direction that ours kind of took was. You got to know your brand. Yeah. Yeah, that's the direction it took. And you'll see sometimes it just organically comes up. They're coming to us. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I guess this is what it is now, which is fine. It was never an intention. But I feel like you could easily, you're, you're at the point where you're able to continue. Exactly. And you're like, it's almost like you're still going that path of getting the musicians, like you said, which is what you want to do. And then just like throw in some brewery stuff to be like, to challenge people to be like, hey, man, I'm sitting down with this person who runs this brewery and bam, bam, bam. And they get the different, hopefully there's some metal stuff you can ask in there that's still... I'll have like my, my, my stock questions of metal, I think is what I have. Yeah, and if, even if my experience from interviewing those type of individuals is accurate, there's still a lot of people that are into metal. I, I feel think like so, I hear it a yeah. ton. If you but go it's to like, the there's like in the States, it's easy. There's like Three Floyds. Three Floyds. True. Super metal. True. true. To them who inside. I spoke with Zach, uh, that episode will be coming out soon. Also, the drummer of Chemist. If you don't know Chemist, check it out. Super yep. cool. Yep, yep. Oh. And uh, there's down in Florida. They make the Jig High. Oh, Highlight? Yeah. Um, Cigar City. That. Yep. Also, apparently, are metalheads. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't yeah. surprise Because they make beers for obituary who are from Florida uh, as well. Right. So they're doing collabs and stuff? They do, yeah. Yo, you should do a collab. I have an idea, and on that point, I have to pee. Yes, go for it. Yeah. Because I was actually thinking I'm going to swap you out we're, we're gonna We're going to be... Yeah, we're going we're pretty good. Work. We're like damn near two and a half hours, bro. No way. Really? Yeah. Unbelievable. See? It's not messing around out here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, so definitely uh, make sure y'all check Cryptopsy out. Like, Matt is such a G. So cool like that. Like, Scott and I... It's so fascinating. I, I want to... I really want to to learn how to do the... Oh, shit. Tiff used to get mad. Me and Scotty used to do it all the time and try and figure out how to do that stuff. It's so fascinating to me because it's such like a unique skill. Like to be able to sort of like get your voice to do that shit. It's not something that um, I guess uh, we've been traditionally, I don't know, just seeing people do it when you see them live and they're going from like the, oh, to like the, ah, the high scream and shit. Like what in the fuck, man? It's some whole, uh, it's a whole other game. I actually didn't think that metal singers could sing. That's actually an interesting thing I learned. I mean, I guess technically it makes sense, but like, why would the person that sounds like they're screaming because they're screaming blew my mind with the fact that metal singers can sing in a traditional mo- mo- way. Most people can actually. Yeah. Mo- most, not all. Most of them. A lot. A lot of like people. It depends. Some some people start off 
wanting to be a singer, and then and they, they can't, up, so they end up screaming. But a lot of the times, a I lot of the singers, rapping. a lot of the singers, if I could sing, fuck, yeah, yeah. a lot of the singers just happen to be, a lot of the screamers happen to be good singers, and you know they warm up. I always warm up my voice when I. When I when I before I hit the stage, I have to. It's it's so important. Because it's like yeah. just to conserve and to wake up my voice. It's like uh, doing some stretches before, like doing some some, some some exercise. Yeah. Okay. It's important to to stay fresh and right. How much, how much does being the ability to sing impact your ability to scream? I think it just makes it easier at the beginning because it's, it's such like a, it's a, a different mechanism. skill set, right? It's such a yeah, but it's just a, such a mechanism. As long as, it's all about breath. Mm-hmm. That's something that I've really realize over the past year let's say because i did a bunch of shows last year i did probably 60 80 maybe 100 shows last year Mm -hmm. and uh something that i've just really been focusing on on stage is it's all about breath it's something that i think about very frequently while i'm screaming right because it's 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 not about pushing it's about just hitting the right tone and maintaining the right pressure with your diaphragm and just keeping it steady Hmm. yeah did you see the episode of joe rogan with be real from cypress hill i did not no he talked about that. He said he was taught by an opera singer how to use his diaphragm because be real if you hear him, you're familiar with this? Yeah. Yes. So he, I always like, he explained why he raps like he raps because he sounds like this high-pitched sort of voice because his actual speaking voice is significantly lower and when he was rapping and, and Send Dog, the other dude who's actually not so good lyrically but he has a cool voice, he was like, well, he sounded sick. He's like, I sounded kind of like whatever and then he started doing that, that high-pitched stuff and people were like, oh okay that's dope but that's hard to maintain it's hard to maintain because he was doing he's fucking up his voice and he mm-hmm. saw he saw this um lady who was an like either an opera singer or at least she had trained very significant i forgot who it was but significant uh individuals on how to sing and how to sort of use your diaphragm because since then it's like i'm good and because they tour so much cypress so yep. a legacy act that are uh, touring off the basis of Cypress Hill and now they do the Prophets of Rage Prophets of Rage well. with like Chuck D and yes. the dudes from Rage is he, he's, in that, well. he's in that as well yeah, correct yep, okay. yep, yep, yep. so they're doing all that stuff but it was interesting to me to hear about the diaphragm it's so important it, and I was it's trying everything. to figure it out yeah. because whenever me and my, bro- my brother always loses his voice when before he raps too okay. so whenever we perform he always loses his voice because I think he's screaming and then like I was watching a video the other day. We did a song with our friends in Melbourne. They have a band. And they were um, they kind of like influenced by Tool, so they did a song um, that it was. And we took their song it was like a fucking nine minute song, and we just filled the gaps with raps. Oh, cool! And we performed it with them a couple of times, and it was the funnest shit ever yes, because we could like jump up and down and yes. be crazy. It's almost like hard rock. The vocals was clean. It's not like screaming, but we were kind of like screaming with them, and like, and I was like, I remember afterwards I couldn't talk, and like even listening back and watching the video, I'm like, that's hard if you're not practicing too, because it's it's another. I said it on one of the podcasts. It's like you you go into the studio and it's one challenge, totally, and then you go to the jam room, and then to translate from the studio to the jam room is another challenge, and then go to go from the jam room Mm -hmm. to the stage is the final challenge because the you're moving and the energy and the adrenaline and then you're not supporting your diaphragm every step is like a different thing like studio you can do line by line totally. let's not lie what punches are stu- studio world is you know yeah, yeah yeah and that's nothing wrong with that yeah I I try not to do it but but it tends to happen now you try and do like what's your I do full takes and then go back and try to punch in here and there but interesting yeah. I'm with that too I yeah. do full takes I don't do I won't I always keep the full verse with 
that and very rarely if I'm like everything was perfect but this one little thing I'm like alright fuck it I'll just fix that yeah. rather than redo it but I like to have one continuous just imagine back in the day how long it used to take on tape and yeah. stuff I yeah. couldn't even imagine we're so yeah. lucky and then all off the floor like imagine like that Rage Against the Machine yeah that that first album and the Tool album were all recorded in that Sound City studio the Dave Grohl documentary thing mm-hmm. where he got his board at Sound City and it was, it was, a, it was a studio and Rage Against the Machine, the first album, Tool's first album, Undertow, were all recorded live off the floor. Just all one take. Yeah. I think that the, the vocals were probably done separate there. But, but Potentially, yeah. because it would maybe would work. But punch ins probably still happen, but they, you know, imagine how different, good different bands game. were back then. And even like you and I, you the 60s, the Motown and stuff, mm-hmm. when that was even was more like, intense. But those were like dudes that lived in the studio. Yeah, and that's the what band. They they were, this, that yeah, they were job, like the, you know? like the, the Dap Kings. And, 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 and they're dudes like, that were just forgotten. No one even knows who they are. They just know like the singers. Yeah, exactly. They didn't do interviews. I would have interviewed them and talked about beer. Right? So we need to box it off to 1963. Yes. God damn it. Way behind. There's like three types of beer ever. All right. <laughs> what, was a, it, what was it? It was a, it was a, a blonde. Was it even a blonde or an no, ale? No. Oh well, if you want to argue, say if you want to talk a British style, they would have had porters. Okay. They would have had just an ale, probably just like British style, like cask. That was warm the ale with the pump thing. Have you had a good it, one of those? A craft beer? Not since I've been into craft beer. I was I haven't been to England for some time, but when I went there in 2004. I remember my cousin got me like a John Smith bitter and I had to be like, can't drink this. Yeah. <laughs> but I reckon if I went there now... There's a place in Manchester called The Knot. K-N-O-T? Yes. Yeah. It was, they had hand-pumped craft beer. Oh, shit. It was really, it was really good. See, I want to yeah. try that. It's I hard, though. It's hard to get past the, the flatness. Yeah. It's a strange thing. Yeah. Yes. yes. I've, had, like, I've had a bunch of casks, but I, I feel like it's, from what I'm told, it's some sort of, not religious experience, but like a... It's a, it's a thing and you kind of capture that energy mm. and you kind of just like alright I'm in England so I did it at uh, Brewski Brewski they were serving in one Sweden? of the Brewski oh pub Brewski yeah yeah they were, they were serving a cask of one of their IPAs yep yep yeah. and they usually added funny weird shit to yes it. exactly it was like a uh, pineapple or something or that's cool something something How I can't remember it? it was good but it was warm and warm and flat <laughs> I mean, I've had cast. Yeah. We did a collab with Helm. I know we were supposed to go to Helm, yes. but my main concern was um, that this would happen. Noise. <laughs> well, we take forever, and then they were like, not like one time I did a podcast there during the day, and they were kind of like, man, like, hurry up, we're going to turn the music up. So I was like, let's just do it at the crib so we can drink whatever we want and not have any restrictions. And I appreciate no, the much easier. But hey, man, pleasure. Thank you again for coming. Um, we did a collab with them, I want to say a year or two ago, probably two years ago for Mondial. We did a, it's called Morning Glory. It was a cold brew coffee porter with vanilla so i mean the owner we went and got some vanilla beans we went and chose a coffee from saint Henri. we came back he made it i didn't wasn't participating in the brew it was exceptional i couldn't believe how good it was and then we did a cask version with um chipotle peppers and something cacao nibs mm. so i had both of them side by side and like it was actually pretty good because I think if you keep the cask a little cool, it's pretty dope. But it's like, I didn't really, I don't like peppers and beer. That's why this Mexican one, I'm like, I'm glad you're splitting it with me. <laughs> I'm glad you chose that one. Because I, I, I like spicy beers. Well, yeah. no, I don't mind it, but like, it's not like my jam type of thing. Um, but it can be, it, it can have its moments and stuff, you know. So it's sort of like cask is hit or miss. I need to piss so fucking bad. Yes. I'm going to take that group. Do you want to pull these two? Yeah, talk yeah. about this yeah. new beer. This was uh, my beer of the week. 
Along with my yes, I saw that. I wanted to comment, but I week. didn't drink for nine days. I was trying to comment. I was like, "Can't see shit." I uh, have uh, started doing a beer of the week, and uh, the Get Wavy, a double dry hopped double IPA, eight point five percent ABV, from Misorum. It's called Get Wavy. It was my beer of the week, and it's something that I've started doing. I sort of started doing it on the podcast back in January, but then I started touring a lot, and when you start setting up podcasts, if you don't know this, all of the extra work that you add into it means extra time, and when you're on tour, you don't have time to do things like this, so I didn't do it anymore. So I'm going to try to just make it a post and not something that I have to talk about and edit. So, uh, yeah, let's see what this is. I'll get it in me. <laughs> We're going to talk about all these uh, potential cryptopsy beers that I want to make when he, when uh, Craig gets back. There you go. Woof! Mate. You were good. See, this is already looking a little less hazy than the other one. This is called Get Wavy, eh? Get Wavy. It so smells amazing. Very interesting. I like that uh, they're sort of um, moving between... Oh, do you know what I really appreciate about them as well? That they're going between English and French. And I, I told... Oh, uh, with the names. That's true, yeah. With the names. And I told... Um, I love the branding. <laughs> oh, the branding is so sick. I told um, JF from uh, Echo when he did his um when we're deciding on how he's going to run his social i was like make sure it's in english and in french because the idea is that like basically beer tourism is a real thing mm -hmm. and you don't want to ever just um, alienate half anybody of the bro yeah, so i like that and i really like because i know the vincent I'm, I'm pretty sure they're all francophones yes yeah but they're cognizant they do their social in bilingual and i'm like always i love that yeah. because i think what they're doing is like it's sort of like, whilst I respect the historical connotations of Quebec and what it means and stuff like that, it's like, I really think that it's important in beer to make everybody welcome. And there's going to be people coming from the States to drink this. From Ontario, too. Yeah. From Ontario. Yeah. That's what I said to yeah. JF. I was like, dude, people from Ontario are going to see that shit. And they're going to come here and they're going to want to be able to see what's up. And if you don't speak to them... Especially if there's a hype. Especially if there's hype. And that's why Missorum, I think, is really, really, really important. So look at this. Wow, that is milky I again. I really, really like it. So it's definitely more on the dank side? Yeah, yeah. Tropical? Tropical, super. Yeah, hell yeah, man. Cheers. Get it in you. Get it in you. Nice. All right. So I don't see this as being green. Maybe it's just it's too late. This is night. way... Yeah, do you know what? <laughs> I was just thinking that too. I was like, wow, this is not green at all. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel that like burn there. Maybe a little right at the end. But not nowhere near. Yeah. So we have to do a ready for stupid face. Yes. Because I haven't had this one yet. I love how you just Thank you again, that with the can, of course. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I had to I, bring I, it I, surprise I, you. You're right? Are we metal enough? Are we brutal Always, enough? Yes. Because you got to see the box and I'll try that. Yes. I feel pretty metal right now, bro. I don't know. My wife was like, Are they filming this? You should bring another shirt. So I wear like not metal shirts at no. work. <laughs> no, like it's good. It's good to wear. A, no, no, uh, no. But I brought another shirt. <laughs> is that is that or No, no. This is uh, my boys in Night Rage, half Greek, nice. half Swedish. All right. Yeah. They rocked that. Yeah. Do you know what hop turned this by the way? No. No. I should have taken a picture of the board, but I had both kids. No. I went. I went to Misorum with both my kids by myself. Wow. I, I, I rocked it. It was great. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. 
That was good, huh? It was great, yeah. <laughs> it worked out well. I was in and out. Apparently Noah was saying that it was like mad kid. Was it you telling me? No, it was Noah. It was Noah. me and my kids and his kids. Yeah, yeah he said, I was, yeah. he goes, dude, I was with my kids. Old age, he goes, kids at every single table. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that was cool. me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's probably why you're connected. Did you recognize him? No, yeah. I, the, the first week I was there, one of his friends, I should remember his name. I apologize if you're listening. Dad? Uh, I'm horrible with names. You're much better at names than I remember faces, and I remembered him, and yeah, he remembered I'm, me. I'm bad too, trust me, bro. I'm and really he had bad. told Noah about me, and Noah had started following me oh, the week good. before. Good, 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 good. And he introduced me to Noah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm gonna send them some photos yeah. of us shortly. I'm yes, gonna, I have a chat. I actually know it was actually was just texting right now. He's, he's old man dildo <laughs> from Hack Beer Writers. <laughs> I see. That. I wasn't yes. gonna read the record. No, so he oh, was, you're um, Hack Beer Writers. All of us is like four of us okay, cool. in the, in the yeah. thing. There's our friends from Hops and Bros in I, uh, I know that name too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it's Chris and Max, but Max is in the group, but he doesn't comment. He's yeah. like, I feel he's bad for him. In the wall. He's flying the wall, but I feel I don't think he checks it very often. I feel bad yeah. that he's. I'm sure he's turned. He's, he's turned off the it. notifications. And our other friend Nathan from Nate Nathan does beer, so he's I actually know, our like, beer I follow, writer. I follow that as well. Nate, yeah. Nate's the man. He's our. He's a part of BOS, so he's our writer for our blog. Like if oh, you see any long long form blog posts, that's Nate. So Noah, one time, I think I called him, I think you fucking dildo. Like I think I called him a dildo. And he went to, that was like kind of stuck. And then one time he said he didn't tell me something. He said, no, I never said that. And then I found it in a thing. Like, ah, you told me that. Screenshotted it. And I was like, you told me that. He goes like, okay. And he changed his name to Dildoa. Like Noah Dildoa. Nice. Yeah. So he's been basically some form of like, that's why I love the group chats because you can change everybody's nickname. And like it like, so now he's Dildoa. So now he's like, old man dildo. I don't even know who changed that, but it's fucking ridiculous. So I can tell you some of my, my Cryptopsy Please. collabo beers that I want to do. Can we? Yes. I have so many. We have, we have so many. So this is, can we just say this real quick? So if any breweries are listening, I want you to reach out to Vox and Hops and I want you to make this shit happen. I, I'd like to make right a Vox now. and Hops beer too as well. And you absolutely but, should. But, but it's just that Cryptopsy, me, my guitarist, Christian Donaldson, Vox mm-hmm. and Hops alumni, Olivier Pinard, my bassist, Vox and Hops alumni, Love craft beer very, 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 very much. Yes. And we have so many ideas. Yes. Now, the obvious one that we never thought about and is the last one that we've heard of is uh, goes to my friend Brad, the quietest bassist I've ever toured oh, with. Once again, the bassist. From, from Ingested. Yeah. The guy says nothing, but when he says stuff, it's like boo. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> He's that guy? <laughs> yeah. Okay. We hadn't thought about this somehow. The Cryptopsy. Clip hop flu. Yes. How do we not think about this? I don't know. It's like... Yes, so a double dry hopped IPA would be just perfect. I feel like it's a Mosorum club yes, right a there. Yes, a Vincent. Yes. And then my favorites, I have a few, is the Nun Sober. We have the, our classic album called Nun So Vile. To Nun Sober. Nun okay. Sober would be like a Russian Imperial Porter <laughs> with maple syrup. Ooh, yeah. make it make it local. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Maple syrup and, what do we say, cherries would be really less local. Because it's kind of like blood. Maybe. It's kind of yeah. like brutal. Yeah. Nun sober. And the, the cover of Nun so Vile is this girl carrying John the Baptist's head. So instead of the head, it would be just a bunch of the nun sober <laughs> beers just like spilt over. and or it's like cherries. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Maple yeah, yeah. syrup dripping Driven or something. Yeah. everything. So that would be the nun sober. Want that. Russian Imperial That's Porter. Happen. That's going to happen. I want to... Uh, we have a song called White Worms. So okay. I do the White Worms, which would be a Hefeweizen Asian tequila casks. Oh, nice. With yeah. actual worms in there? Yes, if possible. And if you're lucky, yeah. it comes through. Over, over hop. Over hop. You can make that happen. <laughs> Brazil, do they do that? Do they? 
They don't do tequila in Brazil. They do. Um, and the Mexicans do tequila. What the What's the liquor in Brazil? Fuck. Like it was Capinera. What's it called? You know that. You know that uh, cocktail. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. No, but I don't know. It's not. Tequila. There is a Brazilian yeah. cocktail. It's not te- tequila. It's Mexican, yeah. but there is a Brazilian. Captain, C A P I N, like it's got an H in it. Yeah, Kate. Sorry, Patty. Yeah, <laughs> we suck with our Portuguese sucks. Absolutely. You fucking better learn it, bro. You're about to. Kachaca, kachaca. Ca- oh, I think, spell uh, that again? Kasa. C A C H A C with a little squiggle and A. Oh, fuck. I don't even know. Oh, Kahasa. Kahasa. Kahasa? Yeah. Okay, so Patty's gonna get mad if she listens. I'm sorry, Patty. Sorry, Patty. Okay. And then I have the. Thank you, babe. We have Haze of the Fathers. We have a song called Graves of the Fathers. <laughs> Haze of the Fathers. Dude, this is so sick. We have so many. <laughs> Did you do many shows in Montreal? Uh, no, because we try to be scarce. Like, of course, you like, have to like, be. Like, you have good, to do like, like one a year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even less, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. yeah. So when you do do a thing, yeah. you can make sure you do it like and get a, be a couple beers, different beers done for it. It's hard to sell it in... No, we have nothing done, no. Do you have any plans? No, no. No, no but I'm saying like, you could plan something. Yes, but it's hard to sell inside. It's hard to have a merch piece. No, 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 as... no, 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 fuck much. On draft. But a lot of places are so restrictive with so it. So they're going to find a place that's cool with it. Yeah. But that's out of the, we just want to have a promoter that deals our it. show and then gives us our, the So then you talk to the want. venue and be like, you know, we're headlining and like, I've got where I'm like, the singer is a beer guy. Like, you got weight. You'd be like, look. We're going to sell this out of our van. We're going to sell that. Like, <laughs> trust van. me, so you're going to do that or you're going to fucking sell it through yeah. here. We've done, but just to put in respect, we used to run an event in Toronto called Hip Hop and Breakfast. Really? So, was yeah, it in we the morning? Did, <laughs> yes, it was a brunch event. And yeah. dude, people lined up in minus 20, minus 30 for you like 45 minutes beforehand. Yes, that was my point. We actually used to run Hip Hop Karaoke Montreal and we sold out for like a year and a half. It was crazy at Belmont. Really? Belmont just I know there. Belmont. Yeah, it's a great Belmont. Um, yeah, I love that. Do you know Alex? I, no, I don't, but I, I know. The, the long hair dude, he's yeah. G, I love him. Um, the Hip Hop and Breakfast in Toronto, so we did Hip Hop Montreal, Hip Hop Karaoke Montreal, but Hip Hop and Breakfast, we tried to expand it, but it just didn't really pan out. But what we did was Lost Craft, uh, is a brewery from Toronto. He's a friend. He it's a contract brewery. I, think I know right now. just because you posted. Yeah, I've, I've I got some stuff. I'll show you this stuff. Um, they we brought their beer because they look very sexy. These really cool looking white cans. And our our audience it was 2016, uh, 2015, 2016 um, would have gone for that. So we said to the venue, like, look, will you stock the beer? Like, as in, take the cans, whatever you sell, we'll just invoice you for what you sell. You don't even have to buy anything. There's no obligation. And the venue was cool with that. Really? There's no so, liquor license license that was an issue? Whatever that, unless they went under the table, my understanding is <laughs> that they still, there was an agreement between the brewery, the brewery invoiced the venue for the cans that were sold. Like, okay, you sold X amount of cans. They, they just told us how much they sold. They gave us the rest as well. Okay. And we said these are the these are also this case here is for for us those four of us who run it so these are for us and that um, we were able to distribute so if we had friends we were like yeah you know pull this guy out bring him blah, 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 stuff like that so they were completely chill with it so the point being is that there should be venues that if you had some kegs of like small batch stuff. Which is like I'm like just yeah. take the take the kegs and we'll just, and we'll just charge us for what you do and we'll take them back afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like fourths or something would be cool with that. Like I'd be saying, yeah. and I'm more than happy to help in any way I I'd can sick, to do yeah. that. Yeah, um, I'll try next Montreal show, yeah. dude. I'm saying, like I feel like because you've got all these. Sorry, I cut you I off in the so middle. Many ideas, Keep going yeah, if you want to bust out the ideas. Uh, 
the the ale of the fathers, working off of the graves of the fathers would be like an, an old, an old ale. Yeah, like aged in something horrible, like in a cognac <laughs> or something. Okay, and uh, oh no, there's the we have a song called "Cold Hate, Warm Blood." <laughs> I love metal. So it'll be it'll be cold haze, warm Ooh. blood, and it's a hazy IPA with blood orange. Ooh, yeah. These are fucking gold. No, I know, but this is us drunk and, and, and this is you know this you got everything my guitarist has them all written down. Okay. Yeah. I feel like a lot of these are on brand from the Sorum, but there's gonna mm -hmm. be some other And then there's the, the the Belgian classic, which is a Lord Worm I have to give him credit. Yes, it shouts to We have a song called Abbey Gore. So the Abbey Abbey Gore. Yeah, so yeah. you'd be like some sort of a Belgian like triple. Ale, a Belgian yeah, triple. In yeah. that sense. Yeah. Do this hit me now. Do you perform songs that oh yeah we have to you have to because people want to hear i play five songs from none so vile every night and you try to i do them myself in I, his way i try to do him justice but in my voice and people are cool with that it's, i've grown people have grown cool with it okay <laughs> some people still don't like it but you know not everyone's happy i'm with sure it's lit yeah okay it's I brutal like that. that's for sure and that's all that matters yeah. it's brutal do you know what, did i tell i don't know if i told you there was this thing i saw this thing on uh um facebook or whatever and it was like all these metal logos that was like it's not if you can still read if you can still understand it's not brutal enough i just think brutal in the world because all my metal friends used to use it and i never was like oh okay i didn't realize it was like a thing oh it's a thing brutal yeah yeah i like it that, death, me death metal it's is aggressive. brutal yeah that's aggressive i like it it's funny because most most of the like, and like people are always like where, where do you like to play the most it's like i have a few questions that I'm, journalists like to ask these yeah. boring annoying questions which yeah. is what i framed vox and what do you like to play the most not to be no it's all the same <laughs> so the, there's people there's dudes. there's people there's a stage and there's a lot of love and aggression so do they do we talk about this last in, in vox and Hops when we did it excuse me if i did like the fucking the 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 death the, the, the wall of death and shit when i, I first saw that no, I don't. Oh, the Dillinger Escape Plan. No, 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 no. That was the we call that run-on concert. Yes, I, I think I think we did talk about that because I was wearing a Dillinger shirt. Yeah, and it was like it was the coolest thing in the world to me because yeah. I knew the girl who used to date my cousin was friends with her. Who used to date Greg. Greg, oh, he's so and cool. yeah. when me and we saw that and the running on the heads and like like that is like the pinnacle moment. He's a lunatic. He's a lunatic, but I feel like. I want to do that one day. Still, like even in hip hop, I don't to know. Hip hop, hip hop people aren't really gonna do it. Like, ah, It'd be like the boom, 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 get beat <laughs> right? Like, cause I need to be down with you guys. Like yeah. in the metal thing, maybe I could be the head runner. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm like that. I, I was around cunts heads. Like, come, come to Japan with me next time. You can run, with run on a bunch of Japanese heads. I feel like they'll be comfortable. They'll be on. I started like crowd surfing in Japan because yeah, cool. there was just so many people. <laughs> yeah, they like it was. I, I knew they wouldn't drop me because it was physically impossible. <laughs> they were just so close together. Everyone's just like, all right. They were just so close together they couldn't really? move. You know, so. they're like, all right, I got him. Yeah. So then, okay, so there's running on people's heads, which I think is just brilliant. Um, but going to a did we not talk about? It? Sure, we didn't talk about this. Even if we did, not this would be. A I don't think so. But so, I, I did not edit our interview yet, so I might. So have forgotten. fantastic, good. So even if it is, it doesn't matter. But we so i grew up i got into hip-hop at like 12 years old so like going to hip-hop shows in australia um, in australia so i was going to hip-hop shows my whole life now if you touch me at a hip-hop show it's going to be a fight yes right and that was what i'm used to now i'm not a fighter in any shape or form what i'm like i'm a chill bro like oh sorry i'm like that's why i like canada you're almost apologizing. canadian yeah. oh i'm, I'm <laughs> technically you are canadian, canadian now. Yeah. i am very canadian and i feel it and i always did i'm just not i just don't like fight violence it's really i don't like it either. of course not right so 
that's cool. But then when I started getting into the metal stuff, um, I went to, I want to say there was a gig on picture. It's got the Phoenix in Toronto and it was born of Osiris, but the yes. headliners were either, um, um, it wasn't that gig. What are they called? Under Oath? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if they opened up Under Oath with like the headliner. I would and imagine I, so at that point. Yeah. At that point, and I saw, I think I saw Asking Alexandria. I heard the one song from them, which I like because they had the three different things with the, yes. the high pitch, the low pitch, the clean. I was like, this is crazy. Whatever it was, there was like Thursday, like a punk band. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And all this different stuff. And I was like, it's a big deal. Yeah, yeah it was, it was yeah. pretty serious. And I remember going there, and like, me and my boy, and we and we were watching. Yeah, it's a and they, pit, yeah. they did the Wall of Death thing. Born of Osiris did? Yes, I'm pretty yes. sure it was Born of Osiris because like, I like, actually rapped over a song where there's called Omniscience. Really? And because it was Did you send it to them? No, no, no. You like, should do it. I, I, don't, I know the a singer. Yeah. I, I can send it to Cameron. Oh, yeah. Dude, if they yeah. like it, it's actually like, it's cool because Cameron's it was like, cool. He'll like yeah? It. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That would be fucking really cool. It's like, Seven years old, but like I, would, I, I can definitely yeah look that up. For I'll, sure. I'll, I'll send it to you before we I leave. It's on Bandcamp and stuff because it was yeah, a yeah. mixtape stuff. So, so easy. I, yeah. I had a, a series of mixtape called the Indie Experiment where That's I was rapping cool. over like only indie stuff and just not taking the song away, but just filling in the gaps when there was stuff yeah. in to try and do something. Which different. is when they had the, the Tool esque band from. It's same concept. Yes. And that song yeah. that's called Celestine that was on one of those projects. I put it on that in the end and stuff. So. I was what with me and Scott, my the co-host, we were into it because he was into. I was like, "Yo, you want to come to this gig?" Because no one will come to the gigs with me. Because like I'm going to all my friends are rappers. Like oh, I was telling Tiff the other day, like all my friends are actual rappers, like artists. Just like all your friends. Vale are, probably... are coming, right? Pardon? Vale and are coming, but there's five shows that day. The Vale are coming. They're coming here. Really? Where? Yeah, there's Periphery, Vale Maya, and other bands. But the same night, there's Sleep, and. Uh, I can't remember sleep and the same night is revocation voivod and uh conjurer it's like there's it's what like, you gonna be i'm gonna go to revocation gun to not going to valeria Valmaya? no no damn it because i have many 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 but i can May. i can probably can you, hook you up when, when is it do you know what it is i think it's the 13th of september i'm here it's a friday i'll go by myself yeah. tiff won't come but i'll go but by i'll myself. try to i yeah uh rich Oh yeah, out. Rich will go. Richard, uh, like he loves out. that shit. Okay, all right, you're the fucking man. Just seeing when they were like, all right, guys, I don't... do that. I do that, but I don't call it. What? Okay, so so to the all right, everyone. I can't remember what the words they use. What's it called? It's called the wall of death. Wall of wall of death. That's yeah. what I said. Okay, so they they yeah. went to the side. Tiff, are you? Do you know what I'm talking about? You, like, split, man, you, sp- you split the split crowd the fucking... down the middle, from the front to the back. The whole mosh pit has to pick a side, and then I when the singer calls it or when the song starts it depends how it's organized they run into each other like Braveheart <laughs> like ah! yeah. and then it becomes a giant circle pit but you know what the best part it. was and then you have the circle there's people that hang out in the middle that like sort of like try to challenge both sides because they're too tough to join a side of the wall of death so there could be that but what I like the, the circle most circle pits are my favorite the circle pit, like okay, that's what yeah. it's called. Yeah. Scott called them tossing beavers, like young kids, because well, 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 we were the other thing. Because there were so many kids, I was just getting thrown. But yeah. the best part were like dudes were helping dudes up. Always, there's love. That's what I said. You tour there's around the world, love, it's right? all the same. Mm. In that pit, we are all one. Yeah, it's, it's, it's no one wants to get hurt. That's why I don't like. There's these. So everyone goes pit, uh, not punishers. Pit. I can't remember. If people that know what I'm talking about, please put it in the comments. Is a. Uh, they just go around and punch people in the face, try to knock them out. Oh, I don't like that. Fuck that. I don't see that happen in my shows because if I did, I would just 
you would make them kick down. Easily. Right, right, right. Throw them right through. Jump down. Fuck them I, up. I don't mind. I don't mind like the whole karate hardcore thing. Yeah, when they do as, long, as, as long as no one's getting kicked in the face there. But, right. But Circle is my favorite. I don't call the wall of death. I, I call the wall of death, but I don't say it. What do you say? I just use, I just split them with you my hands. Yeah. And, <laughs> and they're like, and, oh, and it's it, like, you're like Moses. But it's, a, but it's a classic song. It's, we have a, on Non So Vile, we have a song called Phobophile. It starts with this big piano intro. And then I, at the end of the piano intro, I call it. And, it and they just, they know what's happens. up. They know what's up. They're yeah. ready for it. They want it, so. I mean, it's, it's it's a beautiful, but from where I was coming from, so you pitch a, a dude Scared. who grew up like, in what the fuck? Is I was this? like, yeah. and look, as long I'm, as you're not in the pit. No, I was back. Yeah. I, I'm like more of a. I'm too observer. old to pit. Yeah. Pardon? I'm too, too old. To old? Pit. Did you do it back in the day? Yeah. 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 So I didn't get to do it because I didn't get to experience the one time I went. It was like a garage rock band. So it was like this one in from Melbourne called British India. And I had my camera. I used to film all the shows all the time. And then someone, like, they were going so wild, they knocked my camera, someone stepped on it, and they had to pay to get it fixed. And Aww. since then, I was like, all right. Let me <laughs> so see you're always in media. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, just standing back. Just like, you know, this is before I was doing anything of note. So I was like, all right, watching these mans do it. And I'm like, yo, if anyone touched me like this is a hip-hop show, it's fucking, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed the... But stepping into a pit is like you're, you're signing a waiver. I essentially, I can see that. And it was like everyone was trying to help everybody so I could understand it, but my brain was it was taken a bit mm-hmm. to, to for the physical, the, the I don't want to say violence, but like the, the it's almost like a like a like a if you have like a bunch of brothers, yeah, just and going you're like like yeah, rough housing. That. That's what it is, and right? Because you like it and you're just just experiencing it. I yeah. want to watch the band play, at this right? Point but it was also like, yeah, exactly. And I'm yeah. with you. I mean, you'd be at the back sipping yeah. on some firehouse yeah. beer and just watching these dudes. Like, yeah, okay, this is sick. We snuck in the firehouse beer because yeah, firehouse beer because they can have Boreal. <laughs> they have some, no, no shout out to Boreal, but like they can have the OG Boreal, which is some, if we're lucky. Or or we'll be drinking some Saint Count. Well, I mean, like <laughs> it's not even that bad. It, it's my crap beer of choice. Yeah. yeah, and when we do this, I'm going to get into our uh, um, lightning round. Yes. Which is the equivalent of, of yours. Do you, do you want to do the questions that you have for Vox and Hops on this one, or should we keep that only for Vox and Hops and make sure it's Questions? Like, you know, you're the ones you mentioned before about what's, what are you listening to and stuff like that. Can I ask you those questions that you would normally What ask? I'm listening to? Like the questions you mentioned before that you said you ask everybody on Vox and Hops. Sure. Like, Go for it, yeah. What, what were the ones? Because I, I, have, I have my questions. I oh, don't no, just Just do, do your questions. Okay. So Vox and Hops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because we're, we're about to crack the, uh, the stout. Um, this is what we call the lightning round. Man, this is three hours. This is one of the longest podcasts ever. Really? Yeah. Jesus. This is brilliant. I love it. See, this is why we have a big memory gun. I knew that we'd have fun. Yeah, I kind I of... I have a 32 like, gig. You have 32? But I wipe it every time. Oh, you have to. This is yeah. eight. I tried yeah. to... Do you know what I found? I found my old camera was 32, and I thought it was 32 gig. It was 32 meg. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? We were trying to like use that shit, and we were like, yo! It just I, I couldn't believe it. I was like why gone. is it so small it's why is it always gone yeah. it's just like what the fuck um, I wipe it every time yeah. you have to yeah. yeah I'm gonna copy this I'm gonna take this to my brother it. put it in logic and boom 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 keep, oh no keep this clean because just in case I don't wanna take any risk exactly and, so I, dro- and I drop it in, in, in SoundCloud no in Dropbox Dropbox always yeah. yeah I'm gonna rip it I'm gonna put it in logic and I'll send it, I, I, I put it with that intro and all that stuff and I'll send it to my brother and be like Get me that shit. Mans don't fuck around. Engineer styles. All right. So this is our guilty pleasure. This is our lightning round. <laughs> Guess I'm drunk, dude. Are they 10.30? 
Okay. Um, it's good. It's yes, good. it's fucking good, bro. What is your guilty pleasure beer? Beer you would be embarrassed to admit to a fellow beer nerd that you enjoy? A uh, bad sound count. What's the soot? It's a great one. It's 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 if I'm at a bar and there's nothing craft on tap, I'm drinking a bad sound count. Can't Which is wrong. exactly what you said yeah. on my podcast. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and we high five. Yeah, 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 we did. <laughs> when I got my uh, Canadian permanent residency, Richard Basterash, my video guy, he brought me a a, a big key. The cycle. It was great. It was terrible, but it was awesome. Yes. Uh, the opposite, a beer you would decline under any circumstance. If I can go back in the back uh, when I started drinking, I skipped over my whole sweet, sugary, garbage malt liquor phase, okay. yeah. which was a tornado, which is from it's from here. It's called Tornado. It's like the Mike's Hard Lemonade of Quebec, okay. Except it was so much worse. So <laughs> a fruit punch tornado would wow. be what I would turn down. That sounds really bad. It was really bad, and I I used to drink beer like. Is it beer? It's malt liquor. Same shit. Framed in a beer bottle. Interesting. And we used to get these big Gatorade bottles and make a hole down here and put your thumb over the hole and pour your beer in the top. So it's yeah. like, And then you'd shotgun it, but we'd put like two, three of these in this one liter. That's disgusting. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> so I thought you were going to talk about you made a bong or some shit. No, no. Like, we, no. Were, we were just pounding three beers at a time. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Come back. Huh? Early beast mode. <laughs> <laughs> You are brutal, sir. Um, what was your gateway beer? What was the beer that got you into craft beer? It has to be Le Castel's uh, Yakima. Yakima IPA. It's great. Yeah. Or the great Pale Ale option. from Les Tours Oh, yeah? They got yeah. Pale Well, they did or have it. No, it must be an India Pale Ale. I think was that the, the one that's in the 750 with the cork? Yes. So that's actually a hazy IPA, actually, right? No, there. not the IPA. Pale Ale. They had a Pale Ale. Huh. Yeah. Do they still have that? I don't know because I don't buy it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering if Vince used to make that hazy IPA. We should ask Vince. Just a Vince. I, I think. I it, bet he would know. It was actually a good hazy IPA. It was I, initially, and then it initially. changed. Did it really? I find recently. Some, no, but like over the course of like a year, because I, I really enjoyed it initially, and then I didn't. Mm. Yeah. But when I was, agree that it was a, a hazy. It was yeah. when I first. So you know, we we told you like we started doing BML videos before we did BML when people was sending his beer. We did the videos called Versus. It was like a, a video concept that we could try and to fill up in the off weeks when we're doing the podcast every other week. Yes. So what we'd do, we'd try and compare similar beers. Oh, that's cool. So what we did was we were like, all right, well, I, was, I just discovered Juicin from Sawdust. I had one of those. And I said to Noah, like, what should I get to compare? And I had an aromatherapy from Beyond the Pale in uh, Ottawa, which yes. technically wasn't hazy. And Noah was like, get the IPA from the Thomas Catan. I'm like, really? Is it hazy? So yeah, 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 yeah. But it had to be mad fresh. And this is when I learned about freshness of IPAs. And I went to this place. I'm not going to name it, but it fucking sucks up on Laurier. It's terrible. And it's a place and they kept it on the shelf. So I got it from the shelf, not knowing, one, the hazy IPA shouldn't be on the shelf. And two, it was already two or three weeks old. And it wasn't that hazy. And uh, I was like, what are you even talking about? And I think I tried it afterwards. And I was like, oh, okay. So that's not storing beer and having it. Uh, on time it's mm -hmm. very important to that style so it went the hard way but I, I remember that was 2016 late 2016 early 2017 when we did that so I think that has it changed since then would you say I have not bought it since okay because who, buy, who buys beers I should right? give it a, yeah, you buy beers I, yeah, I buy on. beers you don't buy beers what I'm going to say 
Occasionally. I should, I should get that. I feel, in a few years, I'll... I'll yeah, who buys yeah. beers? That should be your, your next that should be shirt. Like, shirt. <laughs> who the fuck buys beers? <laughs> <laughs> so Noah, Noah's always the free beer guy. We actually had someone give a shit. This is what pissed me off. That's why we joke about it. Someone was saying, like, we were being... Pr- people in beer don't understand PR and how PR packages work. So they send it to people like yourself, like us, like cops and bros, like Nathan and like like Noah, who who have a platform and they review the beers. Well, that's what PR does. You send it to them in hope that they'll review it. And people were like... I can't remember why, but someone was saying that, like, oh, I was just trying to get, I'm doing this for free beer. Like, you really think... Do you know how much work that goes into all of this? You know. <laughs> for, for, what, $15 a beer? You really think yeah. that's why we're doing this, dude? Like, do you see how much... Fu- I don't care I discover, about I discovered beer. Overhop because of you. Right. From, from doing that. So that's the whole point, yeah. right? So, like, it's a very interesting thing. So now we've made it a joke, like, about free beer. So it's like, no, it's always, it's always like hashtag free beer. So it's definitely a thing. So we'll bring you in on that. Beautiful, yeah. Um, what's your favorite beer style? I'm torn between a hazy IPA and a bourbon barrel stint. I really One, like That was great. Yeah. Honestly, that was the best Mastorum beer I think I've had. I think so too. Yeah. Uh, exceptional. Um, both of those are fantastic. What is your least favorite style? So not that you dis, like you hate it or anything, but maybe I like you like least white favorite. beers, with beers. That's a great point. Do you know that's one of the most common answers? Yeah. Very interesting to me. And it uh, opened my eyes to think that's almost why I hate them because people kept saying it and I'm like, every time I had one, I'm like, oh yeah, this is not brilliant. So, some of the smoked beers. Grouch beers is the second most common. My wife tainted it for me. She says it tastes like hot dog water. <laughs> it's sort of just... It actually but, does but, taste but, like But the step version, like Shelton makes this uh, imperial... They make a rash beer? No, but they make a smoked imperial stout. Okay. But that's more like an Islay whiskey. Yeah. And do you I like do, I, do li- I do like that. You like that? I okay. do. I feel like that is one of the most um, acquired tastes. Mm-hmm. But it's beer. very close to craft beer. No, 100%. Um, if we just take a brief pause, sir, and this is the other... This is your first other half? It is. Man. Unless I don't remember it. Yeah. So this good. is called uh, Short, Dark, and Handsome. It is a uh, Mexican hot chocolate stout with cacao nibs, this cinnamon, vanilla, chilies, and milk sugar, 7.2%. You can smell the chocolate right, right? Up, right off the... the Again, the Indian like cacao. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's oh, good. Awesome. It's like a dessert stuff. All right, you ready? Ready for yeah. the photo? As we're sleeping. You know the drill. It's Ooh. like a dessert stout. It's really creamy. Yeah, it's how we finish this shit. Oh, it's actually the, the the heat is not too bad. No, no, it's it's almost non-existent. Sometimes the heat can be over the top. All right, that's balanced as shit. Nice work, other half. Um. Favorite beer city, destination, or country? Nice. You got to go Belgium. Yep. Although I really enjoyed Copenhagen when I was there. Oh, that's amazing. I hit, you know, I did McKellar one time and I hit. Uh, you went to the OG McKellar? No, I went to this little. It must have been the OG McKellar. It's like right downtown of Copenhagen. That sounds all right, yeah. And it's like a whole block and there's like a, wow. a fancy restaurant that's a part of it. Okay. I don't know if that's that's but it's see and it, but it's all like in this weird basement thing, and like the tap room is in this small, sort of little area, but very small like like, twenty seats maybe. And then twenty seats. Yeah, 
So, so maybe it's like the OG. O- o- OG? Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. But I, it, it was, kind of feels like that's probably more the OG. It was close to the venue that I played with, the, the Pumpuvusit, which I'm saying wrong and all the names people are laughing. Um, is, is Copenhagen? And I also went to B A U S last time I played in Copenhagen, and it was really, really good. I was super satisfied with all the beers that I drank there. What is that, like a beer bar? It's a beer bar that have, they brew there, B A U S. B A U S. It sounds very. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I need to go there. It's really very, very good. And they had a great haze. They had a great. Uh... They made their own stuff. Yep. It was. It was very good. Then. Okay. So this is how you do untapped. Oh, so what I do while we're in the middle of a podcast, I'm taking one word notes, and what I'll do afterwards, I'll review it in full sentences. Okay. But just like so, I'm like, all right, well. Because we have to take a photo of this, yeah. it has to be, we yeah. have to keep this for the photo. Yeah. We can always have another beer, it's not like yeah. we're scared, but... Mm. I'm never scared. Any thoughts? <laughs> never scared, you haven't seen them. Yeah. Spice is minimal. Spice is minimal. It's, it's, it tastes like, it's, it smells like hot chocolate. Yeah. Like really. Do you want to try this, Ben? It's very smooth. Wake up really good. anything. Oh, at the moment, Tiff, Tiff is uh, on the ketogenic diet. So good for you, yeah. So she has been avoiding uh, carbs. Yeah, Normally what yeah. she would do is help me with my beers. I know, I, we, we talked about this on my podcast, how, how to stay slim. Oh, nice. yeah, how to right. stay slim while being a, a, a craft beer. Being vegan helps. Uh, yes, yeah. it, it definitely helped me. But, uh, <laughs> but I still drink too much beer. Still, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, the, the beer thing is like so rough, man. Like I never had any issues with weight. Yeah, wait, no. I don't really have weight you issues, right? This in my we did, right? I just feel like I can grab my stomach now, and yeah. I've never been able to mm-hmm. do that. And it's, it's just the beer. It's just beer. It's yeah. ridiculous. And even after like nine days off and not drinking any alcohol whatsoever, uh, maybe having a few carbs, but not a ton. It's still like, yeah. I feel like you mentioned it too. Like, just uh, you have to just skip on bread and. Yeah, because we we're basically drinking. This is a loaf of bread, and, but the whole thing. Dragged. Look at this. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. Look at the kill shot. Um, yeah, we've been, you know, the amount of beer we've had is pretty crazy. And like what we generally do is we don't eat, we don't purchase carbs. So there's no cereals, no bread, no pasta, none of that stuff. The only guilty pleasure would be some chips type of thing. And that's not all the time. It's sometimes, um, all meals, no carbs. Um, my one thing that I do have a bit of a sweet tooth. So I have like some biscuit, like cookies with mm-hmm. like coffee in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. That's the Australian British. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I, I just can't help it. But aside from that, um, I'm, yeah, it's not so bad, and that's what I find helps. I think otherwise I probably would have ballooned with the volume of what we're doing right now. <laughs> the podcast would have to just be here. Probably, just, yeah. I ain't leaving the house, bro. Pretty much, you know what's up. Uh, first beer you ever you ever brewed? This is a brew. Sorry, I have not brewed. No, I'd love you to brew. Uh, it might happen in September. What's your favorite hop? Mosaic. Why? It's just so fruity and tropical and just perfect. Okay. It's my absolute favorite. All right. The Vox and Hops logo is based upon a mosaic hop. No way. Yeah. This one right here? The, the Vox and Hops. Yeah. I like this a lot. Every time I go take a piss, I look in the mirror and I'm like, yeah, it looks so That's bad. I feel kind of brutal. I feel like I could like fuck yeah. someone up. With I'll this. show you the new design that was just sent to me after. I'm not going to tell them about what that's going to be no. for winter, but stay tuned. No, no, it's, gonna know. it's an extra, extra. Oh, the next one? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ahead of the game, Vox and Hops. Um, what is your family, what is your wife, what does your family think of like all the beer stuff you're doing, aside from the music stuff? 
They, my, my wife is the producer of the podcast, so she I love that. helped create shout the outs. whole thing. And so shout out to my wife, Jessica, for Jessica, Jessica. being chill, taking care of the kids when I'm not at home doing interviews. For taking you away from it right I'm now. Understand, the kids. I'm understanding that tomorrow morning I might not be so sharp. <laughs> and uh, the rest of my family have been understanding that I like craft beer because for my birthdays the past few years... Going to be that's all I get. Yeah. Oh, they they get you the they, stuff. They, there's like a particular in Saint Stash next to Saint Stash, next to Der Moldang. Ah, that's so there, There's wow, there's wow. there's a, a beer store. Yes, called. Hold on. I'm gonna, God damn it. There's a beer store. No, mm-hmm. it's, it's 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 a, a proper, a proper beer uh, store, like a proper, which will espace houblon. Espace houblon. Right, which right, have right. a cool, few. Cool, which cool. Have, which have a few, succursales. Wow, wow. <laughs> across Quebec wow, so and they go there and they ask the guy what are the new releases what are the IPAs and they always buy me some stuff so, so, so they're, they're, they're good. they understand it. they get it and my mom listens to the podcast religiously so nice so yeah. she gets it she, she, while well, she, she cuts the lawn she puts up with my swearing and right. all my so, stories I don't think you've said a single swear word this entire podcast I probably have not said a fucking swear word yet. Ooh, there it is. Yeah. What do they? I think? tend to not swear very much, but, but no, I, 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 I actually, 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 actually what, I, what I do is I, I normally match my guests. Yeah, mirror. Yeah. Did we talk about? I thought I no, we haven't. We didn't no, talk about no, that. No. Mirroring is so key. Mm-hmm. So what I would do as the host, because in the way I look at it, and I guess I took liberty this time. Uh, normally, I would not cast safe as a brewery who have like a brand. Yes. That, is like I, I wouldn't cuss until they cuss then I'll cuss yes, although I, yes. I'm j- in I'm probably the same but it's just a natural thing yes. yeah you, you, you've been no. behaving yourself and I probably assumed you didn't say a single thing this time and that's okay I'm sure I said a fucking swear word not, not one <laughs> not one Matthew not one Matthew I love how like that? Australians and, and and British people say my name Matthew. you have to do it because yeah. yeah. when you're like yeah not angry at someone we are letting him shout know. out to Sam Yates if you listen this far into the podcast Sam Yates I owe you a donut oh yeah a donut a and vegan like, donut three hours and ten minutes it's going to be one of the records uh, the last question on this is it's, I always forget the brewery brewer focus questions uh, what is your favorite adjunct like an additive to a beer additive to a beer the answer is lactose but you can say whatever you like <laughs> I, I enjoy maple syrup there's that Dunham cool. Stout. Yes. I can't remember what it's called. They had an oh, Imperial um, Stout. It's like a weird name with a K in it. No, no. no? Not the Katushka thing there. That's the no, coffee one. I mean, that's what I'm thinking I like of. maple syrup. I like uh, raspberries. But what, what I don't like when they add ra- raspberries is because it always ends up being like a lighter version. Of? Like a stout. stout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would like it to be like a raspberry... Peche does that shit when they have the yeah, but it's like a, it's shit. always like a five point. No, not Peche. No, it's like a six point five version normally when, really? they, when they add a fruit. I don't know why. Maybe mm. I don't understand the process of brewing. Tell me, you think it, the fruit would ferment and then make it stronger? I think so too. Yeah, I don't so think like a raspberry or a maple syrup or something would be okay. Yeah. That works. Um, what? Okay, so I want to I want to go some uh, because we skipped a bunch of the questions because of the, the brewer focus. We should go some Vox and Hops questions. Uh, your album of the week is uh, th- this week's album of the week is Shadow of Intent. Mm-hmm. 
I think it's called Melancholy. Okay. It's phenomenal. It's it's going to be a top ten album. It's super catchy, super brutal, super technical. Uh, it's got some grooves, uh, clean vocals, some keyboards. The songs are amazing. There's this excellent uh, instrumental song, which is like nine minutes long. Yeah. So cool. Sick. So cool. Album of the year. I don't know. Tool hasn't released a new album yet. Oh, are they soon? In like two weeks. I haven't heard the single. I'm not going to listen to it until the album comes out. Ooh, wow. That's, that's some willpower, I think. I might just... I, there is no other way to listen to a Tool song except in the context of oh, the album. album. So I don't believe in doing that. And I'm... Any album in the past five years of my life that I've been anticipating, I have hated. So you like... So uh, let's see what happens with this one. I expect to hate it. I might be surprised. I you hope never to know. like it. Uh, aside from that this year, I really, really like this band from France, I think it is. Mm-hmm. And it's called Herod, H-E-R-O-D. Mm-hmm. And it's like Gojira, Made Love with Mastodon, Made Love with uh, Meshuga. Mm-hmm. Really, really like the new Herod. That's very high in my top ten list this year. I've listened to it a lot. Okay. They should tour. They, they should. Come come to, to Montreal. God damn it. Frank Doré and me want you to come. There's like one, one dude from, from here that yeah. I've shared with that's <laughs> like, like right on board with me. Yeah, they're, they're a tinier, smaller band that's Maybe Chris make, making some waves. Open? No, it doesn't work. No, no, we don't, Too fit, much? To, we don't fit together. Don't fit together? No. It's I mean, like I a post, there's post-rock and then there's post-metal, which I also enjoy. Okay. Which is like movie scores, but heavier. So there's okay. these bands like The Ocean, like Cult of Luna, like Amon Ra, okay. and then He-Rod fits into that bunch and cryptopsy and it doesn't fit like the venn diagrams don't doesn't work. cross okay yeah. it's more complicated than i imagined it making tour packages yes okay understood understood okay who is your top five rappers of all time Oof. <laughs> i'm so white i'm gonna say eminem you can say that <laughs> you should just do it yeah yeah eminem do you know what i found out this week you want stan you know stan the song yeah stalker fan stan oh that makes sense Huh? I see that. Did I blow your mind? I, I blow I your that. fucking mind? I see that. Ah. Yeah. Ah. Aside from that, uh, Fred Durst. No. <laughs> wow. Wow. Wow, Matthew. I saw him last year. Did you? At Heavy Montreal. He's around? The Limbiscuit uh, filled in for Avenged Sevenfold. Okay. A few days before. And in the first 20 minutes, they played two songs, I think. And in then, 20 minutes? Yeah, they just like dragged out some nonsense. And, okay. So it was it's... still entertaining. It was super cool, but... No, no. But Fred Durst is not my. Favorite. No, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't anticipate you would. I know this is like a very left field question. I'm just pulling this out of my eye. If I had to, well, who's the guy that that's super fast there? Well, old dirty. Does that make sense? Old dirty is not fast though. No. Um, New? Like, no, a ridiculous old school rapper from the '90s that can just spit rhymes super fast. So this Twister. No. Tech Nine. No, no older. Uh, older than Tech. Not old dirty back then. Uh, he used to have like like cornrows like. Keep Long going. hair though. Yeah. Not from no one from Wu Tang rap fast. No, no. Nobody at all. Um, they, that was the key differentiator. Was there rap fast? He was like a really fast rapper. Yeah. Like from like, the nineties. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm curious. I know. I was, I was pulling this out of my ass to ask you that question. <laughs> what were some of the Vox and Hops questions? Oh, I always have like a few. I, I just pull them out of my ass. Always. You pull them out of your ass? Like the, the lightning the soundtrack to my youth. No, I don't have a lightning round. No? Okay, what soundtrack? Soundtrack to my youth would be Journey from my dad, early Metallica. Gangster. Yeah. Favorite Metallica song? 
I'm so not death metal. It's going to be like... Just just because of remembering being in my dad's car listening to the Black Album. Like, Nothing Else Matters is one of the greatest songs of all time. Or me, me, like, just in my room pretending to play the solo, the yeah. Enter Sandman. But it's, it's so, so not death metal. <laughs> it's so beautiful, though. Yeah. That album changed my life. Yeah. It was incredible. Same here. Yeah. Do you know what I had? I had the uh, Killing in the Name single on cassette and I Did sold you? it for $5. You want to make big money now. Because <laughs> I got over like, guitar music. Tom Morello is still... He's the man because he's in the uh, Rage of the Prophet. Where the I, I don't like it. I'm, I'm waiting for a Rage reunion. The time is ready. It is that time? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to happen. Okay. I, I haven't heard anything, anything, but... I feel like they'll come through. It should happen. They'll come through. Yeah. They're all still alive, right? Camera's gone. Yeah, that one's still going. That one's still going. See, you know, that one's still going the whole time. Yeah. Was still going. See, not all of we, re- we record the whole thing and then we only still edit some of it, but the, the start and the end definitely is. So, this is pretty much, I want to say this is a record, three hours and 17. It's pretty good. Thank yeah? you so much. Yeah. Brother. Cheers. Man, thank you so much. Uh, I really appreciate shit. you. Yeah. Yes, and Vox and Hops, mate, where can everyone find you and Vox and Hops online? Uh, you should go to Vox and Hops. Dot com. That's dot com. V-O-X A-N-O no, A-N-D Thank you H-O-P-S yes. dot com And that has and then, all the social? Yes and then it's on it's all Essentially Vox and Hops and everything right? That's right like Instagram, like, Facebook you got the Beer of the Week you Album got the, of the Week Album yeah, of the Week yeah. you're talking about you're talking about the t-shirts right now so if you want that, that specialty merch make sure you go in there It's sold out but there'll, there'll be more shit There'll be more stuff yeah. There's always more yeah. And anything for Cryptopsy you want people to follow? Uh, we're or? going to Latin America. Go to cryptopsy.ca yep. and uh, you can see all of our upcoming tour dates there. It's fucking beautiful. Maddie, you're a legend, bro. Thank, thank you, you so much for hanging out, man. Genuine pleasure. Thank you for me come Appreciate in. you. Cheers to Tiffany for putting up. Yes. <laughs> thank you, Tiff. Uh, guys, thank you so much for watching. If you enjoyed the episode, mate, smash the thumbs up. Hit subscribe below. Hit the notification bell. Ding. So you know when the new stuff drops. Follow us on social media at BOS Podcast. Check out the long-form audio so you can hear very attractive gentlemen like Uncle Matthew right here talking about craft beer and death metal brutal ass shit. That is it, y'all. Thank you for watching and listening. We'll see you in the next episode. And as always, put it in you. Did you see put it in you? I did. Wrong That's perfect. Is it put it in you? That's what Les Basse say. You want to do it again? We say put it in Put it in you. Scott is going to love that. Cheers, man.